beautiful people and welcome to the Mandalay Bay Convention Center, the home of Radio Row for Super Bowl 58. Program starts now. Football is happening in Sin City and I will tell you what, since we landed in this beautiful town, we couldn't help but feel the buzz and the roar of the biggest game of the year taking place in Allegiant Stadium this coming Sunday. But it's not just about the game. It's not just about Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy battling. No, no. It's about every human who thinks there's somebody traveling to this city, coming through this convention center, and celebrating the greatest sport on earth. Now, obviously, we will not be here alone for the next three days. We're going to have a stacked guest lineup that we have no idea who it's even going to be. Literally moments before we started, Puka Nakua, uh -huh. who has a massive head. Oh, yeah. Big dome. Big head. We just learned how the size of this guy's head. <laughs> he literally just walked by. I think he's going to stop by. Shannon Sharp, I think, is going to be stopping by mm. today. I think J.J. Watt uh, is stopping by today. I think Dan Marino. What? what? Got 12 minutes for Dan Marino. Hell yeah. Did it be? 12? Dan? It was 10. <clears throat> We, we said, can we get 15? They said, we'll meet in the middle. 12. I said, well, 12.30 would be in the middle, but I get that you got yeah. maybe 51% yeah. of this entire thing. Dan Marino for 12 minutes with M&Ms. Cannot wait for that. Dana White will stop by today. Okay. And who knows who else we'll get a chance to chat with. Obviously, the set that we are currently at, and we kept this zoomed out for a good reason, is remarkable. I guess ESPN, obviously the game day crew that has been with us all year, want to work on this thing. ESPN Daily Shows have not been in Radio Row for years. I have no idea why. I have no idea how this is the actual Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, what's yep. the Super Bowl? Uh, Radio Row is, the events are, and then the game is. And for some reason, ESPN's never been here. We are thankful, pumped, uh -huh. and lucky to be in this place, feeling this set. And uh, shout out to Mystic Studios, I believe, out of oh. Massachusetts that went to work. The amount of people that invested their time and effort to make this look like a professional operation is certainly something we'll forever be grateful for. But let's get to it. I'm not alone, okay? Okay. There's a man who's normally in an attic in Ohio blowing through 14 to 15 cigars a show. Yep. Neither of us are allowed to smoke mm. today, which is certainly <laughs> a little bit of a piece of adversity that we'll battle through. The all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, Super Bowl champion, AJ Hall. Yeah. Good to be here, man. AJ, you feel the energy of the Super Bowl, don't you? Oh, yeah. Not a ton of juice yet in this room. What? I know he as said the you day can't feel it. He says <laughs> yeah, as, as of right now, I don't wow. think the shows have gone live yet, or the majority of them. But yeah, I think every minute that you stay out here, the, the intensity grows, the like you can just feel it. I, I can't wait, man. Sunday's gonna be a great day. We had bomb sniffing dogs on the way in. That's how you yeah. know you're at something. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, that's a big deal. Had to get through a couple different security checkpoints. Seth freaking Rollins, the what? heavyweight champion, Whoa. was standing behind us. Me? That's how you know you're at a big event. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. how you know you're somewhere. Now, anytime a dog starts sniffing around, you obviously have to ask your questions. Bomb or drug? Certainly bomb. But we don't know <laughs> what somebody was driving in their car with last night immediately Ooh. upon landing here. Ooh. We saw a Toyota Camry get pulled over by six cops with guns pulled, hmm. guns armed, and we don't think that Toyota Camry uh, driver either survived or is no. ever going to see a light day again. Mm -hmm. But we would like to say the vibes have been immaculate as soon as we landed in oh, town. Oh, yeah. Butch. Absolutely. In that game last night, 
Uh, Tosh Schmidt single-handedly won for the Vegas Golden Knights. That's where the energy was palpable, and it's, it's, fo it's followed us here. You've seen even since we started, the stage is getting a little crowded. I feel the buzz in the air. Now, a lot of people have said terrible things about us. All no. Of, yeah, this whole oh, yeah. year. No. A lot of people I walked by huh. earlier were like, hey, Pat, good to see you. It's like, hey, I remember what you said oh, yeah. about oh, us. Oh, you mean that one guy that walked yeah, by? Yeah, I remember what yeah. you What's said. I'm name? never going to forget that, actually. You know so, well, you can go ahead and scram, but <laughs> I am pumped to be back in awesome. here. Because you can see, like, they got, they got podcasters in here yeah. now. It didn't used to be like that so you see like the next generation of people that love the nfl and want to kind of carry the fandom and tradition and the coverage of the sport all in here feeling it it's great to see people this year it's great to see the people that have buried us throughout the year obviously yep, that's going to awesome. be fun that's a nice little added thing to it but all we're going to do is enjoy the good vibes and how could you not whenever you have one half of the hammer down cowboys turn digs here you look so good dude. thank you i appreciate the vibes are immaculate it's, it's insane that we're in here here in vegas for the super bowl what was it like Seven, eight years ago, the NFL uh, told Tony Romo he couldn't do a fantasy football thing here in Vegas. And now we are here in the gambling capital of the world. Like $2.5 billion is expected to be bet on this game. It's awesome. We walked out there. We, me and Gumby did a hot lap around Sierra, everybody. Shine was out there doing his thing like he always does. <laughs> you asked for it. You got it. Uh, it's awesome. It's, this is the best week of the year. Rough. Slot machines right there. There are slot machines. Uh, I went and I asked about them. You can put your money in. You will not get money out. So <laughs> Classic gambling. Cla classic gambling. Now, there is uh, my desk here has become a blackjack table. It's awesome. What? Which is pretty sweet. I mean, we got, I mean, I'll probably deal something to somebody. That's I, the WSOP cam. Yeah, that is World Series poker, you know. And we need the pocket cam, too, to see what the cards yeah, are. And we course. can really get after it. But, like, I guess this was even a conversation. Like, can they have a blackjack table on the set, you know? Because uh, gambling oh in the NFL, it's like, you got slot machines literally in a room over there DraftKings right there FanDuel's right there what? ESPN bet is going to be sponsoring an hour mm -hmm. of this particular program it's like where we were to where we are now mm -hmm. is a massive driver behind Huge. the it's rigged it's scripted <laughs> one half of the toxic table is here looking fantastic with a Super Bowl shirt on at Boston Connor the scripted story took another little tail last night as Adam Schefter yeah. le released some statements from the CBS chairman I believe what? CBS Sports chairman yeah I saw that uh, you know he's got a decorated pass so you can't you know take everything <laughs> Sean McManus yeah sh excuse me yeah, what do you I, mean I, forgot, I didn't even know his name to be honest with you Sean McManus yeah and you know he, he alluded to the fact that the Super Bowl they've been told that this will be the first ever Super Bowl to go to double overtime. Thank you very much, Shepter. Everyone's having a real, real good time. This is fun. This is this script joke is real cool. What happens if it goes to double overtime <laughs> now, prick? Okay. What are we What do? happens then? D does everyone buy in even more? I mean, and not to mention. You're forcing me to bet on double overtime. Yeah, that's, that's happening like plus for sure. hundred thousand. Yeah, but if you win, hey, listen, at least they leaked the script. Exactly. Right? I think we should take it as a positive. Okay. But boy, they played in this from the beginning. Remember, the schedule release was a script. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. And now here we are at Super Bowl. Come and it's on. like, hey, we're going to script this entire thing. I appreciate that. Roger Goodell had to get asked questions, but it's all because of the gambling, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Other people are losing their actual money. Uh -huh. That's when people start thinking, hey, a professional athlete's going to do that. What's going on over uh, there? Okay. Those refs are not going to be able to see that call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the refs do stink. Well, like, uh, maybe sometimes they do stink. Usually. And maybe sometimes people can't keep secrets ever, especially if it's going to put themselves over. The amount of people that would have to be in on it would be insane. But if it goes to double overtime, Roger Goodell deserves every question he gets going forward. The, uh, the people who do the raid conversation, they can't wrap their heads around that. They got the bet wrong, that they weren't mm -hmm. on the right side. It had to be someone else's fault. Okay? Which, by the way, I appreciate it. Sure. Listen, you got to keep your confidence. Your next bet, your best bet, sure. for sure. Always. Somebody else's fault has to be. I will say that 
there's a lot of people probably getting credit for what happened last night in T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, mm. I agree. Las Vegas Golden Knights stopped a historic streak from happening mm -hmm. by the Edmonton Oilers. Now, there was an all-star break in between this streak happening and then what took place last night, so maybe they slowed down, but Connor McDavid, best player on earth. Yeah. Connor McDavid just beat the entire NHL all-star crew for a million bucks and everything else. He won the weekend. He's the guy. He was leading the hottest team in the NHL into Las Vegas to take on the Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. If they were able to get the win, they would have seven 17 straight dubs, tying a record that the Pittsburgh Penguins put in the 1990s for longest winning streak in the history of the NHL. Damn. Last night was history in the making. We moved our plane to be earlier. Yeah. So that we could get here on time. Had to be there. Because a guy that's on our show every single day was potentially the first ever fan of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. I believe he was. As soon as the Vegas Golden Knights were announced as a team, he said, well, that's my team. Uh -huh. Literally wow. from that moment. Got a chance to win a Stanley Cup, and it was the first time he was ever in the barn last night. And we can say it's official, I believe. He is now an actual member of the Vegas Golden Knights. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, fresh off of derailing the Edmonton Oilers, our guy, Toxic Table member, and now Vegas Golden Knight hockey player, Ty Schmidt. You earned it, pal. Baby Ty. Yeah. Hey, here we go, boys. Good work, Ty. Here we go, boys. Hey. Good work, Ty. Here we go, boys. Here we go, boys. Here we go, boys. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go, boys. Give me one. Give me one. Yeah. Give me one. Yeah. 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 Give me one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Guys, All of you. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Paul. <laughs> Tell you what. Puppies are barking a little bit already, so it's going to be. This all show? All day? No, I put it on for the I mean, what are you, morning skate this morning. Yeah, I came right over here afterwards. Okay, so. <laughs> so we were. The two shot there. Just. <sighs> I'm just in the slot all day. <laughs> Wait, one timer, baby. Ready? Yeah. Hell yeah. Would like an ice cold bottle. <laughs> How's it feel? Hot? Is it hot or no? Uh, it's a little warm. Yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> these uh, your bike friends nowhere near about. Well, fix that for him. You know what? I also realized. You know, we've been talking about uh, the Mucinex needing to use it. Uh, we do have cough buttons. There's absolutely no way I'm. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to apologize to you guys, viewers at home, if I just cough directly into the microphone. There's a good chance it's going to happen several times today. But um, Ty, you had a hell of a performance last night. You sounded a siren. Yeah, Obviously, right. you started the party wow. for the Vegas Golden Knights last Ooh. night. You were you were in the castle. You were on the ice at one point. Yeah. I mean, you were dapping up the boys. There were some people wondering, you know, from the this is the beginning of the game, obviously, where we told them that I would do it. And uh, <laughs> why do you go cross-eyed during this? Well, you know, so you kind of just black out. You're just orgasmic. Every right. ounce of energy and passion that you can, and, and that's what happens. And I will say, Ty planned all this. He, he said, if uh, if I'm going to get an opportunity to wail on that siren, I'm going to try to break that thing. And they actually said, first time in the existence of the team where they all, it broke. Yeah. They, he Ooh, lifted it and moved it. <laughs> they said, that was the most aggressive we've ever had. <laughs> Here we go. And that was the plan. And then, the <laughs> in, in the second intermission, Ty Schmidt was riding a Zamboni, and after a 16th birthday was announced yep. on the other Zamboni. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Back back to show, Ty Schmidt is riding on the Zamboni. And you would think, like, okay, he started the game. He kept the ice fresh for the boys. Well, that's got to be all a super fan night is, right? That's got to be all it is? Yeah, that's it. Nope, nope. After oh. the boys secured this historic win that he basically initiated with the siren wailing, mm -hmm. he, uh, well, yeah, then he got the sword in, uh, uh, in the shield, yep. and that went... <laughs> 
about as bad as it possibly could. <laughs> I, I did exactly what the Golden Knight told me to do. No, you no, you did not. It's, uh, it's on record. You did not. Yeah. Uh, no, I did. I did. I mean, that's my story. I'll go down swinging that. I mean, really, I was just looking to slice someone's head off. I was so jacked up at that it's point. It's close. I wasn't worried about banging this the is shield. The... the best part about it is when the boys get to win and secure the dub. Now, it was after he banged on that shield. Yep. 15 seconds later, they get the go-ahead goal. 15 <laughs> Whose fault is it, Ty? Is it me? I don't know. Maybe he says. Ty, how many whiskeys probably at that point? Oh, I couldn't tell you, but um, north of 20, 25. Yeah, the night comes back and even gives credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is my fault. <laughs> I did do that. This is the you, me, you, you, me. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways, thank what you. To nice. golden oh, night. man. It was a golden night. Oh, yeah. It was, it, it was a golden night for the Super Bowl kickoff. Ty got to give fist bumps to the boys as they were going to the locker room. Oh. And then we got a chance to go in the locker room afterwards and talk to the boys. And allegedly, that yeah, here's uh, look at this. There it is. Talk's supposed to be filming Ty. Obviously, he is not. Talk's getting his own stuff there on the far right. <laughs> oh, look where I'm at. This is awesome. Nikki Skates and Coach Phil are in the back there, obviously enjoying the hell out of a nice hockey night in Vegas. Stoner. Stoner. <laughs> Stoner had a great night. He Almost did. had an empty netter while Bill Carlson put the third away with an empty netter. It was, uh, it was a hell of a night over there, Ty. And even the boys in the locker room, when we talked to them, said you were the reason why the Knights got that big win. They said it was a playoff-like atmosphere. Do you think it's a playoff-like atmosphere if that guy's not on that siren? No. You think it's a playoff-like atmosphere if he's not riding side saddle on that Zamboni with a seatbelt on? I mean, I, I heard there was a there's like a a TV in the locker room where the boys were watching Ty ride the Zamboni. His little legs dangling, and that just <laughs> gave them like the fire, the fuel they need. I think to put it over the top. I don't think everybody in T-Mobile Arena knew exactly what was going on. What do you think? What do you mean? Well, they, I heard some rumblings. I went to the bathroom. I heard some rumblings, and oh. I heard a dad tell a kid, like. Oh, that cancer guy. Oh, he's is, terminal. Oh, oh yeah, no. He's on the Zamboni. Oh, they, People were thinking this was a make-a-wish like Ty was there on, on his last on his last days. What? And, uh, what? How the Oilers supposed to play against that? Yeah, Bingo. Exactly. No chance. So if that was the I mean, if that was the idea, and we're, I tried to tell him, but I didn't want to ruin it. Like, nah, he, he's just drunk. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not. This is, this he's just a big fan. He's just getting an opportunity. Vegas Golden Knights took care of us. First yeah. class program. They did. It was incredible. Uh I mean, yeah, would I have loved to not go down uh, and miss about an hour and 30 minutes of the game, wait for the Zamboni and doing all that? Sure, sure. But they said, hey, no one ever gets to ride the Zamboni. Turns out a, a girl had her 16th birthday. She got to ride the Zamboni as well. So that wasn't exactly true. But, yeah, just, I mean, first-class organization, obviously. Uh, you know, getting in the, in the change room with the boys afterwards, it was, it was an all-time night. Why are you number 66 before Tone gets his thing? And this was a question asked by the boys in the change room afterwards. Uh, oh. Stoner actually looks at Ty wearing his jersey, and he goes, uh, why 66? And at that point, Ty, you know, he'd laid it all on the line for the Vegas Golden Knights oh, yeah. that entire day, starting yep. on a plane ride. And he was a little bit of a zombie. And he looks at me, he goes... What are we talking about here, boys? Gordon Bombay, number 66. So Stoner was about to do a full Mario Lemieux talk. Yeah. Of course. And a Garrett Gordon Bombay, big pop from the boys. Good. Would like to say to the Golden Knights uh, operations and to the players, mm -hmm. hey, go Knights, go. Go Knights, go. Go Knights, go. Now that's the rhythm. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, how are you doing it? I don't remember. <laughs> he, was doing, he was doing uh, go Knights, go. Yes. Bing, bing. Ping. <laughs> go Knights, go! Ping. Go Knights, go! go. <laughs> I'll be honest, I was basically more focused on, hey, 
very boozed up, the position you're in. Don't tumble forward oh, and fall and out fall. of the suite. And, With uh, a sword in yeah, and, and basically, yeah, impale yourself and, and not live to see the rest of the third period. This was, that's, that's really This is all after he, on the plane right there, dropped his phone into the fuselage. Uh, they, they had to take oh, wow. three mechanics from three different plane companies to come take the plane apart and get him his phone back. His Our phone. pilot's been flying for 35 years. Uh, he's got a Hulk Hogan mustache that you can't see in this particular shot because his back is to us, but he's trying to bust open a table that has a phone in it for the first time in his 35-year piloting career. So, Ty did... He tried. Ty, he certainly did. He tried. <laughs> he tried a lot of the similar things that we were trying and was certainly telling us that he was going to do it better than us, but yeah, I appreciated his effort. Hour and 45 minutes, he was kneeling in front of Ty Schmidt on that phone. Yeah. And well, and he did tell me, uh, hey, there's a 5% chance you're going to get this phone back by Friday. And I was like, okay, I mean, if you have like a ruler and some duct tape in there, I can definitely <laughs> get it out. But, but I'm, you know, hey, do what you got to do. Obviously, we land an hour later. Hey, they got your phone. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm very grateful that, uh, you know, that 5% chance I was going to get it by Friday ended up being, hey, 100% chance you're going to get this thing three hours later. So hey, that's great good. news. Yeah, exactly. That's great news for Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, some more good news. Jim Irsay basically tweeted he's, um, on the he's, mend. He's on the mend. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know how much like has been reported about the Jim Irsay stuff because it took us by surprise, certainly, and we live in Indianapolis. feel like we're pretty plugged in to everything that would be in Indianapolis. So when that news broke, I think via TMZ, was it TMZ? Yeah, it was. I believe so, yep. All surprised. Obviously, as people that know Jim, very worried about it all. Then we heard about the the chest thing that was going on, and then obviously there was a bunch of other stories going on, and we tried to send some text messages out about how it was going. I guess it was not not nope. great. I guess it was not good. From from what now, this is not directly from Jim Irsay, but like from people that are pretty close. I guess it was not looking very good at all. And obviously, Jim Irsay has battled his demons, put himself through a lot of things. I think deep down in his soul, anybody that's ever met him says, "Good dude, good human." Has tried to make the world better from his yeah. perspective. Now, has he made mistakes? Certainly, but I think that kind of came out of nowhere for all of us. Like, mm -hmm. yo, hold. Hey, Jim might be really in it. Fighting back, we get the tweet. That's good. All good news here. Yes. Super Bowl. Yeah, it's, been quiet. it's been quiet for a couple months with him. That's what worries me when you when you go quiet. So now that he goes public and says he's on the mend, that's awesome. He's turned the corner. Jim Irsay's one of one. Oh yeah, deep. I mean, oh yeah, absolute dog. Anybody that's ever played for the Colts, they've had a chance to watch him. Used to be a state. He went to your state, Ohio, and won the and won. Yeah, I mean, look at the, the picture of him under the squad bar with what like. 1,200 pounds, it looks like. Yep. like that least, guy is yeah. a monster. Played with the Beatles for a while. Yep. Well, yeah. still is. Yeah. yeah. I think he, he still yeah. is. Became basically a spokesperson for the owners. Yeah. Know, over the last, you know, few <laughs> years. You know, obviously he's been in there probably the longest, right? And those one per club. Did they vote him in? Well, that's whenever he started uh, becoming more uh, vocal, he told us. Yeah. Because he walked at those owners' meetings on the hallway, I guess, at one of the places they go to. Like team pictures, you know how they have them on the wall? Mm -hmm. So they have owner photos. Those never get made public, obviously. Billionaires aren't going to let that out or whatever. But he started walking down the hallway looking at old owner's photos. And he realized, wait, I'm the only son of a bitch in one of these photos. Huh. I'm the oldest. I'm the longest tenured owner. Yeah. And once he realized that, I think by the end of his walk, he was like, I'm the captain now. Yeah. Yeah. And then he started, <laughs> you know, yeah, we do want Schneider out of here, don't we? Yeah, right. Yeah, we, 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 do, we need to start doing a little he bit did more. take a much more public, like, oh, role, yeah. I feel like. That was but, literally one walk, I think, oh, yeah. looking at photos. How old was he when he started going to those meetings? He was very young. 30-something when yeah. he was an owner. 30-something years old, the wow. owner of an NFL team. That's unbelievable. Think about sitting in that room. Yeah, and I assume the way they talked to him. Oh, Oh my God. He wasn't going to take it, though. He's not going to take any guff, as no. they say. Virginia, though. Who says that? Who's All the people. The old people. The old people, definitely. Guff? Yeah, you're not going to take any guff tone, as I'm talking about. A lot of the olds do gruff. say that. 
What no, is no, Guff? that's Scruff McGruff. Chicago, Illinois, yep. 60652. Help take a bite of crime. Yeah. That toy on the camera is in a bad spot. <laughs> oh, baby. Guns, you said guns. Oh, AJ. Oh, guys, yeah, in was their doors. Grand, Grand Theft Auto, four, five stars. Five. Like, it was just, we were just rolling just Tuesday well, night, 6 30. They shot them. So we, we couldn't Wanted really, to. they kind of were keeping us moving. The four cops that were f- tailing this one Toyota Camry cut us off and yep. stopped yeah. us. Oh. And then we had, and then two other cops were coming from the other way. And by the time they got two lanes over, Toyota Camry stopped. Didn't look like I had any gas. I don't know how long they had been following. Yep. It, it seemed to stop. Not by uh, choice. Oh. And then, boom, I think side, passenger side cop go out, boom. Ooh, boom. Yeah, boom, 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 spotlight, bang. Did they shoot the tires out? Is that why it stopped? Oh, I don't know. We missed all no, that. I didn't hear it. They were I trying to get out of, you know, just in case, no crossfire, mm. ricochets. Yeah, 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 yeah Debo was like, let's go, let's yeah, go. Let, let's, let's move up. We were part of a slow speed chase last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were part of a slow and speed they chase. they held court on the street. It, yeah, well, that was to get to a Vegas Golden Knights game. That was maybe the greatest night in the history of hockey. Yep. Yeah, could have been. Probably was. They. It will go down as the greatest night in uh, the history of hockey, no question about it. People will probably be talking about it for eons and eons. Um, you know, that's just, that's what Vegas does. We can't hear like half the words. Pop that mic up a little bit. Flip it up. Oh, no, just the front. Tur- put that stadium. There you go. Allegiant nice. Stadium. Yeah, now we're talking. At night. Nice. That thing's a, a, U- it's a UFO. Unbelievable. Like a spaceship. Super crystal clear LED on the out. Like, it's sick. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who has been with us all year. He's an absolute stallion, although he's only 150 pounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Friend of the program, Super Bowl champion, ladies and gentlemen, A.K. Shipley. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you, pal. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. AQ grabs his own seat because he's a blue-collar guy. Yes. He wears very expensive shoes and pants and shirts because he's a new guy. He's a new era, but same old AQ. Always. AQ, whenever you think about the Super Bowl, obviously you think back to winning it. What is the most vivid memory? Is it Tom Brady saying, if you win this, your family's legacy is going to be remembered forever? I mean, that moment was definitely up there, but my favorite moment, I was just actually watching a video because it, it popped up in my phone as a memory. Okay. I filmed the police escort in, like, to the stadium, and, like, it was a half-filled stadium, and the buzz was different than any buzz I've ever felt. And that was, like, still to this moment, I'm getting, like, goosebumps thinking about well, it. Last night, they were just pumping techno music through that place. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And everybody seemed, like, younger joke. Like, Vegas just has, like, oh, yeah, natural, yeah. Buzz. upbeat vibe and yeah. a buzz. I think everybody's traveled in early too because last night the people that are posting pictures, a lot of fans, mm-hmm. a lot of everybody. Vegas is like the perfect place seemingly for a Super Bowl. It's, all, I mean, it's unbelievable. The minute I landed, I saw everything. You see the lights. You see everything. Everywhere you look, there's something going on. The, the people watching is unbelievable. And the boy. King Elvis Presley uh, sounded yeah, siren yeah, in his second oh, period. Yeah. And Bubba Watson. To, yeah, Bubba Watson because Live Golf is here speaking oh, yeah. of. Hey, let's have a day today. Hey, got to. So, uh, lineup got switched yesterday. Bryson, oh, DJ, man. said some teeing off at 11.40 today. Actually going to be playing lefty for the first Oh, nine. wow. Mickelson for the first nine. That's awesome. Bubba Watson on the back nine. And also have some young stud quarterbacks should be in the group as well. What Who's that? Drake May. Drake Ooh. May. Whoa. 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 Right. Drake and, May's uh, in Las Vegas. He's a, yeah, he's a live uh, guy? Hey, he's a I love that. Tony. He's a live guy. Tony. I love that. Yeah, we'll left Tony. <laughs> you don't need to start that. I can already see it. Yep. 
And so good could I. They're right on the other side of that wall there. Like, did you hear what the Pat McAfee show said today? <laughs> and then they'll walk right up here and go, hey, good to see you. <laughs> you guys are killing it. Great to see you. We have Shannon Sharp joining us today, Dan Marino as well. Whoa. You're from Pittsburgh. You hate Joe yeah. DiNardo, but you have to love Dan Marino, obviously. You're going to get a chance to ask maybe a hero of yours a question. What do you think it's going to be? I'm not sure, but I'm going to come up with it real soon. I mean, the guy's an absolute <laughs> legend. Joe Montana last week, Dan Marino this week. These are two of the biggest Ginzer legends of all time. It's Super Bowl week. Uh, speaking of Super Bowl week, A.J. Hawk, um, defense is going to steal the show this weekend. Peyton Manning said it was going to be a high-scoring yeah. game. Peyton Manning said he sees this he going did. high. You know, I think that's because of the amount of respect he has for Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes. And obviously, anytime you watch a Monday Night Manning cast, he's just pulling for the quarterback. Anytime there is an interception, ah! Anytime there's a sack, hates it. So is that wishful thinking? I, I feel like these defenses are the reasons why these teams are here. Suddenly. Yeah, that's what I, I when Peyton said that, it made me rethink like, OK, am I looking at this game wrong? Because I feel like both defenses are legit. They can both play. I don't know. AQ, what do you think about this one? Like, we know the Chiefs defenses. Everyone does not give them the credit they deserve. But also this Niners defense can be legit. They're can they be must, legit. They can. But I'm saying they, what is they, they, hopefully can, they can be, stop the run. Can what you hopefully they can stop the, the run. The Lions and the Packers are able to run all over. You know, they're just we're used to an absolute juggernaut on that side of the ball for the Niners. Obviously, on every level, they got all pros. Lost an all-pro early this year. Man, AQ actually talking about it uh, a few weeks ago with Hufanga. And mm -hmm. don't think it's quite the same defense. If I had to give the edge to a defense, it would definitely be Spags and the Chiefs right now. But to your point, a lot of points. Two great offensive mind calling plays and the two obviously great quarterbacks. So uh, I can see I hope it's high scoring. I really do. I don't want to see a defensive battle in the Super Bowl. I think everybody expects it to be high scoring, at least what everybody's saying. I don't see that. I think in the Super Bowl, I think in the playoffs period, nobody ever plays their best offensive football because you get conservative. You start to dial some things back. We Not Andy Reid. Yeah, uh, everybody not Andy Reid. Yeah, you, you watch some tape. I have. Why don't you watch some They tape? were down 10 <laughs> in the fourth quarter couple years ago to the same team. Yeah, and they only scored 17, I guess, against the Baltimore Ravens, but the Baltimore Ravens defense is phenomenal. They've been actually playing a style in which it is complimentary football yeah, with the defense, yeah. which is kind of a beautiful thing. The, uh, to the points, the winning score average over all the Super Bowls, uh, the winners average 30 points per game. Mm. I, the run defenses are a thing because KC gave up a ton on the ground to Buffalo, and then yards per carry, they gave up a ton to the Ravens, but the Ravens didn't run the ball Stop. for some yeah. reason. Just stopped. And then when you go to the other side, the Niners gave up a bunch to the Packers and Lions. I, I, I think it's a, it's a ground game, and whoever whoever stops the run best, I think, is going to win this one. Well, anybody that stops runs going to win football. Sure. We're back in, like, 1980 football. It's awesome. Feels good. I'm telling you, the, it, and it's so funny. When you look at teams early in the season, you can almost look at them, even if they don't start off hot, and say, if they got a good offensive line and a good defensive line, they're going to be in the playoffs. No matter what, still to this day, we we have all this high-flying, new offense stuff. The teams with the best lines end up in the end. Chiefs, 45% of multiple tight end sets in the playoffs. 45% of their snaps. Pacheco's getting like That's got to be the highest ever Andy Reid's had. A lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Pacheco's getting over 20 carries a game. So, to your point, a lot of ground game. But at, at some point, I think these offenses well, will have to open up. Lombo, we hear Michael Lombardi say all the time, Andy Reid hates calling running plays. Which, I mean, I don't know if he hates <laughs> it, but he definitely likes to air it out a bit. But let's see if the Chiefs will, will stick with the run. I would imagine they will. Lombo has done 13, 14 interviews already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Has he really? Yeah, he's been working a room. Hard oh. the streets. He's right been working a room. Absolute dog. Let's talk about run game coordinator down there in Miami. Joe Barry gets the gig yeah, for the Miami Dolphins as a run game coordinator. Ty, I know you and the Packers were obviously bummed to see him go. Yeah, definitely bummed. Uh, this is the kind of thing I just don't understand. It makes no sense. Like, the they haven't – that's – that's been the knock on the Packers for the last five years is they can't stop the run. You know, it's – I don't think he, he's at a unit 
above ranked like 26th in his tenure. So for him to be the guy to, you know, be setting up your run fits as a defense and stuff like that, <laughs> going from Vic Fangio to Joe Barry, I mean, no disrespect, but it just, it's wild. Oh, Ty Schmidt says bad move. That's what he said. Did you hear that, AJ? Terrible hire by Mike McDaniel. I Mike mean, Daniel. What do you, I mean, what do you, you don't, you didn't think he was going to get a job in the NFL? No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying, like, this guy is horseshit at stopping the run. <laughs> and, and they're hiring him to come in and overhaul their, you know, run fits and, and stopping the run. Yeah, but no they didn't sense. have the right guys, right? They didn't have enough talent on Green Bay to Well, stop. that's what I was thinking. I wonder if he said that, like, listen, I know everyone says, you know, we got 9, 10 first round draft picks. Those guys stink. Okay, you guys got some dogs. <laughs> let, show, let me show you what I can do with Van Ginkel. Maybe, maybe that's Ooh. what you know, put him over the edge. Well, Andrew Van Ginkle's a guy. And that AFC East all of a sudden getting stout with former big-time coaches, Boston Connor. Yeah, I mean, look, at. I assume they brought Joe Barry in like, hey, okay, how do we attack a defense that you would have, but then imagine it good? So, like, if you are, you know, your name's Joe Barry, but let's say your name's Steve Spagnola, okay? What are you doing here? <laughs> and then you tell us and so that our offense, so Mike McDaniel, Mike Daniel, some would say, they bring him in, you know, <laughs> to figure out where to run the rock. Do you know what I'm saying? I agree. And I think Joe Barry can method act maybe sure. as, as somebody else and get the job done. Yeah. Now, let's talk about a, a coaching hire that would send shockwaves through the NFL. Rex Ryan is oh. back interviewing for defensive coordinator jobs in the NFL. The NFL gets better if Rex Ryan is back inside of it, A.J. Hawk. Now, there is people that have told us. Rex Ryan told me whenever I was doing get up in those early mornings a couple years uh -huh. back, I said, Rex, we need you back coaching. Now, love you on TV. His energy's phenomenal. He's the best. He'll get into a four-point stance on his knuckles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is a football guy teeth. through and through. Has been. Family. We get it. We love Rex Ryan on TV. Yeah, his teeth are phenomenal. Aside from Perfect. JJ. Of course. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, and uh, Roman Reigns. Sure. Shannon Sharp will be joining us. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. His, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. But you're, we're talking it's about the pantheon of teeth. Good yeah. teeth. Rex Ryan has them, for sure. Uh, <laughs> he told me that he didn't want to get back into coaching because, you know, like weighing pros and cons seemingly uh, business-wise, why would I want to, you know, unless you're a head coach, it's not really worth it. Now it feels like with how much money they're paying, Every, owners are paying money now. Yeah. Like, hey, there's no salary cap for the coaches. You can pay them whatever. And they are paying them all whatever. And with what Sean Payton made and Harbaugh just made, if a team really wants to make a play, like Jerry Jones and Dallas Cowboys, all of a sudden what used to be a head coaching contract is a coordinator job, and you don't have to deal with any of the bullshit of what a head coach has to deal with, and you're back in the game. Rex Ryan might be back in the in NFL. Dallas. I am pumped about that. And if, if I'm a D.C., if I'm considering, or a former D.C., and I'm considering to get back in coaching, just like we say head coaches, okay, we're looking at who's my quarterback. If I'm building a defense and I got Michael Parsons that I could build a defense yeah. around, that's probably a job that's going to take me out of the booth, especially if it's Dallas where you assume he'll be one of the highest paid coordinators if he get, if he takes that job. God. Rex Ryan awesome. doing press in the media. Oh, Him dude. on the sidelines. Oh, I mean, I'm sure he knows what Dan Quinn was making. Yes, I am certain he does. Uh, <laughs> joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a Hall of Famer. He's a man who this particular football season has taken over the world. They did a ranking of sports entertainment media people. Uh -huh. yep. There it is. Yep. This guy was number one. Whoa. Everybody else on the list was like, yep, that makes sense. Not only is he on linear television, not only does he have his own interview podcast, he streams live alongside Ocho Cinco and creates some of the biggest clips that the internet has ever seen. Oh, yeah. The host of the biggest interview of the last six months, ladies and gentlemen, icon, legend, Shannon Sharp. Yeah, Shannon! Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, sir. Hey, we got you one of these. I legitimately. You got me a Madonna, a Madonna mic? Yeah. Whenever I, whenever I looked at this, I said, "Is Shannon Sharp's head <laughs> gonna fit on the in? We good? Yeah. Come on. There's your control right there. Anything you need, Shannon. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. All right, all right, all right, let's go. Let's go. Here we go. All right, here we go. Ready? Yep. Let's stack of black. Whew. We should have money plays, but. Oh, yikes. Ooh. Ooh. 19. There might be jokers in here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going all in. I'm going to, yeah, baby. All right, all right, here we go. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. You got to offer me insurance. No, no, we don't do that. <laughs> what kind of casino are you running, man? <laughs> See, no. <laughs> I got to get insurance. No, 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 no. All mine. All mine. Well. Cars don't lie. Ladies and gentlemen. Change your yeah. Yeah. 21 Bro, I was supposed to get insurance. You got to give me insurance. No, we don't do insurance. No, no, we don't do soccer bets. You don't do soccer bets. We know that. Uh, Unk, hell of a football season by you. Hey, man. Hell yeah. Legitimately. Bro, I appreciate it. Can you hear me? How's my volume? You sound good. Yeah. You sound really yeah. good. Um, this year, whenever you make the jump over to first take, obviously you've been crushing it with Undisputed, with Skip, and we don't have to get into all of that. I think you've covered that a thousand times. Whenever you sign up to do first take, and then you club shake, Shea goes to another level, and then nightcap with Ocho. Did you expect to become the biggest thing in sports? Because that is literally what happened seemingly in like two, three months. No. No. Um, when Stephen A. reached out, and uh, and I think I've shared the call, he, he he reached out and said, big boy, I want you. I said, I said, Stephen A., bro, you know I'm a big personality. He's like, bro, I need you. I want you. He says, I don't do the hiring, but I have talked to my bosses, you know, Jim Pitaro, Dave Roberts, Burke Magnus, uh, obviously Bob Iger, and uh, that's going to be their call. But I let them know if they wanted to bring you on, I wouldn't have a problem with it. And uh, I said, man, that means a lot to me. And so when, um, you know, I sat down, actually Dave Roberts was getting married in, in Atlanta. I happened to be in Atlanta. We had breakfast. He asked me, what was I looking for? I said, you tell me what you're looking for because you already know what I bring to the table. And so it worked. It worked. And uh, Stephen A. and I have a great relationship. I mean, Stephen A. and I have always been cool. I would see him at events like this. I would see him out from time to time. But we didn't have the type of relationship that we have now, PMAC. And so for us to, to be able to, I mean, he went to an HBCU. I went to an HBCU. We're very, very close in age. Um uh, and so it was for me, it just seemed like a natural fit and everything just kind of took off from there. He came on my podcast. I, I've gone on his, but we just have a great relationship and he's been giving me some very, very, very sound advice. Yeah, you're both electric. I think as soon as we th uh, heard the thought of you two being on television, <laughs> yeah, we all got very, very excited. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all got very excited. And also, as former players, very proud. Yes. And uh, I think you need to keep leading the way and doing it all. We're very, very grateful for you. Now, well, that's how I look at you, P. Mike. No, 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 no. We're not getting into it. Don't do it. No, no, <laughs> no, because I think the thing is, P, is that a lot of people don't want to see you win. They don't want to see you. And I was like, why? 
I say, do you understand what he's been able to do? He's been able to take a, a small thing digitally and take it linear while keeping his naming rights, still has YouTube, still have the audio downloads. I say, you want to see him succeed because that way it shows people the model that he's doing. It actually works. So if he were to, because he's the first to do it. So if he's, if he, as big as he is, if it doesn't work, what do you think the chances are with your little platform? You're going to be able to. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. So that's what, that's how I look at it. And I told you, I said, bro, if you need it, like, if you got something big and you want to talk, say, hey, you can hit me up and say, hey, bro, I need you tomorrow. Can you give me 10 minutes? I'm there. Yeah, and we're thankful for that. And if you stop it by here, we never wanted, the first time you came on, we wanted to make sure it was beautiful. And this, uh, bro, bro. And this is certainly the right time. Look at this set. Gorgeous. Yeah. Look at this it's set. Perfect. This it is did. awesome. But here's the thing. When when um, Oikos, when we were doing the spot, they asked me, like, there's anybody. I was like, and so they kind of sent me the list. of Russell. well, he needs to be, like, at the top of the list. I don't want to be, like, the last couple of minutes when we, he got he to close out. And he got, we only got, like, four or five minutes. I move, move him to the front so we can have as much time as we actually need to talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Obviously, yeah. we're going to talk about the product and the spot that I had I did with Martin Lawrence uh, yes. in the big game. Love I said, but I want, I want to spend some quality time with him. And hey, don't you, enjoy, don't you enjoy the big game talk? We had to use, we had to use uh, what, Superb Owl. Yes. We yes, used we one time the Superb yeah. Owl. I, what are you doing with Oikos? Were you with Martin Lawrence? I did, we did a spot with Martin Lawrence. Are you yeah. acting or what are we doing? Uh, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'm good because here's the thing. When Oikos reached out, they, we did a, they did some work with me last year. I did a, they did a spot, uh, did a, um, uh, a sponsorship with Ocho, uh, with Oco, Oco, Ocho, Ocho and Coach Bryant. Yes, <laughs> and they did the spot, and it turned out really well. And so when they called me back, first I was honored because you understand these big companies, they have their choice. Any, cele any celeb, any entertainer, any current or former athlete, they chose me to pair with Martin. And so when they reached out, obviously, you know, I'm listening. Oh, sure. And then they say, you're with Martin. We know what Martin is. One of the great stand-ups of any generation. Uh, he had the uh, Martin Lawrence show. We love that. And now he's an A-list movie star. So it was an opportunity for me to to be paired with someone of, of his ilk and uh, his talent. And so I was greatly humbled and I was greatly honored that Oikos chose me. Now, also doing the, the give back to the HBCUs. I'm an HBCU alum. Um, they ask, when people ask me, P. Man, they say, where did you go to school? I said, no, I graduated from Savannah State. I didn't go. I graduated. So I just didn't go. I graduated. We understand that HBCUs are underfunded and under-resourced. And so for Oikos to give, uh, have an opportunity to make sure they have quality nutrition, I was humble. It was something that was near and dear to my heart, and I greatly appreciate them for that. And so when the opportunity presented itself, and if you know how much how much time you have to put into these to oh, yeah. make them successful. People think, oh, man, you don't work but two hours a day. you a damn lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything's easy. Everything's easy. Until you have to do it. Wow. Until you have to do it. I sh I'm shooting, you know, four episodes of Nightcap. I do uh, two shows of First Take. And then sometimes I do two to three tapings of Club Shay Shay in a week. So I'm doing somewhere between seven and ten shows a week. And so that no, it's easy. You get to remember, and you you make it look so easy. Remember, they they You're make, doing nothing. Well, well, when you when you get You're a, just talking, aren't yeah. You? Well, see, when you get a guy like Cat Williams, man. So hold on, let's talk. I want to get into that because <laughs> wow. you know we've been in some conversations. This particular program mm -hmm. that has certainly you know reached much farther than the sports <laughs> world, mm -hmm. and have gone into some things where I didn't have the answers to. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm talking obviously about us chatting with Aaron. Yeah, and I am a massive believer in like, hey, we learned about how one of the greatest football players of all time feels about things in real time. Mm -hmm. That 
that is also journalism. Now, if you don't agree with what he's saying, that's allowed to happen. You're allowed to counter. You're allowed to yell at him. You're allowed to think whatever you want. But like, he's also allowed to feel how he feels. Right. No matter how wrong you think it is, that is this is society. This is the way the world is. Now, obviously, some of the things he said got us into some shit. Also, Aaron's been a part of our program for a long time. That's who he is. So whenever like we get into it, there's times where I like feel bad. I'm like, man, okay, I, because like there's people that get really upset about it, but I didn't know enough about the topic. Right. When Cat comes on your show and he starts sawing that, like, mm-hmm. and Cat, we grew up in the Cat Williams oh, yeah. era. Oh, yeah. So like, you know, whenever he, every day I'm doing uh, bowling, and, yeah, yeah, like we sweating all over the place. Right. We respect Cat. When you're having that conversation with him, is there moments in there where you're like, damn? I have no idea what I'm supposed to say to that. Like, is there any of those moments? Because I have those moments sometimes where I'm like, I have no idea what yeah. the hell I am even supposed to say to that. That's way out of my world. P Mac, did you think that during that? No. How many hundred some million? How many? Oh yeah. Well, we've done we've done um, just the the entire just the live just the total show, which was two hours and forty six minutes and five seconds. We're at almost at fifty eight million views. <laughs> yeah. Totally, we're about ninety six million views because we chopped it up and we had uh, shorts. Yes. yes, we yeah. had shorts. Absolutely. This is what I tell people. If you watch us or you listen to us, I'm a conversationalist. Me too. If you want hard hitting, that's 60 minutes. That's Dateline. That's 48 hours. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to open up the floor. I'm not going to cut the guest off. A lot of times, people that have platforms like this, they like to hear their voice. When people watch, when they turn on and they listen and they watch or they listen to Club Shay Shay, they want to hear my guest voice. So my job is to get out of the way. P-Mac, I had to make a split-second decision because when he came on, he was already on one. If you remember, he was doing this. <laughs> so I already knew because he, he were talking, and I was like, okay, let's get him mic'd up. How long you talked to him before? We talked. He got there early. So that's why I lost track of time because normally we, when they said, okay, we're going at noon, okay, I get there around 1130. CJ and I, who is a producer, oh, any last-minute you know, things, and I, I'll go and I'll say, CJ, I think I want to start here, and I want to go in this direction. He's like, okay, hey, I trust you. Do what you do. And so he gets there early, and so he's talking, and I say, okay, let's get him mic'd up. So we go 15, 20 minutes before the noon hour. So I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, damn, we started at noon, but I forgot that we started 20 minutes early. And so once he gets going, so I'm like, okay, he says, so I, I give my introduction. I welcome Club Shay Shay, blah, blah, blah. I tell you who he is, some of the things that he's done. And so I'm, how you doing, Cat? We, we toast. And now I'm about to ask my first question, and he says, I want to tell you why I came. Okay, tell me why you came. He goes 30 minutes before I'd ask a question. Now, I, I could have easily <laughs> cut him off. Ella Portier. Yeah. <laughs> I could have I easily cut him off, P-Mac, but if I'd have cut him off, Maybe he loses his train of thought. Maybe he doesn't get to what he got to. He goes 30. Okay, now it's my time to get in here. Okay, let's, where you from? But a lot of the stuff he was saying, because I don't live in that world. People think because, oh, Shannon, you live in Hollywood. You have that. You must have heard. You must have been. No, bro. I got my own thing. And what somebody else has going on, I ain't got ish to do with me. That ain't my life. They don't, that doesn't pay my bills. So why am I worried about what somebody else is doing? Okay, you decide, fans, listening, watching. You decide whether or not you believe him. Was it tough hearing some of the things that he was saying? Yes, because I have a personal relationship with Earthquake. I've had Steve Harvey on the show. I consider him a friend. I've had Ricky Smiley on the show. Kevin Hart, I've been to his home. So to hear some of this stuff, but it's not my place to say, Cat, you got to stop. Oh, you wrong. That's a lie. 
because I'm taking, just like when Ricky Smiley said that he was originally supposed to play the Santa Claus, I'm taking him at his word because I wouldn't know that. Nobody has ever heard that before. I'm thinking he's t- that's that's truth because he's on the set. Credible source. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So why, why would I, why would I, so... If I believe, if, if I'm to believe that someone is coming on my show and everything out of their mouth is a lie, why the hell would I have them on? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah hey, listen, it is, we're in an interesting game. We are, we are. Hey, 58 million views, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Almost 58 million views. Yeah, that, hey, listen. Crazy. It's not, obviously, I'm sure there's people that watch that that weren't exactly thrilled, yeah. and uh, there's people that listen to me talking aren't exactly thrilled, but it is a wild scene whenever you start having actual conversations as opposed to stage conversations, which I think a lot of media has yes. always been. Yes, yes. And it's like podcasting obviously has changed that and everybody that starts a podcast says I want to have a real conversation with people it's like well when you have real conversations with people you're going to learn like it's going to be uncomfortable you're going to learn real stuff from people yes and, and now we're getting to do that at a much higher level I think because the people that are more willing to share their stories and who they are as opposed to just a set question so it's like it's an interesting time yeah and boy our shins have taken it pretty heavily yeah though. actually yeah. and I have Monique on and she's she's coming out throwing haymakers also which is going to be very interesting but i want to thank oikos for giving me the opportunity Hell here yeah. I'm, on, I'm on media row and i'm representing them and i really want to thank them uh go out try the uh, oikos triple zero and the pro max uh excuse me, not pro max just pro jam pack with protein it's really good product i really appreciate them high in nutrition you know p mac we on the go so we can't sit down and eat nutritious meal all the time. We got to get it in when we can. Looks like you're eating pretty nutritious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> AJ has a question for you, huh? yeah. yeah. So you, John Elway. You can yes. turn we that watch shit. that guy play. I think he's a lot more physically imposing yeah, than people think when they you see him on TV, you see him in person. That dude is he is built. He definitely was at the time. What was it like playing with him and could you compare him to anybody in the modern day? Uh, what was it like playing for him? I, this is what I when I try to tell people when we talk about quarterbacks. When you have a guy like a John Elway, you have a Patrick Mahomes, uh, Aaron Rodgers, a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. There's not a hope to win. There's an expectation to win. Yeah. And so every time I took the field on Sunday, I knew I had the utmost opportunity to win this ball game. There was never a game that I went in that I was like, damn. We ain't got no chance today. We always got a chance because we got that guy. Um, when you play with a guy like that, you're so afraid to let him down because you know the hard work that he puts into yes. it. Yes. You know the film study that he's put into it. You know the mental prep that he's gone through. And so for you, if he's willing to do what he's doing, nothing less is accepted of you or expected of you. Mm. And so he held everybody accountable, um, and you were so afraid to let him down because you knew what he was willing to do in order to win. And so it was great. And that's and, so, and sometimes maybe it's unfair to me because you play with Peyton. Yep. I play with, with Seven. Mm. And when you play with guys like that, that's the expectation level. And that's why it's so hard. That's why it's hard for players to be coached, great players to be coached. Because what do they compare the players to? To themselves. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that is so, so, so unfair. And I asked Coach Prime, I asked him, I said, Time, how do you do it? Because for me, you have, okay, we go over plays Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We have meetings probably six, seven hours during the day. Okay, we practice those plays six, seven hours during the week. And then we have a, a, a walkthrough. And the night before the game, we get the first 15 plays. And because these are the plays that we're going to run. This is what the defense is going to give us. And I be damn if don't somebody go out there and mess it up. I'm like, bro, <laughs> how? Yep. We just spent 
30 hours <laughs> going over these plays, and we went over these first 15 plays. These are the first 15 plays that we're going to run. And you mess it up, yeah. I would lose my mind. That's why you're a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're a Hall of Famer. D-Butt's got Absolutely. a Absolutely. Hall of Famer, game changer on that Mount Rushmore at the tight end position. In this big game, obviously you got a, a lot of experience in this game. Got two great tight ends, probably two of the best in the Ooh. league right now with Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. Obviously great receiving, but I think both of them do a good job in that run game too. Uh, what are you expecting to see from these guys on both offenses um, in this game? You know, normally when teams have great tight ends, they struggle covering the tight end. Mm -hmm. That's what I've noticed. I mean, we struggled when I was in the league. I mean, playing with the Broncos, uh, if the other team had a, 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 a really good to a great tight end, we struggled covering them. They struggled covering me. Yep. The thing is, is that both of these guys are so great at run after the catch. So, in other words, you got to do a great job of where he catches the ball. You've got to make sure he doesn't go any further than that mm -hmm. because Kittle is a monster with, with the ball in his hand, and he's, a, he's, he's basically an offensive line that can catch and run because he's dominating the point of attack. Normally, linebackers have success against, uh, um, excuse me, tight ends have success against linebackers yep. or against smaller guys. This man can manhandle defensive end. He'll take a D end one-on-one and wipe him out. Yeah, saw it he, last week. He's unbelievable. And then you got Kelsey, who's so slithery, so smooth. I mean, the, with the swag that he has, that when you see him walking around, he plays like that yeah, on the Yeah, I got field. that Kelsey face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who thought that was a great <laughs> We start off Black History Month. It was the white guy that created <laughs> yeah, 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 that was tough. That was tough. But if you watch Kelsey and the way he moves and you watch the wavelength that he and uh, that Patrick Mahomes have together, man, that's why I got him as, as for me, he's my GOAT tight end. Mm. Because if you look at the big statement. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge yet, but yeah. but if you and people say, Well, Shannon, what about Gronk? Okay. He can match Gronk stat for stat. Playoffs, he can match any any one ups him mm -hmm. in the regular season. I mean, he puts up numbers like he's a wide receiver. I mean, prior to him, no tight end had, had more than two consecutive thousand yard seasons. He's put together six, seven, eight. He was sixteen yards away from putting together another ninth thousand yard season. And then we when he gets to the playoffs, he raises his level. Just past Jerry Rice. There, there's yeah. something to be said about a guy that, okay, he performs at this level in the regular season. Uh -huh. But once he gets to the playoffs, he goes here. Yep. There have been very few guys that can raise their level of play once it comes to the postseason. That's what sets him. That's what set the Gronks apart from all the other tight ends is that once they got to the playoffs and we knew what they were, we knew teams were trying to take them out, yep. and they take their level, they level of play to another level. Not just playoffs. Teams trying to take them out. The best teams are trying oh, yeah. to take them out. Oh, yeah, and you put, your, you, put, you put your best cover guy. They're getting corner, top-notch corners. They're not getting line, typical linebackers to cover them. Well, you're foolish if you put a linebacker at this stage, at this stage of what you know what they can do. But – that he, he's unbelievable. I love him. I love the way he plays the game. I love Kittle. I love the I love the passion in which both guys play with. And I think you have love to have ball. it. I, lo I love the passion in his football. And I know Kelsey has this thing going on and everybody's What's that? Taylor Swift. <laughs> huh? Oh, his relationship. But hey. I heard they eat oikos. He, he, <laughs> I hope so. But you got to be able to compartmentalize to be great in this game. And that's what see, and 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 for him to be able to maintain a relationship uh, like that and still stay focused because I could not. Me neither. Because I actually it, told him that it, it was it was football, and it was football, and it was football. Well, what about what about you? It was football. It was football. He had paparazzi following him to practice facility. 
like all year. We yeah. talked to them about uh, it. We're yeah. like, you know, you're on every commercial. <laughs> you got people hating on you that never met you before. Yes. Yeah. You got paparazzi following yeah. you. You're yeah. on the cover of every tabloid. And he was like, yeah, I did actually have to kind of take a step back. <laughs> yeah. Mental toughness. Yeah. That's what the greats have. Uh, we got to let you go, obviously. Yeah. But this weekend, have you already, you got first take uh, Thursday, Friday? I got Thursday, Friday. Yeah. So are you making picks? Do you, do you make a pick? When will you do I, that? I can make a pick. I, you know what? I mean, I've known Christian McCaffrey since he was two. I've known Kyle Shanahan since he was 12. I would really, really like to see the 49ers win the Super Bowl. Man, how can I bet against my homeboy? Oh, uh-huh. so I got to hell with it. I'm going to bet against my homeboy because I want the 49ers okay. to win. Okay, all right. But Buffalo was supposed to dispatch them. The Ravens was supposed to dispatch them. And the way they played in the regular season, only Kansas City fans and those guys in that locker room mm-hmm. thought they would be here because ain't no way in hell, given the way they were dropping balls and the way that offensive line was playing, I said ain't no way in hell. And the drama, throwing helmets, yeah, yelling yeah, at refs. Yeah, we're yeah, chewing yeah. out refs. I mean, it was a different yeah, year there yeah. for a bit. But that defense has been top-notch all year long. And Patrick Mahomes, whether you need him to throw for 400 and win a game or throw for 133, 140, but he's going to have a high completion percentage. He's unbelievable. He's the best in the game. It's hard to bet against that guy, but I kind of want to see C-Mac and uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan win it. I can see a little nostalgia. You're going to get out of here. You have no chips, but so. <laughs> no, man, no, no, uh, yeah. I, was suppo- I was supposed to get insurance, which would have been even money no. to get my money back. Uh, do not do insurance. You're too good at no. business, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Shane Sharp. That yeah. feedback. Oh, I'm good with What a legend. Hey, by the way. Thank you. Strap. Hey, strapping. Hey, where Jets. are you right now? Way. Uh, I'm heavy now. I'm probably like 256. 256? Like 2% body fat, probably? Yeah, what? Catch me in three months, I'll be like 42, but I'll be about 3%. Jeez. 3%. 3%. I love when you ask guys four? like that how much they weigh, and they're like, uh, maybe 256. Well, they give you the most exact. They know, yeah. and a third. Yeah. Today I had some macro proteins. Uh, so the way that is cooking with my body this morning, probably a pound or two more. You just saw stink before we were live. Yeah. Holy <laughs> hell. Too, Mark they played together, yeah. Mark Slayer's next size that cowboy hat. Thank yeah. you, Shipley's going to make his way back out here as we wrap up this first hour. Uh, that Cat Williams interview. I, oh, unbelievable. I, obviously, probably not what he wants to talk about here. Super Bowl week, but it was like, we have been in a similar situation as uh, as old, old Shane Sharp. Yeah. Yeah. SNL. Yes. Like, which was a hilarious the way he Fantastic. The way he explained it, though, was I mean, he was 100% right. Like, you're we do it the same way. We're not here to cut the guest off and, like, this, yeah. is, this is a platform for them to say what they want and if you have a problem with it, Go ahead, tell him, tell him. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him yeah, go ahead. How, about when, how about when I did check your friend Aaron? Yeah. Our friend Aaron. What about? He had a 30-minute <laughs> rebuttal. Yeah. Yeah. He had a 30-minute rebuttal. Are you surprised by that? No, which is why, <laughs> which is why it was like uh Well, Pat actually said, uh, I don't want to do this, but the internet wants me to check you, uh, so. Yeah. Got to check you. So, so whenever you say blah, 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 what does that oh, actually mean? We well, funny you say that. I got uh, I got actually this uh, r- research project that uh, I got sent from Sweden. Yeah. Did, boom. Oh, man. This is Wait a, for you. Like, well, I certainly don't have that. Uh, AQ, Shannon Sharp. Uh, three times the size of every other human we've seen. He is a machine, that guy. You missed him. You missed him. I want to wow. let you know that. I, I really did, but I did get to see him backstage. And we need to get on his workout plan. How do we? How do we make that happen? Well, I think he's getting down to 242 with three percent body fat. Yeah. I don't think we do that. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think we can get to that. Some of that is uh, you're just born with. Yeah, yeah. some of it's yeah, Maybelline. Yeah. Yeah. Country strong, right Oikos. there. Oikos. Oikos. Yeah, eating a lot of Oikos. Yeah. Oikos yogurt. Oikos. Yeah. And yeah. What? Yeah, I didn't know. So Oikos is yogurt. Yeah, yeah. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. I knew that. 
that Greek whole yogurt? Time. What is that? What is? Oh, how does it, it differentiate from? It comes yogurt. from Greece. It's protein That's yogurt. It. Okay. it is. It is fantastic. Why do I ask? Genuine. Well, we should eat it. Yeah, if he's if he's doing it, uh, I might he not AQ or whatever he's. Doing. Yeah, we don't know. What AQ, AQ doesn't eat yogurt. They got strawberries. Pills a I day. need to wear a tighter shirt. Strawberries on the bottom. I'm all in. All right, we're wrapping up hour one here. D butt obviously heading off to the live golf. Hell yeah! Celebrity golf tournament. D butt, you want to shoot a basketball here? To uh, maybe get some winners on this glorious liner. It's gonna be first a liner. Yeah, day. Be. Uh, now, do we have a camera that catches D Butch and the basketball hoop? I didn't, we didn't even really think of that, that move as we were piecing it all Where's together. Where's he shooting from here? Uh, right here? Yeah. I think so. Foxy, do you have a camera that could get the basketball hoop? Are oh, you want a free throw? Go for the free throw line then. That would have to zoom out. Mm. Mm. Use your PTZ. Mm. Let's see. From here? Mm. Yeah, right there looks good. There you go. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, to kick off this glorious Super Bowl week from Radio Row, Darius J. Butler, who's about to go golf with Phil Mickelson. Yeah. <laughs> He's about to go golf with Phil Mickelson in a matter of moments. If you make this shot, first one of the week, first attempt of the week, 25 people, $500, all they got to do is retweet this post, say something nice to somebody, and... Yep. No. Small ball. We knew it was going to be good. Tough with the small ball. And put the easiest way to pay you digitally. D Butch. Hell of a year this year, pal. Good luck at the Live Golf Turning. Hell yeah. Proud of you, buddy. Proud of you, buddy. Hit the flop shot over your head. All right, boys. Say, buddy. Swing hard, D Butch. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. stakes. So he's going to go for Phil Mickelson for real. That's absurd. That's what he's going to do right now. JJ Watt will be joining us in the next hour. AQ Shipley will be in and out. Dan Marino's still to join. Oh, yeah. I believe Darius's microphone's still on. Ah, yep, still sure. On. Should probably mute that. There it is. Hey, man, we figured it out. Good work. Back there taking a leak or something. Mike Baker on. Mayfield just showed up. Holy hell. Where? Hey, that a baby, Bake. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Are you doing lap? Are you doing laps right now, or what are you? All right. If you want to stop back later. Great performance at the Pro Bowl, pal. Great performance. Orlowski beat you, but... Also, they had him have a hoodie under his jersey. He looked yeah. like he's 500 pounds. Yeah, what was that about? I, I don't, I don't want to tell him right there. He's starting his entire day. But if he was to come back, I would say, hey, they had you kind of look like a fatso. Yeah, right. He looked great right there. Fantastic. Great shape. The way he played in uh, flat. Great. Yeah. He's going to get paid, MVP. too. Hey, they said you looked fat. People were saying you looked fat. Not now. At the thing. Best up. Here, here, right there. Right there, Baker. Right there. We got 30 seconds to where I got a hard out. Yeah. yeah. We'll just continue through on YouTube. Hey, uh, Bank. I had a couple uh, microphone wraps underneath. Yeah, they had the hoodie ah, on underneath. Black too. jacket, yeah. All right, we got to take a break here on ESPN. We'll continue live on YouTube, though, with you in like 20 seconds. Uh, we'll continue live from Radio Row. Obviously, NFC MVP of the Pro Bowl just this past weekend. Baker Mayfield will join us on the other side. Boomer! sooner and then we'll see jj watt in about three be a friend tell a friend something nice it might change their life we'll see you then okay now we're still live here on youtube bake incredible performance at the pro bowl pal where are we sitting at for next year do we have any figure out any idea of what we got going on well um obviously the hire liam cohen was a was a big uh first step so uh somebody that i'm familiar with so we're looking forward to that and you're with Advanced Auto Parts right now? You're about to change a tire? Oh, yes. Oh, so we got car batteries. So Super Bowl Sunday is a big deal, right? Yeah. Next Sunday is National Car Battery Day. Whoa! Yeah, we, right. that. we knew that. Damn. Pretty big deal. Um, That's but over here. If there's a false start in the game and you register at aapfalsestarts.com, you can get a chance to win free car batteries for life. You are Whoa. so good. Yeah. Holy hell, so Whoa! Plug, plug, plug.
Holy shit! This was Baker like a few. This remember? Is awesome. This is unbelievable. He was in the in the stadium. Was his house? Yeah. Uh huh. And then he was sweeping up the thing. Of course. Yeah, you're forgot a phenomenal. I forgot you're such a good yeah. pitchman. How they yeah. bring it? You bring That's it right. back. You bring it back to the product. Yeah. You, every you tie time. it into the game this. to the big game Sunday. Now, not necessarily going to change my own car battery, but I'll, okay. I'll have. Well, you've earned the right not to have to do that anymore. Congrats. I that. Thank you. Now the false start. We're looking for false starts. Just one. Just one. And then we're going to falstartaap.com? AAPfalstarts.com. Ah. AAP. And then you could potentially win car batteries for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah, not your car life, your life. Wow. Wow. Damn. What are batteries going to look like, though, 10 years from now, Bank, now that you know cars so much? (laughs) How do they dig up the minerals to get those batteries? Yeah, explain to us the cobalt mines. (laughs) I don't know if it's... um, in my wheelhouse. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair. I know a lot You're about good. nothing, but not necessarily this. <laughs> How was the year with Tampa? Seemed to be majestic, honestly. It was awesome. Like, after I saw you guys, obviously, we went on a little bit of a lull there, but... Yeah, it was kind of bullshit because we couldn't hype you up. <laughs> it was a bummer. Yeah, we were bummed. Like, yep. Super bummed. Saved it for the end. Everybody stuck together, though. It was a good group, and, like, even through all the BS, losing six out of seven games in a row, like, it's... Everybody stuck together, didn't, didn't flinch, and so figured out that... Backs against the wall for the back half of the year and figured it out. You're that type of guy, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Backs against the wall, going to play his best. Corner of the bar. You're what do you pissed do? Pissed off. Bah, bah, bah. All, all you can do is fight for it. Connor has a question for you, Bake. Yeah, Baker, uh, obviously going into the offseason, not not really too sure about the future. Is that any, was that a thought during the season where it was like, hey, I got, I'm playing with house money here. I'm, I'm hitting incentives every time we win a game. <laughs> Pro Bowl awesome. or playoffs. Pro Bowl yeah, yeah. playoffs. Uh, was that a thought at all? Or? At, at that point, just trying to put myself in the best position moving forward to free agency and, and just enjoying it while I can because that was the first time having fun playing football again, to be honest with you. So just enjoying it and not knowing how long it would be. Yeah. Hey, we're really happy you're not a fatso. Yeah, People are saying you look like a fatso. It, it was bad. I love food, though. Yeah. Sure. Who doesn't? What is your favorite? Like pizza? Your pizza guy? I'm a Mexican food guy. Oh. But I keep it on the skinny Mark side, though. Okay. Okay. We're not, we're not going all the, the high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Art. Art. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate the hell out of you. Have a good one out there. That. Shout out to Advanced Auto Parts. Good luck with everything, Bank. Hey, Michael Fabiano, fantasy sports guru here. Football's regular season may be over, but that doesn't mean your fantasy season is. The big game is right around the corner, and basketball season is really heating up, so there's no better way to get in on the action than with Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports app. This isn't like other daily fantasy apps where you're playing against a bunch of sharks. It's just you against the numbers, and with the right selections, you could turn $10 into $1,000 with just a few taps. For the big game, I'm picking Travis Kelsey to have more than the projected receiving yards and Patrick Mahomes to have less than the projected fantasy point total. Over 7 million sports fans have already signed up, and I'm one of them. Right now, prize picks will match your first deposit of up to $100. They're even offering a big game special. If Mahomes throws for more than one yard, you win. Just download the prize picks app and use code TPMS. That's code TPMS on prize picks for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. I'm not alone here. No, no. Uh, Super Bowl champion himself, all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, A.J. Hawk. Is here. Great to see you, A.J. Love you, A.J. Great to be here. You look really fit, A.J. Great to be here. Well, another guy coming on the stage in a second is very fit as well. Yeah, he is. Very uh, tall as well. Uh, speaking of being fit and tall, one half of the hammer, God. Cowboys, Tone yeah, Diggs is here. You look great. Thank Tone. you. I appreciate it. How do you? Tone, what are we thinking bet-wise? Uh, what was it? The underdogs are the bet. in Underdogs, 16-6 and six run there. And then the actual lower seed and team with a worse record is on a 15-2 and two run, 14-1-1 one one run, whatever, however you want to say it. 
Uh, but yeah, dogs and the the team that's coming in with the worst seed and worst record has been on a hot streak. The dogs in this particular one, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, yep. lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl just a few years back. The man that was on that team, coaching and playing, Jackie Moon, AQ Shipley. Super Bowl buzz is different, AQ. It's always different. It's the best week of the year. We talk about it. You feel it for you guys. You feel it for the players. It is the biggest game watched in the world, and yeah. it's for a reason. Biggest league in the world. And there's soccer people that always are going to chime in. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Enough. stop it. Please. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to like your sport, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We got Methy. Yeah. Yeah. In Miami. Right. Burnley's our team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We try to watch. We're trying to get into it. We are. You're not the NFL. No. No. Okay. No, no, let's, let's make sure we understand that. But they're also not the NHL. No. And a man who knows a lot about the big moment. He's a Stanley Cup champion, member now officially of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Ty Schmidt, how you feeling, pal? Uh, I'm doing okay. It's it's a little toasty. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, a couple, you know, maybe like 45 minutes in there, um, I thought I was just going to doze off because I'm just <laughs> baking right now. But this is awesome. I mean, this is, this is why we play the game. This is why we come to Radio Row so you can see all these people and – you know, uh, every once in a while, you just got to reach within yourself, show a little grit, and, and just remember what those boys are going to be fighting for on Sunday. I haven't heard you chirp anybody. Pretty good vibes coming off the big win over Edmonton last night. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to, you know, chirp anybody that. And um, anytime I, like, look over, I cut my microphone's back down, and, and I feel like you guys either aren't hearing me or I'm sending out a lot of static. So I'm kind of trying to just minimize how much I move. <laughs> just you look very comfortable. Like right? Doesn't he look comfortable? Yeah, he very, very comfortable. I think that's, that's what people would say. Oh, yeah, I'm incredibly comfortable. No. No question about it. Um, He's got to wear it tonight to dinner, right? Yeah. He's got actual skates on. I do have actual skates on. Um, my feet hurt bad. Should have went bigger size? Well, I kind of said that, and <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, we got 11s for you. Like, oh, they'll still be way big on you. They're not. Uh, they're tight. They're very, very <laughs> tight. I have wide feet as well. So, But again, you know. Boys got a, a massive W last night and the streak of Edmonton, uh, so I, I, I was going to do whatever I had to do today. Joining us now is a man who is obviously cultured, just like Ty. Yep. He's now a member of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Even even has his own locker and change room, boys. Yeah. Don't you, Ty? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boys took me in there, um, got my own slot, and pretty sweet. Ty almost got in the shower. Yeah. Should have. That would have been awesome. I did. <laughs> Took my jeans off, was walking around with my butt cheeks out, and I was like, hey, boys, you mind if I just Can hop you in real quick? <laughs> Dude, he might have. Were you I, Daffy Duck? Ty was a zombie floating through T-Mobile Arena last night. Yep. Just in the locker room, on the set of pony, up at the castle, in his suite. <laughs> Towel over the shoulder, walking out of the shower. Was, he, was, he owned the place. It was The hospitality <laughs> was phenomenal. We did not expect that. No, no, did, not at all. That night really became a little bit of a runaway. It, it was a bit of a runaway, Paul. You know, and, and I do feel like I have cement in my skates this morning. But, hey, <laughs> went in Vegas, you know. Almost broke the thing. Shout out to Matt, I believe, is the MC there. That guy's got the most juice in the league. Yeah, he does a good job. Uh, yeah. Joining us now is a man who owns a team in a league. Oh. He's also a man who's a first ballot holder. Hall of Famer, and one of the only members of the Houston Texans Ring of Honor. Ladies and gentlemen, J.J. Hua! Hello, J.J. Hey. How are you? Oh, thank you. I just yeah. ran to Dan Marino back there. That was oh, pretty sweet. Oh, gave it away. What's up, guys? How are you? Just gave it away. Great. Sorry. Did I, ru did I ruin that? Yeah. Great. Well, Welcome to the show. Sorry. Here we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How are we doing? Yep. Is that intimidating, JJ? <laughs> no. You're beautiful. <laughs> not intimidating. I, I heard it was, uh, no, no, I mean, it's Ty. It's, it's Ty. <laughs> it's not Ty. This is hockey I was going to say, I got my, I almost dropped the F-bomb right there because you got me a little riled up. I don't make me fun. 
Dude! Save myself, pal. Okay. You didn't. Yeah, Run got, the tape. Got the hockey gear on, so, you know, maybe, I don't know, ESPN, just allow a couple F-bombs. <laughs> I mean, for, it, for right? Boys, I don't yeah. want to have to dummy you over that shit. Okay? <laughs> All right? I'll face wash you. I'll do it. I thought we were going to come in, and you're going to be like, hey, I appreciate you got, you're geared up, you know, you look, you look stellar, but instead you come in and... They asked me if I was intimidated. Well, I am not. Well, lie. Did I say you don't look good? Did I say you don't look fantastic? Did I say your sparkly jersey isn't beautiful? You didn't say anything. That's a custom jersey, JJ. It's not sparkly. It's uh, it's magnetic. I heard you had a night. For me. Oh, yeah. Oh, you had a day, too, JJ. I heard. Going in. I mean, you still owe five beers. I'm assuming there were a lot more than five beers consumed. Uh, He drank a bottle of Jack Daniels. Pretty much. Brother, five beers. Connor sent me a video. Five beers right now. I got Connor's mile run from last week's Burnley game with the goal. I have yet to receive a video of five beers going down. Oh, you guys scored. We forgot about that. 3 1. Thank you. We got a good tie, though, recently, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, we tied. We came back. A good comeback. Rough first half, but we came back in the second half. Hey, you look phenomenal, dude. Yeah. Hey, thank you. You, look, you, you guys look, really, look great. You I look appreciate really good. that. The hair, the, you look really Super Bowl week. Mm, <laughs> thank Super Bowl you. Week. I appreciate it. So what happened with the gym? You're here for CBS, obviously, because <laughs> yeah. you covered it. I saw there was a big gym fiasco controversy. What happened with the yes. gym? Yes. So I went to work out in the gym. I got in a little later on Monday. I wanted to go work out. Of course. I mean, I'm... Why I'm not going to look at the, it was 6.30. I was going to go work out at 6.30. I didn't check the hours. I mean, why Why would you check the hours at 6.30 p.m.? Started my workout, real nice lather going, good yeah. sweat. Oh, we're in it. Feeling good, we're in it. Just a nice little tap on the shoulder. Excuse me, uh, we're close. I said, what are, you, what are you talking about? It's 7 o'clock. She's like, you got to get out, we're close. I literally walked through the, like, the lobby just dumbfounded. I called my wife. I was like, I just got kicked out of the gym. It's 7 p.m. Um, fast forward yesterday. Uh-huh. I'm back in the gym working out. Do my all before 7 p.m. Smart. I leave the gym at 6 and as I'm walking out, they're like, hey, Mr. Watt, we just want to really, really apologize for the inconvenience. We're going to leave the gym open till 9 the rest of the week. Whoa! If you need it open wow. till later, just let us know. We'll keep it open later. So, first class hospitality out of Las Vegas. Workout's not going to be a problem, but now... I have to work out to very late to every night anything, just because, yeah. like, if they keep it open from 7 to 9 just for you, mm-hmm. you have to work no, out from good. 7 really to 9. Everybody. Just let them know ahead of time if you're going to yeah. be there late or not. This is, once again, J.J. Yeah. Watt making other people's lives better. Yeah. Yep. Think about the number of people that went down there 702. That's oh. like back in the day when they didn't sell egg McMuffins past 1030. And you were in yes. the drive. Like, that's what you did yeah. here. Oh, I got you're people. A hero, but it's, we know how it goes. I got people yelling at me. Sure. Now somebody can't be home to eat dinner with their kids because uh-huh. they have to stay at the gym uh-huh. from 7 to 9. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Five to 10 people probably have to sit there and wait. There's, there's a thousand. Blackjack dealers on the floor. How come nobody, like, yeah, there's people work. Like, that's how, like, you have, it's. Uh, Tell them just to give no. you a key, actually. Tell them you'll sign a waiver. It is a key. key. That's what I'm wondering. Oh. It's, you you go in with a key. So, like, well, you know I'm in there. You know it's Super Bowl gonna, week. They're not going to let you work out. I'm JJ not walking out with out. a bench like, press. Like, like, I'm they not need stealing to supervise anything. you in case you need a spot. That's probably what yeah. they figure. I mean, I, I think it is truly a liability yeah. issue. That's my guess. Um, you don't let Justin James Watt stay at your hotel and then but, say the gym's closed. Trust me, I agree. Can't do it. But... Customer service, phenomenal. Immediate correction, immediate whatever you need. What so. hotel uh, are you going to be working out between yeah. 7 and 9 at the we'll, gym? We'll do it when we check out. We'll do it when we check out. <laughs> All right, JJ. Well, before uh, we continue to dive into your incredible influence 
not only on hotels and football and life, but also fashion. Do you see yeah. this jacket? Yeah. Dude, you really. look phenomenal, bro. You look really You guys all look really good. Look at those boots. Yeah. Look at those boots. The snake died in his sleep. Yep. We didn't kill the snake. Definitely. Good, good. I, I, I yeah, sleep. No, very probably good. Ten snakes. Join yeah. it. Well, all, they're all sleeping. They yeah. just lived very long lives. Yeah. Join us now, ladies and gentlemen. Yinzer legend out of the University of Pittsburgh. Obviously, Miami Dolphins hero, Hall of Famer, Mount Rushmore member. One of the quickest releases in the history of football. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. Paisano Damarino. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, what a legend. Pittsburgh legend. Yes. Yes, Pittsburgh legend. Dan. Yeah, Dan, we're on the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're on the air, Dan. This is the show. This is the program. Hey. Hold on. We turn him on? Am I on? There you are. There you go. Yes. Dan Marino. Yes. Dude, I cannot believe you're on our show right now. This is oh, a big cool. deal. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Okay, yeah. so you're, you're with M&M's right now. Yeah, that's what we have M&M's on our mind right now. Yeah, uh, we uh, have peanut almost, M&M's? What's a favorite? Uh, peanut butter. Oh, wow. That's the new, that's the new ring. We got the uh, the comfort ring for Almost Champions. That's what we're putting out there this week. And, uh, almost Champions. Almost Champions, yeah. Almost. It's me. Uh, I'm, I'm like almost, almost champion. Okay. Like, okay. I, I didn't get quite that close. You won a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. My yeah. team lost in the Super Bowl. You're in a commercial yeah, with I Messi. I lost, though. too. So, but I'm with Bruce Smith and uh, T.O. and then Scarlett Johansson. So Scarlett Johansson was a pretty cool surprise. Wow. We know Scarlett Joe, yeah. uh, uh, wife of Colin Jost. That's right. Ty Schmidt over there had a conversation with her 15, 20, 25, 35 minutes. Yeah. Uh, just kind of at a bar a couple weeks ago in New York. Yeah, wonderful lady. Yeah, Most personal a, friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had a good time. Yeah, Ty kind of held good her good hostage. Time. The commercial was fun. And what did you, you're a great actor. Okay, this yes. right into this. Can I, I have some questions? Yes, sir. <laughs> Dan. We love you. Yes. <laughs> you need to know that. For what you did for, like, Pittsburghers, mm -hmm, you're a legend. Hilarious human. I love that city. Did things your own way. Yeah. So speaking of acting, the story is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Right. You were offered an amount of money, let's say 15 bucks. We don't have to give us the actual <laughs> amount of money, but right. let's say it's 15 bucks. Or a percentage of what the film makes going forward. That's just how I've always seen it. And you said to yourself... Give me the money. What are we talking about? <laughs> and then it goes on to obviously have the success of it. Is that accurate? And did you know that Very you were going to be so Very good accurate. acting in that movie? You almost <laughs> stole the show in that thing. Yeah. Well, I actually made Jim Carrey a star because it wasn't for me. No one knew who the hell he was. <laughs> yep. so I take full credit for his career. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, we were going to do the movie at first. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to do it because I read the script, and then I got to meet Jim Carrey. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this could be a lot of fun. And it's either going to do really well or it's going to be nowhere. And uh, so they offer me a percentage of the gross. And knowing me, I didn't take it. <laughs> I, took, I took the short end cash, but that's okay. Yeah, it is absolutely yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that movie made a lot of money. It did. Well, yeah. I yeah. couldn't even. It made you were over been... $100 million. Oof. So you found Ooh, it. It, it, it was a yeah. People yeah, have told you. Still yeah, I would have yeah, done, done pretty that. good. People have said, like, hey, <laughs> Dan, just a little heads up. This could have been what it is. And, you know, that was about the glorious times of the Miami Dolphins being on top of oh the world. God. A dolphin is obviously kicking field goals and everything's sure. going. Dolphins are all the way back right now, it feels like. Your Uncle Dan in that building. Does it feel uh, like it? they're they're all the way back? You know back? what? I, 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 feel, I feel like we're on the road to uh, doing something special down the line. I mean, I felt really good about us 
you know, this year and as far as going into the season and then as the season went on and then not making excuses, but we got kind of devastated with injuries and, and uh, really took its toll on us at the end of the year. Now, you still, that's not an excuse because everybody got to play. You know, you got to play. Everybody has hurt, you know, positions that are players. And, and uh, I think we're close. It was awesome watching uh, Hard Knocks with you in there in the building with your relationship with Tua. Another Pittsburgher there, Tone Diggs. Has yeah, I have to ask because it's a regret uh, of mine going going back and uh, looking at it. Um, you ever uh, call the Steelers and say, hey, you guys really messed up uh, that I wasn't a Pittsburgh Steeler? <laughs> no, I haven't called them. But, you should. Uh, but I have. Uh, I have. I've called them many I've, times to tell I've them thought that. About, yeah, I've thought about it many times and, you know, during my career. And, and then, you know, I think it. At the time, though, it was probably the best thing that happened to me because, you know, I played four years in high school yep. right there Central. in Oakland, Central Catholic, then, you know, played at Pitt right there in Oakland. And uh, to stay, uh, to leave, I think, made me mature a lot quicker and be ready to play a lot quicker yeah. than maybe if I would have stayed in Pittsburgh. But it would have been fun. It would have been a lot of fun. You graduated with my dad and his uh, brother, Tim McAfee and Owen McAfee. Okay. Found the yearbook. You looked awesome senior year of high school. I think we actually have the I think we Second have Catholic. the photo. Oh, do you have it? Oh, it's right my. here, right here. Look at your fro, dude. Oh, look yes. at your fro. Look at oh, your... yeah, look at that baby. My dad's got a model face right below you. Yep. Robert Matthias there. The amount of Italians that were on this page, too, by called him Redbird. <laughs> Robert? Yeah, because his, his hair was completely red. You tell. So can you just, so you just dominated high school football, I assume, and then at Pitt, same exact thing? Well, we were pretty good in high school, but now they're over the last, you know, two decades, they've been really good. Like, they win state championships and and uh, play at a really high level. We we made it to the playoffs uh, pretty much all three years I was there as the, as the quarterback and uh, didn't win past the first round. So That's wild. But we were good. We were good. Yeah, I'd say, Dan, you're a fro, too. I mean, a fro. A fro. Uh, Ty, who's a member of the Vegas Golden Knights, has the last question for you here. Yeah, Dan, a lot of people talk about with the way the NFL is now. You know, if if you were to play in this era, you would throw for 7,000, 8,000 yards every single year because you were throwing for 5,000 yards when no one else was even coming close. How accurate do you think that is? And do you ever think about that? Like, oh, man, if I would have got drafted in 2,000, let's say, that I, I would probably at this point, have passed for over like 500,000 yards. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you do think about it. You know, the rules have changed and all that, but the uh, the one thing I would say is we were kind of a little bit ahead of our time going for the 5,000 yards, having Duper and Clayton and yeah. White Stevenson as, you know, our center, and, and uh, we had some really good players. And do I now think we could throw for 6,000 yards? You know, I don't have to prove it. You know, you don't have to prove it. I'd like to switch with you. You yeah. throw in this era, I want to hit in your era. <laughs> okay. You that, would be, right. that would be a good trade. Well, anyway, the, the uh, you know, I think if you don't have to prove it, you can say it. So, yeah, 6,000 yeah. yards. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. seven yeah. No thousand. Doubt. What are we even yeah. talking about? 6,500. What do you well, think? Huh? Your accuracy? We, everybody talks about your quick release. What do you think it is when you look back at your game? Why I you think learned? it's uh, something that I learned from a kid, you know, just kind of getting the ball up and out. My dad always talked about that. And having good footwork. I always jumped rope. And and, uh, and then the other thing is just what are those making, shoes good, you making had good cleats? decisions. Yeah. What are those cleats? You're, did you have those big I ones? had it because of my Achilles. Big. My yeah yeah my my right my right ankle with the Achilles it needed something inside so they put like a lift a spring in there to kind of get me on my toe. Everybody talks yeah, about the it. quick release the quick release the quick release mm -hmm. it's like well you're also putting the ball in a keyhole yeah. so quick release uh, how are you able to maintain like a powerful arm without the big wind up everybody else has? Uh, 
you know, I didn't lift a whole lot. I just lift to maintain, you know, just to maintain my flexibility and all that and have enough, you know, enough muscle to be able to take hits. You're a beast, dude. Speaking yeah. of taking hits, JJ's got some. I got a question for you. Speaking of almost champions, you speak yeah. about that. It's something that I, I have, I, people ask me, you know, how do you feel having retired without having won a championship? And we all want to win a championship, but I try and explain to people I literally got to live out my childhood dream and do something for 12 years that I dreamt about for my whole life and worked so hard for. Yep. How do you handle that if somebody asks you that question throughout your life? You know, it's the same. I mean, I, I in this time of year, too, I start thinking about, you know, I had one chance to play in it. and I was very young. I didn't play in it again. And it, it gets, it, it's something you think about. And all I could tell you is, I mean, I pretty much did everything you could do as a quarterback except... Right you know, win that Super Bowl. And uh, I, like I said, I was young. I thought I'd be back many a time, yes. you know, for sure. Like we lost that game against the 49ers. I think I was 23 years old. I'm like, well, we'll be back next year. We'll be back. We got, then the next thing you know, you know, it's 17 years in the league and you're retiring and you never got back. So hard. It's hard. It's hard. And then especially now when you, you know, you're around the atmosphere and you see uh, the quarterbacks that are playing like Mahomes and he's doing terrific. He's unbelievable. And I'm kind of pulling for Brock Purdy because he, uh, he said his dad grew up being a Marino fan. So he watched, you know, yes. 13. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, that's my guy now. He's <laughs> <laughs> definitely my guy. A great underdog story. I think you'd fit in well if he was from Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh yeah. has a long line of great quarterbacks, tough quarterbacks, resilient quarterbacks. And you talk about it like when you're 23, you get to the Super Bowl, you'll be back. The Patriots set like this ridiculous standard that people yeah. think is real for 20 years like yeah I can get back to your uh, point I was a punter obviously I was riding the coattails of that Colts team when I was 22 my rookie year we were undefeated till we chose to lose okay right. literally chose to lose the last two games then we go to the Super Bowl we lose and then two years later we're completely defeated like 0-14 seemingly took its toll and then we get injured luck and we never get back we're never even close what the Chiefs have been able to do now Mm -hmm. seems like the most similar to what the Patriots were able to do with the mental toughness and how hard the road is and how much luck you have to get do you think that continues this week or what do you think happens with the Niners okay so in my heart I'd like to see Brock Purdy win the Super Bowl, but I do think Kansas City with Mahomes. Just him, for just looking at him, I was like, this dude's not going to lose. What is that? Uh, Why do we say that? But he has it inside his competitiveness. It's inside him. He's grown up like that. He's already done it. That's a big thing, too. When you do something in sports, like I, people ask me about a two-minute drill. Well, I did it when I was younger. I did it. So you prove, you prove in your own mind you could do it. It makes it that much easier mm-hmm. the next time. So he's already won two he's been in three this is his fourth one right i mean so he's going to be very comfortable in that situation we got a massive dolphins fan in the back okay gumpy he he went six to midnight when you yep. showed up gumpy. Here. <laughs> hey gumpy gumpy you got a question for old dano pal yeah dan you're the oh, reason i'm a dolphin he's four down dan. four down there with you're the beard an, you're an absolute legend dan uh i'd love to see the dolphins get over the hump what do you think it's going to take to make a run in the playoffs we made it back-to-back years playoffs in a long time just wondering your thoughts on that yeah you know i i I was talking about this earlier i think they got to continue to grow as a team and learn from all the things this past year that happened uh felt really good going in towards the end of the year and it didn't work out for us uh but i think it's really continuing to grow continue to learn mike uh mcdaniel's offense he runs it's a it's it's a little more difficult than than you think because of all the motions and all the different tracking of the offensive linemen. So another year of that, you know, under Tua's belt, under the offense's belt, uh, will uh, go a long way. Hey, whenever you do these ad reads for companies, yeah, do you ever flub? <laughs> 
Send it. <laughs> Send it in, dude. <laughs> M&M's. The Almost Champions ring, and you can see it in Las Vegas at the M&M store. Go by and see the M&M ring. No fault. One of a kind. Send it in. Send it in. in. (laughs) You're the man. Real diamonds. Ladies ladies and (laughs) gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Dan Marino. That was fun, buddy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, as we continue here at Radio Rail. I mean, that was a dream come true. Yeah. Hey, dream come true, Dan. Good to see you, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Dream come true. Jeez. Do you ever work with him at CBS? Was he going? No, no, I did not. First time meeting him. Very excited man. Yeah, Dan. Great legend. No flubs in there. Yeah. We literally talking to Dan Marino. You saw in the middle of this entire thing, I was looking this way. <laughs> yes. Because there was a human that showed up over here who certainly commands respect and attention. Yeah. Immediately. It was upon. like a shadow, like like literally like a shadow. Me and Dan over. were talking, and then everybody's eyes just went this way. And shoulders got, like, and traps. Yeah. Just all <laughs> traps and neck and shoulders Boom. over there. The owner of maybe the most explosive play in the history yep. of the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Super Bowl champion. Legend icon. James Harrison Debo. Yeah. Hey, we don't know if your mic's on yet. Hold on. Though. We yeah, they, they, there we go. Look there at that guy. Dude, I stepped up here and they were like, Yo, are you going to say something? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. They was like, no. It's I'm like, no, I think I'll be. It was Dan Marino. We didn't know. I didn't know what to do. They gave us, they allotted us 12 minutes with Dan Marino. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to spit in his face, no, but also no, Debo no. standing right no, there. Don't do that. That's the great Dan Marino. Hell no. Yeah, but you're the great James Harrison. What are you doing? What are you, listen, what are you, go listen. ahead. You disrespected the play. It's the greatest play in Super Bowl history. <laughs> okay, not most Number explosive. One. I don't need to put another tag into no, it. No. I mean, it's explosive, but it's the greatest. Okay, all right. Okay. Okay. Let's get that right. But I'm, I'm here because, you know, uh, it's the 15th anniversary of that. So mm-hmm. I'm doing a little bit of walking around, talking, sitting down, you know, things y'all doing. What do people hey, ask? What do people ask? Go ahead. I got something for you, too. All right. Yes. I got a couple things for you. Yeah. Are you guys going to fight? I, I, don't, I think we're going to go lift together. I think we're going to go work out. No, no, no. I got, I, got, I, got, I, got the, I got the pictures for you uh, of TJ in the hospital. Yes. No, I, I tell this story all the yeah. time. Literally, people <laughs> ask me all the time about TJ. Uh, I always say James Harrison forever has my respect because TJ, everybody knows he has a uh, severe tree nut allergy, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. very oh, yeah. severe. And he, they were out to a team dinner one night. TJ somehow got contaminated. He had tree nuts, and he literally, his throat closes. He can't breathe. And Debo drove him to the hospital, stayed with him in the hospital the entire night, and made sure he was okay, brought him back home the next day. And I, I've always said, as an older brother, nobody has my respect more than that because of how he took care of him. Hero Debo! No, 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 listen. Like, so, Teammate. Like, I was scared and nervous. <laughs> And he was nervous, too. We ran straight past the ambulance. <laughs> Jumped in the uh, car, drove to a women's hospital. To McGee. get him in McGee's women's yeah. hospital. Yeah. Didn't go to the near hospital. I'm like, the only hospital I know is where the kids was at. So I, I'm going straight there. Yeah, so we. You put no, it's crazy. Back? When he has that reaction, I, I mean, got the, it is very scary. I send, I'm going to send you the picture. Yeah, he looks, cra- he looks like Will Smith in... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, yeah, oh, that would freak out. Very scary. It's and just in the air, or if he tree eats nuts. It. No, so like it could be like a little, or if something's made in the same kitchen and like the plate rubs past it. I mean, he's that's that. You told the Italy story, what, right? What ended it, up yeah, we, it, it happened to us in Italy uh, one time. It was freaky, man. He was eating calamari, and ah, they had you know how they had the nuts in there with the spicy. Yeah, yeah. And he just chewed it up. Yeah. And, no, it's crazy, man. He was nervous too, because he was young then. He he was like a rookie or maybe his second year, and he was he called me and he was like, 
Debo sat with me the whole night. It was the coolest thing ever. He was like, that guy's the man. Okay, so Debo, let's talk about that. You're a great teammate. Obviously, you epitomized the Pittsburgh Steeler way. Mm-hmm. I think Pittsburgh Steeler fans, yeah. whenever they think of Pittsburgh Steelers, they think of guys like you. They think of, obviously, the teams of the past. This team now seemed to be in the middle of a transition era, obviously. Tomlin's still in charge. You got a TJ Watt. We have no Kenny Pickett's quarterback. Right? George Pickens came on. What do you think of the Pittsburgh Steelers currently, and what should the expectations be next year? Um, the expectations should, should never change. I think the expectations has become we don't want to have a losing season. You know, and I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, throwing salt or, or you know, flayed at, flack at anybody, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, standard is to win Lombardi's. When you go into that building, it's six of them sitting there. And right now, we're not even winning a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've won a playoff game since 2016. I believe, uh, I think we lost to AFC the Patriots, AFC yeah. Championship, yeah. So, you know, I think we need to get back to what the, the, the standard of, you know, a Pittsburgh Stiller legacy the the lore you know is and the guy just splooged over here yeah yeah. No, yeah that's that's just not that's just not what it is so Tom what do you got for Debo yeah thank you for everything you did first and foremost for the city for the team uh I think there might be a strength coach opening what what about you getting back down there UPMC whipping the boys in the shape I think the culture could use it maybe a little bit yeah don't have you gained weight are we stronger where, where are we at right I, now? I, I have gained weight because I don't have to do any running anymore so I'm about 25 pounds heavier than when where, I where are you at right now I'm 295. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Don't look 295 at- right now? Oh, yeah. You don't look 295. Well, muscle, muscle, it's on my stomach. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah, fat. Oh, come on. Debo's fat. Yeah. It's crazy. It's bad. Whoa, 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 whoa. Good save. Whoa. What happened? He almost fell. Good save, boys. Good save. Leaning forward? Holy shit. Huh? Wheels went out, huh? Wheels oh, went out on, yeah. the, on the dance floor here. Debo, Definitely. I'm a little tired, not as exhausted as you are after the greatest Super Bowl play of all time. We yes. have the clip. Happy 15th anniversary. There we Kurt go. Warner obviously said, oh, we're in a good spot, aren't we? Oh, we're going to score right here before half. Oh, we're going to have all the momentum. And Debo said, give me that. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Hey, were you supposed to drop there? Yeah. I was supposed to drop. It's all. It's a max blitz. I'm supposed to run on the outside, but I got to step Larry, and tackle. Larry ran into someone on the sideline too. Yeah, third. That was a big part. Hey, he could have been. We were right here, but he missed the ball and gave Ooh. me time to cover it up. I liked the way you said that. I was certainly talking shit at Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Just saying, like you know, if, if his aim was a little bit better. I was carrying it like a loaf of bread. It would have flopped out right there. Who was trying to get the ball out of your hands? Corner, obviously, trying to get the ball out of your hands. That was Shay, man. I was fighting with him, it seemed like, for like 30 seconds. I'm like, dude, you're not getting this ball. <laughs> was there actual words being said, or was it just, uh-uh, uh-uh, go. <laughs> How long did you hit the oxygen tank after that run? Yo, I was on it for probably like five minutes. <laughs> I mean, that's All a long-ass run, man. Yeah, and then you're getting everybody congratulating yes. you, laying on you. I'm like, dude, just let me get <laughs> to the tank. Where's the ball Please. now? Where's the ball? The ball is actually with Thomas Tall, the minority yeah. owner of the Steelers. Oh, yeah. nice. He got it. He got it. He got it in an auction. It's a good person to have. Oh, he got it in an auction. Oh, yeah. So you didn't keep it. What happened? You spot. What happened to the ball? I auctioned it. Oh, you auctioned oh. it. Smart. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what you got to hear. This is what you need to realize. It's only a couple things I'm gonna hold on to, and that's my Super Bowl rings. Other than that, I did it all. So what do I need to hold on to the merchandise for? Hmm. Tell him. I got the memories. No question. 
Can't take that away. Hey, happy anniversary. Enjoy the hell out of today. Will do. Will and do. And keep leading, dude. Yeah. Y'all have a good one, baby. Hey, you got ladies and gentlemen, James. Hey, I'm going to give you this. Yeah. yeah. You going to go airdrop? Hey, he's going to go get airdrop. Yeah, you should go get pictures of your brother from the surf. Can you bump it now? Okay, yeah, hey, do the top of the, if you both have the new phone. Yeah, which, stick and touch the tips together. That's look at those two stand yeah. next to each other. Yeah, he's, look at that thing, dude. Get a shot of this. Do we have a shot of this? It's just not fair when he says he weighs 295 pounds and then shows his stomach. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I have a big gut. He's got a six-pack. It's like, okay. Hey, JJ. JJ, tell him he looks fat. <laughs> JJ, tell him he looks tell disgusting me. and sloppy. That's nice. Look at this. That's this great. This is a good moment. A great moment. This is, hey, this is Radio Row. That's a good moment. Hey. That's a good moment. That's what it's all about. Good moment. JJ, is that your first time meeting Debo since uh, I like? think it actually is, yeah. Um, they played together, but TJ, it's, it's hilarious because they're, they're really good friends, so they talk all That's the time, awesome. and they, they live in a similar place in, uh, in Pittsburgh. I was going to ask him, but um, they're, they're building a house, and apparently, you know, contractors take a little while, and Debo gets a little riled up. <laughs> oh. Man, can you imagine being no. a contractor, no way. and D you're taking a little too long going over deadline, and Debo comes up and is like, hey, let's have a conversation. <laughs> hey, we're, uh, this was supposed to be two three, two, three weeks ago. This one was supposed to be a month and a half ago. What do we got going on? Takes a shirt off. You need help? Yeah. You, need, uh, <laughs> you want me to start working here? JJ, let's talk about this Super Bowl week, because obviously you're going to be working it, yes. right? Yeah. Hey, congrats. That's Thank a big you. deal. Yeah, no. All I had to do was retire, made it to the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> should have done it a lot earlier. Almost champion, shout to M&M's. And uh, I, I didn't know if you were a part of that. Were you? Nope, you nope. were not a part of that? No. I, Why is ScarJo part of that? I was wondering that. Why not? Well, she almost get an Oscar? Or is there something? Oh, maybe it is something is like, like that. Is there like an almost is Oscar? Is she, like she nominated a bunch and not uh, probably. win or what? Always oh, bride. Oh, you should yeah, know. That's right. Uh, I don't know. Connor's mic is not, not, on. not working. Yeah, I figured not. Yeah, okay, there you go. Okay. You're back. Uh, that's... You're welcome. Uh, she's she's always a champion. <laughs> That's, That's why I don't know why she's on the almost champions campaign. But hey, it's a good get. It's a good get. Great get. Is Close Dan Marina friends too? Is yeah. Dan Marina a real boat? Huh? Yes. From yeah. the commercial, Dan Marina, where he fires oh, soccer ball to Messi, perfect right in his foot. Oh, that was from Michelob Ultra. Yeah, yeah correct. I believe yeah, it was not M&M's. Dan Marino's giving away a house right now on the internet that I've seen, right? Dream house. Really? Yep. HGTV Dream he comes, house? He comes walking out. He comes walking out the front door. Hey, I'm Dan Marino, and this house could be yours, and I love it. I yeah. What? It I absolutely love it. He's doing that. He does Michelob Ultra. He has, uh, has M&M's, obviously. Yep. He's got to make up for that loss. Looks great. Ace Ventura money. Yeah, he might have lost like 15 Guy million. Looks great. If he knows it. Oh, yeah. It was a little bit like the John Elway thing, where back with the Broncos, he could have gotten a percentage of, I think it was a percentage of the team yeah. or his contract, and he took the contract, and Ooh. percentage of the team would have been worth like 400 mil. Okay, so let's go back to you being here at the Super Bowl for CBS. Yeah. Uh, almost champion. Obviously now super champion of life. You look super cool. You're doing a kickoff show? You're doing half? What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, we got a four-hour pregame show. We got a little halftime show, and then we got the postgame show. Obviously, we've got CBS stuff going all week, but... How do you feel about the person that you work for, that you report to, making a mockery out of the game being scripted? Sean McManus. Sean McManus. CBS yeah. Sports Chairman. Your boss. That's yeah. the guy you report to. Yes, it is. He said, oh, we got the script. It's going to double overtime. Is that funny, Sean? Huh. It's not. I don't think so. Is that funny, Sean? If this game goes to double overtime, you're correct. It will be one of the greatest moments in internet history. The number Roger Goodell said is $200 million. American people watching this game. 
Have you, have you guys talked about that at CBS? Like, and when you do these production meetings, I assume those have already started and if they haven't, yeah. and whenever they get in there, if you could relay the answer to us. Are they saying like, hey guys, uh, 190 million people are gonna be watching this game, so let's make sure uh, we're pretty buttoned up, or how does that go? Yeah, no, we are definitely aware of the fact that this is gonna be such a gigantic audience. We are aware of the impact and the breadth of audience that this is gonna have, so um, all we wanna do is put on a good show. We wanna put on something entertaining, we wanna showcase Las Vegas, we wanna showcase all the fun and excitement here um, and also highlight the two incredible teams that are playing so it'll, it'll be good we're gonna have some fun yeah you are gonna have some fun always do oh how yeah much, how much do you weigh i weigh 275 you skinny Jeez. son of a bitch i'm, Look, I'm down You're about five i played i played, would have picked you up and dropped you on your head <laughs> yeah. easy and so with jay glazer i still got jay glazer right here okay jay glazer yeah. Jay Glazer. Okay, Jay. Yep, there it is. That's exactly uh, what over. happened. Yeah. Oh, you remember him and AQ? Oh, yeah. I bet these two could have a nice little Oh, yeah. We need to have oh, yeah, they should. Yeah. Hey, we need to hey, roll around together in some basements. Come on, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. go over there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jay, I feel Jay, like I'm a timeout over here. No, you're not. You are in the prime time. Oh, yeah. Time. Yeah. Prime so time. Knock yeah. out. Yeah. Hold on. We got, like, we got somebody back there that uh, we're excited to chat to, but if you see Jay Glazer, you have to ask a question. Jay. How much of what we have heard about you two fighting each other in a yeah. billionaire's basement in Arizona is real? <laughs> the billionaire part is is true. Okay, and he made it from from the weed business, correct? That's We're correct. Out there. Yep. Okay, we Whoa. didn't know that. All right, that's, 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 that's a new layer. That's a new layer. Okay, so you're in a drug lord's basement. Yes, pretty okay. much. Constantly yeah. breaking We're like, stories. We're like in Griselda's basement. Yeah, that's right. It. Okay, and you guys are in there sparring a little bit, building up a relationship. Yep, yep. And then you move back to LA. Are you still fighting places? Are you still staying in shape? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. You want to see? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> what? What? Yes. You get up. I've lost too much weight, Jay. I'm done. I know. You look good. Simpson's doing a good job with you. I'm trying. I like it. Oh, Simpson. No, hey. Oh, he is, he's a bear. He's a bear. Especially <laughs> when you got to wrestle with guys like this, and then they get all kind of sloppy and fall all over you and the man, and then, you know, oh, they rough. Just lean on them. All that. Yeah, it's terrible. Jay, you here all week? I'm here till uh, Saturday. Okay, we need you on the program, so yes. we'll get you up. Yep. We appreciate you. All right. Love you guys. Love you too, Jay. And I don't have a lisp. On, Don't look at me, Jay. Don't look at me. <laughs> Jay, it's character. That's Strahan, not me. You're killing me. <laughs> Jason, though, Glazer. It's, yeah. it's not Jay Glazer. I was going to say it's Jason Glazer, not Jason. Jay Glazer. <laughs> All right, we'll see you soon, Jay. We love you, man. Homage, Jay. Uh, joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the best businessmen uh, in the history of America. Not only the president of the UFC, but also one of the founders of the... Uh, yeah, Slap, uh, League. Slap League. Slap League, which I can't wait to get an update on. So, Paul. Friend of the program, building towards UFC 300. Ladies and gentlemen, Dana White. Yeah, Dana! Yeah! Yes. You too. How are you, brother? Great her. to see you, my friend. What's up, man? How you doing? This is this guy's town. I should have said that. Yeah, it is. The guy looks great. Dana, member of the Golden Knights. He got anointed last night. You got anointed. I could tell. Yeah, he said he could tell. You look like a player. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate if, it. If you see him just walking around, you say that guy's a member of the Golden Knights right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I... scrappy, <laughs> scrappy third liner. Yeah, yeah. You know, not not gonna get a whole bunch of minutes, but I'm gonna make the minutes count when I'm in there. <laughs> He's a goon too. Not scared to wrap it up a little bit with the boys. He was also on uh, completely blacked out and doesn't remember any of it. But he did this last night, Dana. If you ever need somebody to start a UFC event, get him on the siren. Yep. He'll go absolutely bananas up there. Uh, your city is playing host to the yeah. biggest game in the world. Obviously, last night we could feel it at the Golden Knights game. This is going to continue to build. Las Vegas feels like the perfect place to host something. Obviously, you've had a lot of success. How do you think this week pans out? Yeah, I mean, this is the greatest sports town in the world. I love this city, so I'm very biased. But, uh, you know, I was just, we were at dinner last night. We were talking about, and people can't wrap their head around this, but 
back in back in the 70s and 80s, the UNLV runner rebels were like the biggest thing in, in this city. It was like I'm telling you, it's like the, the Golden Knights now. But um, this was always meant to be a sports town. Once all the leagues got over gambling, you know. Uh, now there's, there's slot machines in the in the NFL radio row right over there. <laughs> Think about that. They were never, well, we are a blackjack table. Well, so. it's not even about that. It's about sports betting. You oh, know, sure, they, yeah. They drafting. couldn't get over the sports betting. Once that all got out, and, and, and you know, it's it's very regulated now. But when you think about if you live in another city and you're going to go to an away game, what away game are you going to? You're coming to. Let me tell you, you're not going to Cleveland, okay? You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're coming to Vegas for the away game. And it's worked out. Obviously, every sport is trying to get in here. The right. NFL has had success here with the Raiders, obviously, in the Chiefs division, so that's going to be tough. The Vegas uh, Aces. Yep. Two time yep. champions. Right. Oh, the Golden Knights, Stanley Cup champions right now. Yeah, MLB uh, A's are coming here. Yeah, yep. so it's, I mean, this is going to be the epicenter. The problem is for Vegas right now. You know, I'm sure you guys have been hearing this too. People can't fly their planes in here right now. Yeah. There's no. They need to build in a, a bigger airport. You need like to, tomorrow. Why don't you do that? Yeah. I've seen I, your office. I'm surprised you don't have an airport right outside of. Oh my. Uh, um, I I got enough stuff to do. I, last thing I need to be doing is building airports. But this city, seriously, in all seriousness, before soccer gets here, before baseball gets here, and before um, the NBA gets here, they need to build an an, an airport. A lot of space out there. Just, ASAP. Just build a couple of runways over all those dead bodies. Yeah, there. exactly. I mean, yeah. that is, that is what there's plenty of desert out there. Build a bigger airport, or one of these private companies need to come in and build a bigger private airport, but it's serious. There's plenty of hotel rooms here. There's plenty of restaurants. Everything else is here. The city isn't ready for all these planes. Dana, right, I was at the yeah, Sphere yeah. last night. I know you've talked about it. Maybe I'm out of the loop on it, but has there been any progress towards a UFC fight in the Sphere? Well, what would you think? Place insane. I mean, it's truly, yes. truly mind-boggling. What so, show did you go to? So you, I just watched like the the postcard from Earth. Like okay. The, awesome. Okay. Oh, it's, I haven't it's, seen that yet. It's fascinating. I, I saw U two. U two is what maybe. So U two is using Come this on. much of the capabilities of the sphere. Sixty thousand uh, bucks for the suite. I'm, I'm going today. This much. Sixty thousand dollars we paid for this suite. It better be a good show. Any of you is a little bit more of that sphere. Yeah. Is it U two you're going to? Yeah, it? today. Yeah. Listen, you're gonna you're gonna love it. It's okay. All right. Awesome. All right. All right. The Sphere is the star of the show. It's, it's, it's well worth going. Anybody who comes in town, you have to go to the Sphere. I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah, I want no, to check that out. But it's the closest to virtual reality I've ever... Like, okay. You feel like you are literally somewhere else. It's, it's incredible. Awesome. It's awesome. It yeah. really is awesome. That's why I went and, 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 uh, and saw the, the U2 show. And like I said, they're using this much of the capabilities. I'm going to use this much. Oh I'm going to put on the greatest live sporting event anybody has ever seen. And, and what happened was after they did the show and people started looking at it, they're like, ah, oh, this is cool for concerts, but you can't do live events here. That's so what, when, you say, we'll see. when you say you'll it. unlock more of the capabilities, what, in, in what well, terms? All right. So you're sitting here, right? Yeah. And, and, and you're watching the show. And you're watching the show in English. Yes. He's sitting in that seat. He can watch it in Spanish, French. The speakers are aimed directly at the seats. There, there's so many things yeah. that you can do. The rumble pack in the seats where like you get a <laughs> grappling exactly. session. Got the I actually, pack. Hey, hold on, Dana. I, I wouldn't mind just dabbling into the French commentary. Yeah, can I, too, hey, right? I just kind of bounce back and forth. Is this the type of person you are, though? Because I feel like this is what's going to happen to me now with the way I'm hearing the way you took in the U2 show is I'm going to be on... 
anywhere between 90 to 250 milligrams. Okay, going in there. Uh-huh. I definitely wasn't doing that, no, but... Well, I know, you're super fit and in shape now with the red light and everything. You got this guy doing it for 45 minutes yep. because you're doing it. He's a whole new human. Got me considering fasting over yeah, here. You yeah, water fasting. Fast. I've heard about this. It. But it's I'm, all legit. But I'm a big, like, whenever you go into somewhere, it's like, oh, this would be so dope to do something in here. Is that how you've always been? And that why is that why you think, like... You've yeah. continued to be able to evolve. The so business. the first thing that happened, I was blown away by the sphere when I went in there. And the first thing that happened was uh, everybody started talking about, it's great. It's an amazing experience for concerts and this and that. And then you had the people with the negative. Uh, you could never pull off a show in there and it'll be too expensive. It'll be this and that. So we're going in there during Mexican Independence Day, and I'm going to put on the greatest live event anybody's ever seen. And it's going to be um, this huge love letter to... All the all, all all of combat and combat sports throughout the history of Mexico. Some of the baddest dudes that have ever walked the face of this earth have been Mexican. And uh, on Mexican Independence Day, I'm going to deliver the craziest show anybody's ever seen. And okay, so I'm going to tell you this mean? too: a Mexican fighter in every fight. Is that what that means? Is that a- yeah? Well, there'll be yeah, there'll be tons of great Mexican fighters on there, but not everybody will be Mexican. But um, uh, w- what we're going to pull off there will never be done again. Here we go. You won't do it again? What if you, you won't want to do it again? You won't want to do like a 4th of July Nobody's going to be willing to spend the money. That That's I'm what I'm saying. How much do you, like you're willing to invest it though just to have the event to be epic yeah. is I assume what you're trying to do? As we get closer, I want to talk to you again as we get closer. We're gonna, I can lay out more of the details on this thing and, and kind of tee it up for you what we're going to do. Oh. I'm not playing around with this. I, I am going in here, guns a-blazing, and I'm going to blow everybody's mind with this event. Yeah, if you're going to have the greatest sports event of all time, we would certainly like to yeah. talk to you as we get closer like, to it. Like to <laughs> secure a, a, a ticket of admission to yeah, that. That yeah. sounds fantastic. 60000 yeah. bucks for a ticket? Is that what you're going to do with <laughs> this place? I'm, I saw the price. That's a question I have is the financial logistics of it because it's only 5,000 seats or whatever it is. Yeah. It's obviously different no, than no, 18,000. No, no, it's more than 5,000 It's 18, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, is yeah. it? 18,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, you were there. Way. This guy was on more edibles way than way me. I was floating. I was floating. Yeah, this guy's on more edibles than me, Dana. I was worried about people going to the dead concert. Like, I mean, you go in there rolling. Those are some steep, steep stairs. I mean, so true. Somebody could take a dive. I'm nervous. If they could pull it off, you know, it'd be a great show in there is Pink Floyd. Oh, God. Pink Floyd would be awesome. I mean, Dark Side of the Moon. Be on a different planet. Sounds like a pure different planet. AJ has a question for you. Are there any other venues around the world that you haven't gotten to that you want to and you just haven't been able to put it together yet? Uh, no. I mean, we've done all the big arenas in the world, and we broke most of the records in all the arenas. We're, we're number one, two, three, and five at Madison Square Garden all time. Pretty good. And, right. um, yeah, yeah th- huh? this one this one was, uh, you know, a challenge and something different, and I just love it. I love that. How hands-on are you still with the business every day? Everything? I get there at 8.30 in the morning, and I leave at 7. Still everything you did before, you're still doing now? Yeah. Eight? Well, no, no, no. I mean, in the earlier days... When we first started, you know, I was in budget meetings three times a week. I don't go near budget meetings anymore. I don't, I, uh, you know, I. Well, they're trying to kick out the Sphere show for sure. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, our CFO doesn't like the Sphere, but uh, I do. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I do the stuff that I still love to do. I, I do the fun stuff. Okay, before a couple UFC questions and, sla- how's Slap? We still slapping? Slapping. Friday, this Friday, man. Friday, it's our first time out of the Apex, sold out at Durango Station, and uh, yeah. You sold out a, uh, a re- what is Durango no, we're, we're, we're over there in their ballroom. So we did VIP packages. $300,000 gate this weekend for this power slap. Wow. <laughs> People slapping Holy each other. Hell. Love it. Uh, let's talk about your body. 
Brecca? This is the Brecca thing? Yeah. Dude, you're crushing it. You look at you seem like you have more energy, you're more happy, you're more healthy. Are I'm you- telling you, man, and as this guy starts to get more popular, let me just say this to you people. As this guy starts to get more popular, Hell yeah. you got guys out there trying to debunk him. You know when you get success? <laughs> Nobody's telling you to do this. Go see your doctor. Good luck to you. Knock yourself out. <laughs> but this guy is incredible. I, th- I called this hippie stuff two years ago. I didn't believe in any of this crap. And uh, I'm all in on this thing now. I carve out two hours of my day every morning, and I religiously do this. Uh, this guy's changed so many lives. So many people that are in my life, he's changed their lives over the last two years. So, If you can only pick one of the modalities, whatever it is, which one are you modalities. picking? Brady, Brady asked me that same question. It's hilarious that you asked yeah, me. It's exactly what he asked same. me. Yeah, same. And, and, and it's, it, it, it's not. You can't just do... And if I had to pick one, if you say you have to pick one, I'd say the cold plunge. Because the thing saw, I'm thinking about is like the, the everyday worker who's got to get up, go to work and everything, but they only have a limited amount of time or a limited amount of funds. They can't afford it all. So you think the cold plunge is the one that you go with? At the level that you guys have performed at in your careers, you had to be cold plunging back then. Did, did you guys cold plunge? Yes, but the difference that has changed in the last four or five years is we would cold plunge for 15 minutes after practice. Immediately. Right? Now it's being told that that's the wrong thing to do because it slows down the recovery process. You're supposed to do it first thing in the morning. You're supposed to right. do it as a primer. But but I love it. You were doing it's, it's, yes. it's complete. Look at you, dude. Hey, Dana, look at you. Wow. On the big How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? I'm 54. Let's go, dude. You should be proud, man. I'm 36. I'm not going to make it to 54, but I was watching you do that entire thing and, I, you know, I'm seeing everybody do it. You know, it started with... Uh, Wim, Wim Hof started the whole thing. It was yep. kind of on the internet. It was a slow starter. And I was a cold tub guy immediately afterwards. I thought it made my legs fresher. Yep. So I thought it mentally tougher I could do it. But it does seem like it's really changing lives. This guy is a human that we look... He, this dude has lost like 100 pounds seemingly. He does that red light therapy yep. as, a, as an asshole in front of everybody. He'll hold <laughs> this thing up right on his face. He does it all. Also, he uh, he fights Jay Glazer in a uh, drug dealer's basement. Big MMA fan. He has a question for you. Go ahead, AQ. Yeah, one thing I always find fascinating, right? You got champion cards on every single fight right and so the the biggest question i have is what gives what makes you uh like max holloway right like he's automatically going to get a rematch right sean strickland hasn't been announced yet right like who knows if he's going to get an automatic rematch what makes when a champion loses you give the rematch versus not that's a good question so basically it depends on the fight right two things a guy how dominant has he been uh we did it with kamara uzman kamara uzman one of the most dominant champions we've ever had. So when he loses the title, you have to give him a rematch. It's just yeah. out of respect. You know, the guy has taken every fight you've ever asked him to take, dominated. I mean, Kamaru Usman was going through guys. It was the second time of beating them. So when he loses, you give him an immediate. It depends. And Max Holloway's same type of guy. Max Holloway fought everybody, defended against everybody, and, uh, you know, still continues to be one of the best in the world. Um, yeah, so just... I'm a mark. Conor McGregor's fighting Chandler. Uh, eventually, yeah. Hopefully this year. No, I heard. I heard we got a date. We didn't have a date. Chandler's pushing for a date. People are pushing for a date. Conor said he knows a date. Everybody has a date. You're the guy that got to set the date. You should say the date. Uh, there is no date. Come on! Boy, I'm, 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 I'm hoping for. Uh, I'm hoping for uh, the fall. We get it done in the fall. Okay, so is that for? And when are you playing blackjack with me? As soon as I possible. Thought we were playing, dude. My you life. Doing Friday night. Playing blackjack with you, dude. Boom. So Friday night after Power Slap, we have a huge big, uh, we got all the boys out. All the boys that, you know. Watching Taylor. I don't want to throw, how about Taylor? Taylor? He was up 100, lost 30, still up 70, I think because of you. Oh, he's up 700. 
Excuse me. What? Bill Lamar is up seven hundred thousand dollars. I, I, I would like to be yes. part of this. Ooh. He's up seven hundred thousand this you know, week. I, I, listen, I haven't said this okay publicly because I am massive fan of Taylor and Will, like legit huge fans, and I think they're friends of pregnant. Will was literally Will was sitting here just a couple of days during the FaceTime. You offered us to go play blackjack with you, yeah. like years ago. Yeah. And haven't been able to find time. Okay, we work over here. Yeah, you're a little busy. So, so then I'm watching Taylor win hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm like, that was supposed to be us. I've what the here. hell? We were supposed to be in that room it was winning. Supposed to be you. We were supposed to win hundreds of thousands of dollars. We were supposed to be in that room. I'm happy watching Taylor do it. So you know, Will finally dove in on this trip, and and you know, Will plays at a much lower level. Will's up thirty thousand this trip. Jeez. Let's go. What wow. is happening? Let's go. So what do you do? Is this part of the Breca plan? Is this? <laughs> No, yeah. is, this, uh, is this a two-hour meditation? The record plan lets me stay up later <laughs> and gamble. So this is not this is not abnormal though. You've been kicked out of casinos. This is like a storied thing. You got like a title, a championship belt uh, yeah. because you beat a casino. You just know the twenty-one thing. You can count them. No, no, no. I don't, I, I don't count. I don't do any of that stuff. But yeah, I, I play, and I play very aggressively. So I, I go in and, and and I I go for give me the highest limits that you can give me. I mean. We haven't done it yet, but Bellagio just gave me a hundred thousand a hand and two hundred thousand on the table. So how, you'll sit so down I with ten play, million. I could play one at a hundred thousand, and then on the table there can be two hundred thousand for one hand. So you're sitting down with ten million dollars there. Well, yeah, but you, you take it in credit. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, credit. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, that's. The and type. you play a hundred percent by the book, uh, or you you going off the field? Uh, I play, got you know. You play, yeah. So we're got little, little book. Yeah. Depends on how the night is going. 16, 17. You're playing it how you feel. You're not doing like a full on. This is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, well, you play by the rules unless the cards are get a little goofy. Then you kind of go with your gut. You do some unconventional things sometimes. And we're doubling down as much as possible. Here's the thing with me. I want the highest limits that I can possibly play. And I live here. I'm not flying back to, you know, Indianapolis or wherever. I, I, I'm Whoa. playing. I'm playing. And if I win two hands at $100,000, I'm leaving. Yeah, that's, that's why they don't like me. Mm. That's why they don't kind of like my play. So some places will take me and some places won't. Because I'll leave with 200000 Well, Taylor will leave with 700000 seems like. I beat Caesars Palace for 320000 last night. No big deal. How long? What? How long did you play? What day is it? Tuesday? Ten minutes. That's it? <laughs> that was a Tuesday? Ten minutes? Huh? Yeah, they want you to stay and dump it back to them, right? 100%. That was a Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Just sit down. How you doing? Can I get a 10 million credit, please? Thanks. Two hands, three hands, 20. I see. Enough with the credit. Yeah. You know who I was out with? I ran into Puka last night. Puka was in there playing. Hey, he's got a huge head. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I don't think that rookie contract's allowing the 325 grand. No, he, he's, he was playing much much lower <laughs> limits. Did you see this guy with your face on his uh, shirt? Who? He's, uh, no. Oh, sh yeah, I see it now. Weapon. You're like a celebrity oh, yeah. now. I don't know about that. You are. Oh, yeah. oh, you yeah. are a celebrity. No, I'd say. And do you feel, um, okay, we were kind of caught up in this, and you were caught up in that uh, immediately afterwards because Sean Strickland, you know, in his press conference, yep. Aaron on our show with uh, how he feels, you know, and you said freedom of speech, brother. Like, that is a real thing that I think a lot of us believe in. Whenever, how do you feel as that's all happening? Like, as Sean's up there, you know there's going to be a wave of... Yeah. Shit coming. And, and, you know and, that's coming. And I had, a, uh, you know, I was saying, I just didn't. Not that it's right, by the I way. I did a podcast right. and somebody was asking me about it. I said, when I said I didn't believe in 95% of what he said, I was talking about 95% of what he said up there. You know, obviously, the two girls that were in the co-main event, he said horrible things about them, which is, you know, there's no need for that. They've never done anything to him. 
you know, but this is what he does. But at the end of the day, he's entitled to his own opinion, and he can say whatever he wants to say. You can agree with him or not agree with him, um, but he's allowed to say what he wants. Your your relationship, though, with the media and the way you guys have handled everything, so just like, this is how we're doing it. Do not care. Keep it moving. Feels like you and the media are a better relationship now. I, don't, I wouldn't say that. Huh? Yeah. I wouldn't right? say that. Coming together? Uncle Dana? No, no, no. It's, listen, you know what? If you notice... I really haven't been doing any media. I do podcasts, man. I'll do podcasts. I'll come hang with you. You know, lots of this is lots of people. Oh, sorry, <laughs> lots of people want to talk to you because you're not the media. Um, you know, you're not coming on podcasts and people that you want to have open discussions with. There's not any gotcha moments. There's no. There's no um, agendas. You know, there, there, there's no uh, clickbait and and, uh, and all the. All the bullshit that goes on with the media. The media, yeah. the media right now, the two of the hatest, most hated people in this country right now are the politicians and the media. Yep. Right? Are you getting into that? Politics? Hell no. Hell no. You are, though, kind of. I'm not. Everybody thinks right. I am. My, my relationship with Trump is a 20-year relationship. I've been friends with this guy for 20 years. And when he shows up to the fights, this isn't something that's whatever. The guy's a fight fan. He's been a fight fan. The first fight... When we first bought the UFC, this is impossible for people to wrap their heads around. Now, venues didn't want us. Now, you're one, you're just, one of you guys just asked me about venues. We've been to all the biggest venues in the world. We broke all the records. Venues didn't want us when we started. Trump called and said, come to the Trump Taj Mahal. We'd love to have you. you know, and that's what started this 20-something year relationship. That, that was a follow-up I was going to have there, though, because have you ever had to play the politics to get licenses, to get opportunities in certain places where you couldn't? Because there has to be something there, yeah, right? Well, we, It's all about politics for us. Uh, so when I go into a state, the governor of the state de determines whether I get a license or not right. to put on fights. So we've always been... You know, playing the political game. Um, what do you have to do? As you have far to as with politics, them? people think I'm some like crazy conservative. I'm not. I'm right down the middle, and I'm for common sense. Okay. Yep. There's lunatics on this side, and there's lunatics on this side. Amen. And I'm right down the middle. Amen. I want Amen. common sense, and uh, I'm I'm done. I'm done with all the bullshit. Yeah, I think I'm we all. Done. Are. I think everybody with a brain is done. You know, that yep. seems to be the part. I got canceled by both sides in one week. Exactly. MSNBC on a Monday, Fox News on a Tuesday, and we're live on Wednesday. Yeah. It was wild. And all the people from both sides were saying the same thing. Like Shane Gillis right now. I assume he's getting the same exact yep. both kind sides. of world right now. Yep. And it's like, it is wild. I think the majority of us, though, and it feels like a time like this hasn't happened in a while since I'm only 36 years old. Feels like a majority of people are sick of the bullshit. Feels like it. 100%. Yeah. I feel, it, does, it does feel like it. I, we have differences. We are going to disagree, but it 100%. feels like and I have aligned myself with people that I want to be with. People that I want to sit down and have conversations with. People that I want to promote this with. People that I want to promote that. I don't care if a media member ever shows up to any of my events ever again. I could care less. Don't need them. I, I don't care. All right, so your relationship's still good. Awesome. Yeah, still good with media. What's next? What, uh, what are we looking forward to? Obviously, Friday night, massive for... Friday night's power slap. Saturday's UFC, and Sunday is the Super Bowl. What do we got UFC Saturday? I, I should have done more research for this. Yeah, we're, we're, we're at, the, uh, at the Apex. Let's Joe Pfeiffer. I don't know if you guys remember Joe Pfeiffer from the, uh, from the Contender Series. Um, broke his arm, fighting in the Contender Series, came back, had no money. You know, the, the, the whole down-and-out story comes in uh, after he heals, wins, and has been on this unbelievable winning streak. He's taking on Jack Hermanson on Saturday night. Should be an awesome fight. It's the main event. 
uh, on Saturday. Uh, so if any of you guys want to come, you're more than welcome. And if you want to see Power Slap, you're absolutely nuts if you don't come to it. It's one of the funnest live events you will ever go to. That's what everybody says. And we're trying to I'm live telling through, you. through Taylor and Wills. I mean, the humans that are signing up for that. I think I've met a yeah. lot of them <laughs> yeah. throughout Dude. my life out there. They all think they're the toughest. Yeah. And then I, I imagine there's some regret. You know, I imagine, oh, yeah. I imagine there's some regret up well, there. Well, these guys, if you look at Power Slap, right, this thing's like a year and three, three weeks old when we started this thing. The guy, Wolverine, who's the, looked at the best in the world right now, um, you know, this guy's paid off his house, paid off his cars. I mean, these guys were it's doing It's a professional this sport. They yeah. were doing it for free. Yeah. Now they're making real money, and, uh, it's, you know, it's changed a lot of these guys' lives. Who has the greatest UFC walkout of all time? McGregor. Yeah, it's got to be. Without a doubt. Uh, Sinead O'Connor? Uh, when's he fighting? 100%. With Sinead live? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah when's he fighting? Uh, <laughs> What's the date? Got, got a date on that? Can we see it again? <laughs> Love to see it again sometime. Hey, Chandler, obviously we know Chandler. Yep. Just, I'm excited for the build-up of that, how that's going to get. I mean, it's obviously Me already been happening. Me I mean, too. I, do you, do you kind of try to, obviously the promotion, it's Connor, so it's going to go regardless. But when you're putting fights together, do you think about the promotion, how the story's going to go, and how one person shit talks or handles fights versus how somebody else does? Well, well there's a storyline to every fight, and we lay out, you know, basically what that is. Um, but when you think about it, I mean, this year, we, we got Anaheim. We got Super Bowl stuff going on this weekend. We got Anaheim, which is a great card, next week. We got uh, UFC 300 coming up. We got International Fight Week. We have the big show at the, uh, at the Sphere that we're talking about. Uh, Mexican Independence Day. Yeah. And, and we're going back to Abu Dhabi in October. We, we got, and, and Connor will fight this year. So it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a fun year. Yeah, it will. It will be a fun year. Yeah. We appreciate you, man. Likewise. 320000 bucks on a Tuesday in Blackjack. Mm. Are you playing tonight? Yeah, you? I play every night. Wait, you just walk into a place? Yeah, a, yes, I play every night. So so are you Are you coming tonight? Where are we? What where? time you got to be up tomorrow? You look like you haven't slept in four days. Well, I actually haven't. Yeah, Monday, I haven't. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's, it's a good yeah. call. And it's I'm a rough high, week. And I'm pretty high right now, too. The, uh, so whatever you're talking about, Monday Night Raw, right back to Indianapolis, right to last night's Las Vegas Golden Knights game. Yep. And we... We actually, uh, he, he was a member of the team, yeah. so we were there afterwards, afterwards skate, the whole thing. Did you yeah. wrestle at Raw, too? Uh, just talk, just talk yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. TKO, by the way, you guys, you guys basically run a monopoly on running arenas. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Don't use the monopoly word with me, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You're actually at that. Yeah. Point, Sorry, you're right. I didn't mean that. You guys are running a... Uh, a hell of a uh, yeah. enterprise. Hell of a, yeah, 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 yeah. Business. Uh, yeah, great business. You got a cold tub set up here? I mean, they'll do the gambling. I'll do the cold tub. I'll yeah, come for the Brecca morning. I got to come over. I'm telling you right now, if you want to play, I'll have a cold plunge right next to the table. You guys oh. can all cold plunge. There you go. What time is the Brecca morning start for you here local? Uh, 8.30. You can come to my gym and do it. Uh, you, you can come over and work out of my place. All right, tomorrow morning. We got the cold plunge, the red light therapy. We got the oxygen. We got this everything. tomorrow morning we're doing this? I'll do that shit tomorrow morning. Yeah, Done. me too. Done. You got my number, right? No. <laughs> you don't have my number? No, dude. Yeah, thanks. What the hell? <laughs> All right. That guy's got your face on his shirt, though. I mean, he's got my number. Great head of hair. I'll give you my number and pass it around if yeah. you guys want to come work. All right, tomorrow morning. Yeah. We're yeah. Yeah. Gym. Oh. I'm doing Damn. a Brecca morning more. See and you if there. you want to play blackjack with me and Taylor and everybody. Come. Tonight? Yeah, tonight. Okay, we'll be in. We're coming fresh out of a $60,000 suite for you two. Done. That better be fucking good. Well, all right, so here's the deal. Better. All right, all right. You'll win $60,000 a night to pay for the suite. Oh, oh shit. Deal? Deal. How much right. am I bringing? How much do I got to come with? 
Nothing. You just get. We'll give you credit. You get the credit line over there, and we'll get you credit going, and we'll. Sweet. Can't wait. <laughs> we'll uh, knock out. So tomorrow, <laughs> when you do your show tomorrow, yeah, I want to see the sixty thousand sitting right on the table. All right, sweet. Can't wait. Right to- on your blackjack table here. Can't wait to get robbed. Yep. <laughs> That's gonna be great. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the greatest business moguls America has ever created, president of the UFC, founder of Slapley. Is that founder? Yeah, I'm say that. All right. What other words should I use to describe you? I don't know. Entrepreneur. God of Slap League. Uh, incredibly fit. Great shoe game. Yeah. Great, great shoe, shoe game. game. Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Heart. Yeah. yeah. Ladies. My God. Ladies and gentlemen, Dana White. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you, dude, so much. The big game is here. The stakes are higher than ever, and there's no better way to turn that big game energy into 100 times your money than prize picks. Here's how it works. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their stat projections, and place your entry. It's that easy. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what makes prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Get in the lab and cook up your winning entry. PrizePix even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay live, even if one of your players leaves mid-game. Join the PrizePix community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100 when you download the PrizePix app and use code TPMS. That's code TPMS on PrizePix for a first deposit match of up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Sports. Okay, at least you yeah. ad-libbed a little bit. That's J.J. Watt, future first hammer. A.J. Hawk is here, the all-time leading tackler Ooh. for the Green Bay Packers. One half of the hammer, Don Cowboys, Tone Diggs is here. And the Toxic Table joins us on a love seat. One man who has an incredible wolf shirt on that he's been holding in the closet for this particular day at Boston. Connor, how you doing, pal? Fantastic. It's incredible. I mean, J.J. Watt in the flesh, much skinnier than I would have thought. He kind of comes across through the FaceTime as a truly strapping lad. A little more put together. A little slender. You chose yeah. a seat four seats away from me for a reason. I so know. let's not act like you're like uh, some tough guy over here. Yeah, I'm you got not, your Ty Domi. You got Ty Domi over there <laughs> yeah. enforcing. Yeah, exactly. I'm not yeah. Speaking of, member of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, Ty right. Schmidt. Stick taps for you, pal. Yeah, 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 your bedazzled uh, jersey over there. What would you say? Your bedazzled jersey. It looks great. It's authentic, uh, right? Defending st- who, who are you a fan of? Uh, exactly. You don't got it. T- I grew up. I, I have, I'm a terrible hockey fan because I grew up uh, when I was young. I grew up in Wisconsin. We don't have a team. Sure. So uh, we had the Blackhawks and the Red Wings. So I was a Chris Chelios fan. So big Hawks fan. Sure. Then he went to the Red Wings. I'm also a Red Wings fan. So oh. can't be a fan. Oh. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not even a hockey fan. I was 12 years old. Yeah, I was 12 yeah, years old. You're not a hockey fan. I didn't, have, I didn't have a fucking team either. But the day the Golden Knights decided to become a franchise, I said, here we fucking go, boys. That's my fucking team. And I've been a fan since day one, since the inception of the franchise. And yeah, I Why? Just, why have you been a fan from day one, though? Because why not? <laughs> There's blood. You just literally decided, like, the day they were mm-hmm. inceptivized, you were like, I'm going to be on board. I am no. absolutely on yes. board. Yes. He, he knew what the barn was going to be like. He knew what the, the makeup barn. of the team. Who was the, the goalie? Barn in the Who was the goalie? No, it's not. Don't get into the barn, because the not. barn is not what the What do you mean? I heard it's amazing. It's it, the weakest barn in the league. No. I mean, there were more Oilers fans last night there. It's fucking Super Bowl week, dude. What are you talking about? If it's the toughest barn in the league, like you claim, it's night in and night out. They don't have, oh, every now and then, there's other fans. Did they do the 
medieval times. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the Golden Knight won, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. There was a chance that the Golden Knight would lose before the puck drop, but Golden Knight sliced off the head of the other person. Obviously. Oh. Then he sent it right up to the castle. Ty breaks the siren, really lights that place into a playoff-like atmosphere, the boys said afterwards, Ty. Yeah, I mean, it was a playoff-like yeah. atmosphere. You know, people are saying Edmonton's <laughs> the best fucking team in, in the league. Okay. 16-game win streak. Yeah, trying to, to go set a record. We shoved it. Ty, who was the Golden Knights goalie when they won the cup? Aiden Hill. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh. How about I fucking smack those fake dentures out of your mouth? <laughs> Jesus. This guy. Unbelievable. How about Aiden Hill last night? He got the restart. He did. Aiden Hill was standing on his head last night. Wasn't it Flower? No, oh, he got traded. They, they last won two cups. Yeah, he got traded away. He got traded. I know, but I thought he was on for the first cup. They, 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 they got, won, they got yeah. beat in the yeah. finals. Was that year Look at one? That. That's yeah, a, you've that's already a, proven you're not a, a hockey that's fan. That's a smack right yeah. in your own yeah. face. Yeah. That's a... Yeah, you set yourself up. Round one. Joining you, us now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, his man is about to be a free agent. Ooh. But he's played for America's team yep. for the last few years and obviously made a prominent name for himself here for Ascent Protein. Oh, uh, yeah. Ascent Protein. Right to the top. As if you're ascending, yeah. yep. you see, in life, like this man. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Pollard. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, good to see you, pal. Love the ascent. Man. Great gear. Wow. Love the ascent. Head to toe. Let's go put that on you. Good coloring. Great work, Kelton, by the way. Kelton is Thank you, Cowboys. Kelton doing uh, his work. He's a huge Cowboys fan. I guess he just lost his mind. Tony, obviously, the last few years have been with the Dallas Cowboy in ascension into superstardom. Now you're with Ascent Protein. What do we do? We make shakes with this stuff? Yeah, um, I partner with Ascent um, Spring 2023. You know, they have a lot of different protein options. They got post-workout protein. They got pre-workout proteins. They got oh, yeah. plant-based protein. Oh, right. Yeah, they got a lot of different flavors. Uh, my favorite would probably be the chocolate. Um, post-workout mm -hmm. and the vanilla bean and the uh, pre-workout would be the strawberry lemonade. Oh, the, well, the pre-workout protein, well, they got a little little pick-me-up in there too, a little booster in there? Yes, indeed. Okay, so uh, speaking of booster, whenever you and Zeke were in the backfield, mm -hmm. your name came out. This guy caught the ball. He's fast. He was explosive. Right. He was doing everything. Become the guy this past year. Obviously, offense becomes what it is. How do you feel about the last couple years with Dallas? How do you feel about where your career is right now? And what do you think about the future? Just kind of a, a state of Tony Pollard at this moment. Um, I mean, and I'm feeling good, actually, um, especially not having to deal with, you know, any injuries from the from the season, not having to uh, worry about recovery or treatment or things like that. So me coming in this year, I feel like I'm already a step ahead of where I was last year and just not having to worry about getting my body back into shape, getting my body back to where it could run and and function like how it normally does. So Yeah, have, having a healthy offseason is obviously a massive advantage. AJ has a question for you, too. Now, I know uh, your guys' defensive coordinator obviously got the head coaching gig in Washington. I think you guys are still going through the process, right, of figuring out who that D.C. might be. When you, got, when you face that defense, you guys have stars everywhere you look. What do you think? What do you look for them for next year, and who do you think they might bring in? Um, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> See, I hadn't been on social media, like, <laughs> I kind of I got rid of Ooh. Instagram like midway through the season. How come? How come? Too much people being negative? I mean, being a, a cowboy, you just have to find ways to keep your mental on point, you know? Yeah, keep the noise out. Yeah. Did you just find out you lost your defensive coordinator? I just found out right now. Oh, hey, he's the congratulations. Newsbreaker. Yeah, he's the Newsbreaker. Dan yeah. Quinn's the head coach of Washington Dan Commanders. Dan Quinn, head coach, Washington Commanders. Backwards hat show. How's he going to do? Yeah. I mean, I'm... I don't doubt Dan Quinn at all and whatever he's done, head coaching, defensing, 
defensive coordinator, whatever it is. You know, he's he's gonna find a way to get the the most out of the guys that he coaches. You know, he has a, a he does a great job. You know, just being relatable to the guys and you know just being there for him. He's going to be a free agent, obviously, so uh-huh. he has his own business to figure out. That's hilarious to think though, that you yeah. have no idea that Dan Quinn is on the. Hey, do you just so what? We're off the grid. Good we are off you. the grid. We're working out. That is incredible. We read books. We're not even on. What, what are we? What are we? Um, I mean, I'm more present in the house. Um, play around with my kids. Um, watch TV. Watch movies a lot. Um, I like the. I'm big on UFC. You know, that's, okay. that's my game that I play. Yeah. You see, Dana just came. I, I just seen him. That's why I was, it was just a coincidence. Yeah, well, you not knowing that's happened is awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's incredible. Touche to you. Seriously, that's an yeah. impressive level of presentness in the world to uh-huh. be able to be that yeah. in the know. You think Al Harris has a chance to get the job, defense coordinator? I could see that. <laughs> I can see that. Do you have uh, much interaction with defense side of the ball uh, like this past couple of years? How tight was that close. Dallas Cowboys team? How tight was it? close with the defense. Um, I feel like the whole team, for the most part, is, you know, good with each other. Offense, defense, like offensive line, D-line, like, believe it or not, they get along when they're not on the field. It's hard, right, because Dallas Cowboys, you just said, whenever you're Dallas Cowboys, try to keep your mental right, because I mean, Stephen A. Smith is leading. He had the yeah. biggest numbers he's ever had after you guys lost, because everybody was just expecting him to cook everybody on your team, and obviously Dak Prescott and everything. It's been how the Cowboys have been for a long time, and a lot of people wonder, like, can you win with your the Dallas Cowboys, with all the scrutiny, with the spotlight, with the primetime every single weekend, with the amount of names and egos and everything, and personalities that are brought in there how does the team handle it you're, you're saying it's a tight group like do you you have to take a special um, person to be a cowboy i assume is that is that a real thought you definitely have to be a professional um you know once you become a cowboy you have to learn to you know block out the noise you know they're gonna times two whatever it is you're doing whether it's good or bad you could have a good game they're gonna say you should be mvp you could have a bad game they're gonna say you shouldn't be in the league like you gotta know like to block it out and just stay neutral and like, this your job at the end of the day, so, like, you can't let what them, what the people are saying affect you. Tom Diggs has a question for you, Tom. Yeah, so now that you uh, got the franchise tag last year, going to be a free agent this year, do you know what you're looking for in free agency as far as a team? Is it, is it the contract? Is it a chance to win the Super Bowl? Is it a little bit mixture of both? What are you looking for? And what are you hearing from yeah. people? Um, I would say a little bit of a mixture of everything, and um, it's kind of hard to answer that right now. You want know, all the money in the world. Still being, yeah. yeah, you want to win all the money in the world. I feel like you can say that for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You deserve uh-huh. it too, Tony. Just, um, yeah, with the situation right now, the season's still going on. It's kind of hard to judge how yeah. agency's going to play out. So I say after the Super Bowl and things get to going, we'll have a better a more better understanding. Yeah. We can't wait to watch what happens with you. We appreciate you introducing a scent protein into our life. I assume it's good. JJ, you use this stuff? Um, I use protein. I do. Have not tried a scent. Might have to. They got a vegan uh, one in here, right? Huh? Plant based? Is that a vegan one? I don't I don't mind the the animal. The beef. I don't mind the animal. You like beef. You do the animal one? I do the animal. You do the animal one. Yeah, a little way. Get a little way Other big life. beef guy. Yeah, I love beef. Yes. Love beef he loves he loves Texas. beef. He loves beef. Down yeah. there in Texas. This guy's you know? playing UFC video games. He's eating beef. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Come on. Got to. Tony, you're a superstar, buddy. Incredibly explosive and athletic, and your helmet looked awesome. We're showing some highlights of you right here behind you. Your helmet is awesome. You love the way that thing feels because AJ makes fun of all the new helmets. It's, it's so much lighter than, like, the average helmet. Like, if you hold the regular helmet and hold that one, you'd be like, you'll see why. 
Oh, it's much better. Much better. And oh. then, like it. Huh, AJ. Those new ones where I they like, mold it to I your like, head, they like you don't. You almost like having the helmet on. Yeah. So much more comfortable. It, it took me way too long to transition. I, I held on to my old one for so long. My last year, I finally switched to the new one. They are extremely comfortable. What you have a Rydell beforehand? Yeah, I had like the old school one because I was like, I'm, I'm a, grandfothered a in with no, the old it's ones. Rydell. It's not that. It's called a Rydell. Yep. The riddle. Tony, what do you call a helmet that's made by a company that's spelled R I D D E L O? I feel like it depends on the moment. Some people Probably sometimes riddle. may call it riddle. Who okay, so you have had Some you have heard humans call it, it Riddell. You've heard people call it Riddell. Yeah. Wow. Bro, wow. Crazy. Tony, me and you, two pieces of pot, bro. <laughs> yeah, it really feels like you come, to Sim come, come to New England. Come to New England. Come play for the Patriots. Hey, we appreciate the hell out of you, man. Good luck with everything this offseason, and thanks for stopping by. Yes, right. sir. I appreciate you having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Pollard. Thank you. Yeah, Tony. Yeah. 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 taps. Shout out to the boys. Stick taps. I'll take care Here we go, boys. Thank you, boss, man. Hell yeah. Tony Pollard. Thank you, Good to see you, brother. Tony, man. Good luck to you, man. Have a good one, buddy. Thanks, man. Good luck. Uh, you didn't have, JJ, yeah, so you yeah, switched your, your last year was it when you wore the Love new age helmet. Yeah, I wore the new one. It was awesome. How did it feel hitting people? Great. It, it, it is so, this guy's got like, it is, every single helmet is literally designed exactly for your head. Oh. And uh, it truly was. Like, there were days of practice where I just left my helmet on between drills and between stuff because I was like, this is actually really comfortable, which, as you know, the old ones, I mean, just right here, just crush your skull. Oh, yeah. I that like was that. wild. Well, I mean, Breaking news journalist, Al yeah. Hawk. Yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> that was crazy. That was AQ. I don't know if you're able to mm. hear that. Yep. Dude had no clue that Dan I don't, Quinn I don't was know. no longer with the Cowboys. I have no idea how that happened. That was day and age. unbelievable. It's off the grid. You got to respect it. I, I, I do respect TV it. I wish I could do that. Other stuff. The radio row is starting to fill in. Yes. As we have done our program here. This is me on the ones and twos here with the, the PTZ. At the beginning of the program, all you saw was pillar, 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 and some Bruce, Bruce. you know tables that are built. And uh, now we got humans <laughs> everywhere. Bruce and we got Bruce Brown making an appearance. Strapping Obviously, out. we're appreciative of that. Filling in. Cameraman, I think we met him in Alabama, uh, Texas, maybe. Good to see him. Fantastic shot. But this is going to be an electrifying week, and J.J. Watt's going to be on the coverage live from the field. J.J., haven't got a chance to really get your take on Peyton Manning telling us last week he thinks it's going to be a high-scoring affair. High-scoring affair. Even though both defenses are obviously what have been kind of uh, the name for the teams this year. Even though Packers lines ran over the Niners, what everybody wants to talk about. Yep. And Pacheco has certainly got the ball 20, 25 times in a game before, and they become a running team. Uh -huh. But do you think it's going to be a high-scoring one? Do you think defenses show up? What are your thoughts on how the game Um I personally don't. I personally think it's low-scoring, so I'll go against Peyton. Also makes good content. Um, I think – I, I mean, I think the defenses are great, and I think one of the keys – and I think you watched that Chiefs versus Ravens game last week or two weeks ago, and – the first drive of the game, the Chiefs had an incredible drive, came out strong. But the rest of the game, they were mitiga mitigating risk. They weren't doing anything to give the game away or to make mistakes. And they kind of tried to let the Ravens make those mistakes. I think that that's kind of the key for success in two teams that are so successful and so strong. It's who's going to make that mistake first. So I do think some of that minimization of mistakes combined with the great defenses that are in this game might keep it a little bit lower scoring. Well, and how about Brock Purdy? I remember you said the kid stinks because he was drafted last. Yep. He has oh, a chance yeah. now to prove yeah. everything. Everybody wrong in front of potentially 200 million uh, people, JJ. No, Brock Purdy is awesome. He's a great quarterback. We should be celebrating him as an incredible story. He, I mean, it's literally a Hollywood movie. If you wrote it, you wouldn't believe it. Yet somehow we all still hate him. I think he's going to have a great game. Uh, was We had a chance to do some interviews earlier in the week. I interviewed Christian McCafferty, and I watched Boomer interview Brock. And just sitting there listening to him, talking to him, having some conversations before Boomer. and after. 
Sooner? Hardest working man in America. Um, oh, they just had Randy Moss. They, they just had Randy Moss. Uh, Randy yeah. Moss. Randy Boomer. Moss thing. Um, but it was fascinating. Brock Brock's just a true great down to earth kid, and so it's wild like to see all the outside stuff, and then you you're sitting there talking to him, you're like, why the hell would anybody hate on this? Guy? What did Boomer ask him? He said, hey, you got a work ethic that doesn't quit. What 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 were some of Boomer's? <laughs> I can't I can't well, ruin. Got to tune in. Tune in to they CBS. When when on Sunday? I gotta uh, wait yes, till Sunday CBS to hear Boomer and Brock Purdy. Yes. I, I don't uh, got time. I want to no. listen now. Uh, right now. I mean, is Tony gonna join you guys at all for that four hour pregame? Yes. Imagine he jumps Come in on. a times, right, Ty? You know Tony? <laughs> oh, JJ, I don't know, but <laughs> listen to that voice. I was gonna say I lost my fucking voice. I've been trying to get it back, but <laughs> I don't know, JJ. I mean, <laughs> are you gonna get to sit down with Tony? Maybe have a cocktail or two? Ooh, I don't know, JJ. We were together yesterday. The whole crew. We had everybody together oh, nice. for the. Uh, we had everybody in the whole room. It was cool. It was a good good time yesterday with the entire CBS staff. Did we you think a, it was Ty talking to you when you were talking? I thought to Tony. Tony was. Yeah, I thought Tony was. Yeah, right nah, in that the room was a here. D minus. Yeah. My my throat hurts so bad. Yeah, impressions are going to be tough for you. It was a D minus. What? Uh, so it was whiskey last night. But and a lot of yelling. What? Things. I see. That's the thing is I don't even remember yelling. Oh, you were. <laughs> In, in the second period, in the second period, Ty turns around to me and goes, "Yeah, I, this is good. If I don't stop yelling, there's a chance I might lose my voice." And I'm not kidding. Oh, he I do remember He turned around that. right after that. <laughs> Let's fucking go, boys! Come on now! <laughs> Screamed right. I was all right. He's got no chance. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I mean, it was one of the most entertaining things I've ever seen in my life. Watching Ty take in the Las Vegas yeah. Golden Knights game last night. And for, look at I guess. Sorry. <laughs> I just scored. And then the night comes back to reaffirm that that was... Oh, because, yeah, I know. He's really like assaulting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the Herb night, Street. Like when Herb Street with oh, the kickers on game day. Shoulders him. Yeah. yeah he's was lucky. it a steady state of oh, yeah. drinking or was it like a, hey, let's let's get this, this to 10 real at 3 p.m. yesterday on the no, plane. As soon as we got on the plane. I told you. Those were singles. Okay? <laughs> and you had how many of them? I had about, well, I wasn't going to have a bunch. And then my fucking phone fell down in a design flaw in the plane 45 <laughs> minutes into a four-hour flight. So I was like, uh, okay, well, this is fucking boring. Everyone's laughing at their phone. Hey, you guys see, the, see this text message? Well, no, I can't, you know, because it's coming in on my watch. I can't look at it. Oh, you raw dogged a four-hour flight. Oh, oh yeah. It wasn't raw dog. He drank that thing yeah, dry. I, oh. say, I, just, I was like, all right, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to take every mini booze bottle they have in here, and I'm going to drink every single one of them. And I pretty much did. Everything Ty said he was going to accomplish yep. yesterday, he did. He said he was going to try to break and that more. siren. He did. Said he was going to get on the ice with the boys. He did. Right. Said he was going to make it all the way through the whole game to meet Stoner <laughs> in person afterwards. <laughs> he did. Everything Ty said he was going to do yesterday, he did. And he's paying for it today. Oh, yeah. It's been an inspiration. I mean, that's an inspiration. Yeah. You set a list of goals, and you accomplished all the goals. And we fucking, you know, sent Edmonton packing. <laughs> Sorry, ass boys. Send them back to Canada. <laughs> all right. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who's been knowing of things for a long, long time. A guy who knows every... Oh, that dude. Condor. Oh, yeah. Max, what up, man? How you feeling? Condor. Hey, I think I'm coming to see you this week, right? All right. I, so, I'm waiting for my text message. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Good to see you, Max. Big son of a He's bitch. So big. Yes. Everybody's so fucking big. The hell? David Lombardi at Lombardi himself. Yeah. Big. House. Debo. Big. What? Shannon Sharp. Big. big. Mark Schlereth. Big. big. JJ. Slender. Small. Yeah. I mean, I'm down. I literally played at 280 last year. I'm 275. Yeah, but you're doing hotel workouts now. Yeah. Talk about the optics. Okay. 
I just rearrange the calories. That's all. Okay. I just it's rearrange just the neck. I, I think I agree. It, it is. Neck. It is definitely the neck. Yeah. Did you it see is. Mark Schlaris? No. Oh, <laughs> he's 80 years. Next? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't work on the neck. I don't need. I'm not hitting anybody. I, I have no so we have put that to bed. You are retired. Yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, I absolutely am. I mean, ha halfway through this last season would have been, I mean, I definitely was monitoring the Steelers and Texans situations, um, but it never, it never escalated to any sort of actual potential. We're proud of you for coming to that decision. Yeah, I mean, that's big news. Yeah, Tony, he was yeah. going to play for the Steelers. Sorry, Tony. He was monitoring. He was monitoring. Monitor he was monitoring. He was monitoring. Uh -huh. That's a tough word. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean. I trust what, what me, it would have been an absolute dream country like to play with my brother um, would be great but I mean so it's just realistically why didn't it happen yeah, isn't that just your <laughs> that's just your decision no I mean I like I'm, a, I'm also not like coming in I like they, they were all set like they got they got good they got great players they were fine uh, like, so you uh, didn't make the decision well you didn't want to yeah. if you would have said I want to play by the way they would have signed you right away in a heartbeat. They'd signed Kyle last I'm, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, it's it's not uh, it's not as simple as that. I also like. You're I, I'm very God. very happy and pleased with the way things went. I think if it was if it was something where I could bring something that would help propel somebody to a potential Super Bowl situation, like where you fill in a need and something that could take them to a new level, absolutely. But just to do it would have been ridiculous. I wasn't. Yeah, but both those teams certainly could have used a little boost. Oh, yeah. It sounds like he was like even shitty Pittsburgh. I mean, when I went to I Pittsburgh and visited TJ and watched him get ready for the game, and then, like, that was hands down the moment where I was like, this is the first time I definitely miss playing. Like, it was halfway through the year. Okay, so are we right? done or not? Like, is yeah, this no, I'm absolutely done. I'm a thousand percent done. You can, you can miss something and not want to do it again. Yeah, but what you're saying is like, well... Yeah, no, it wasn't as easy as me just if saying. They, if they, after that, I think they rattled off three losses in a row. Like, so I think, I think that, yeah, like if they had rattled off three wins in a row, all of a sudden the conversation is a little bit different. But, but next year, like if both of those no, teams are no. in it again. No, you don't take a year off and then go back. Well, come on. Flacco, come on. Flacco. You're Nick Moroto back there. That's a couple of years are saying, no. come on. No, because the next morning, like, I felt all those emotions before the game. And then the next morning, he woke up all sore, bruised up, has to go get treatment and everything. And I popped up, went for a nice walk and had a coffee. Popped in a great. cold tub. Yeah, it's great. So I don't have any of those things. You said it'd be a dream to play with your brother. We're talking about dreams here. Oh, there's no question. But 90%. Look. No. 20%. Dreams. 15%. Reason to play with your brother in Pittsburgh. 4%. Pleasure. 50%. We lost the percentage hey. of pleasure. 5% <laughs> pleasure. Oh, geez. What kind of pleasure? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Oh, to you, man. to you. Yeah, pleasure. Like, hey, I won the game. Fifty percent pain. What, I was having a conversation with Coach Cower yesterday. Um, we were, I was having a conversation with Coach Cower yesterday because we were talking about Andy Reid and you know the converse, the rumors of retirement, etc. Um, but we were talking about Coach Cower and about how he decided to retire and when he did. And he said, "The best part of being retired is I haven't lost a game in 17 years." Yes. And he was saying. At the end of my career in Pittsburgh, the expectation levels became so high that you couldn't even enjoy wins because it was like it just you have to get to the ultimate goal in the, the relief. end. Relief. Mac so. Brown told us at Texas, when I would win, it was a relief, and when we lost, it was devastating. Right. So yeah. there was no happiness ever, pretty yes, much. Exactly. And he said he got out of there. Yeah. And then he went back to it in North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. And then you hear James Harrison. I mean, like what he just said about Pittsburgh, like the standard is winning Lombardi's. Right. It's nothing else below that. So you're not even allowed to enjoy and appreciate 
the wins like you did at the beginning. Um, and not, not to say that that doesn't change the standard, but it does take, like, that's what you work so hard for, those wins. So you should be able to enjoy those and still have the goal be bigger. But it, there's no question it gets taken away over time because of what, your, what the ultimate goal becomes. Do you have to leave? What time is it? 34. Yeah, I can get out of here if you're kicking me out. No, yeah. you're the one who told me you had to leave. Yeah, no, give, give me like uh, five, five, ten more. I'll hang out. I love this. this you yes. guys, I truly, uh, okay. I do want to say, because I don't know. Are we doing it next week or not? How, how, I don't have no clue how this works. Is yeah. there a show next week? Yeah, we work. Yeah. Oh, great. Here? Gonna, are we here still? Yeah, we stay uh, here. For, we're coming back. Depends on how much we win with Dana tonight. Hey, good call. Oh. I like the we win, too, stuff, because, like, <laughs> we need to win. Yeah. Hey, how much money do I need to bring? Nah, I'll just give you a credit for a couple hundred thousand. <laughs> it's free money. To a casino. It's free. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you're going to win 60 grand tonight. Okay. How's that going to work? Do I love I love that. Do I have to bring money? Like, what no, if you're, no, 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 no you don't have to bring money. Hey, what if you're down, down 100? Like, what if I'm down 100? Okay. How, how long do I, how, would I, how far do I go down before I go back up, Dave? Right. Hey, Dana, we, we know we're coming back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, now I'm in debt 200,000 to who? Okay, people that are good people. Yeah, sure. That's fun. After the, you two, though, I mean, the vibes oh, you're going to oh carry. Oh, my God. You're Drop right. I trust Dana. Hey, I trust him. I see a lot of people winning. Joining us now is a guy who probably has the information on whether or not we're going to win tonight before anybody else. Insider for the last three decades, Fox Sports legend, ladies and gentlemen, Jay Glazer. Jay! Jay! Double appearance. Jay Glazer! Wow, look oh. at that shirt. Oh, that's great sick. To see you, dude. That's a great shirt. Great to see you, dude. Hell yeah. Really? Isaac. Look at this. The big boy seat over here. Yeah, well, you're the only person oh, to God. ever appear on our show two times. Two times. In one day. Well, I yep. feel like I should. I, I feel like, like we broke up or something this year. I don't know. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, no, Jay. Jay. I feel like maybe you thought I was cheating on you. I don't know what it was. Well, but Jay, I'm a loyalty guy. Well, after what I read yesterday, we're all in the same company now. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah How about yeah, that? Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. That was very different before. <laughs> let's get richer very, together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it. Everybody's saying the um, Jay, let's talk right, about bro. we were just talking about uh Pittsburgh Steelers and Debo saying the standard is the standard. Yeah. And then we we're talking about people coaching and like the expectation is that you always have to win and like your life can no longer be fun sometimes when you're around coaching for so long. You had a report about Tomlin potentially thinking about and obviously we know how close you are to everybody yep. in the league. So anytime you say anything we are fucking dialed in, yep, pal. Yep, yep. You said his chance maybe steps away or... No, 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 that wasn't me. No, that wasn't was you. Was there a conversation was, was, about him leaving Pittsburgh? That was Adam. No, no, no. I, I said that if he wants to come back to Pittsburgh, he's coming back to Pittsburgh. Because people are acting like he's going to get fired. He wasn't getting fired. You're not going to fire Mike Tomlin. And then at one point, I know there were teams that were hoping that maybe he could be available. So they were going to be lining up for him. And that would he never wanted to do it. He was like, I'm going to Pittsburgh or nothing. But for him, it wasn't really nothing. It, it sounded like there was never a or nothing thing, though, because no, the way no, he, he was, spoke to the was, players, he was like, yeah, all yeah, bullshit, yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah. without in. But I think, you know, he gets emotional during the year when he starts getting, you know, crushed. And, and like every year, he gets crushed. Right? The guy's never had a losing season. That's ever. what we're talking about, like, expectations. What are we talking about? Yeah. And no happiness. Yeah, every still year, happy? They, start, they kill him, they kill him, they kill him. And, and even though everything kind of rolls off his, his back for the most part, sometimes it doesn't. And... But there was never a thing of him going, no, I'm going to go somewhere else. He made it clear to me. I'm not going anywhere else. Don't do your little thing where you're trying to get me to go over here or go anything. No, it's... You want to make sure that hey, don't do there. your little puppet shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We don't need you. Behind the scenes crap. Yeah, we don't to need you out. to work that whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Is he ever happy? Is he happy? Is he ever happy? He's the happiest dude in the world. Are you kidding me? Okay. Well, we're talking like about a walking the Prozac. We're talking about the, <laughs> we're talking about the expectations about like how if he wins games with a not great roster, people are still yeah. like, 
yeah, you're above 500. We haven't won a playoff game. And so. I think what happens also, like personnel-wise, they they sit there and they're like, oh, we can get anybody in here, and Mike Teal, you know, keep them under wraps, they'll control them. But then it's like, you know, because you saw what he did with like AB and with Le'Veon and all these guys, you just never heard a peep. And then like all of a sudden they leave. It's like this dude should get the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, he, yeah. he's been able to uh, obviously guide the team for a very long time. That they event. continue to bring more and more guys in like that, and eventually it's going to kind of get your culture. Excited to see what the Steelers become. Obviously, massive transition era. There's been a lot yeah, of rumors. Your guy Artie Smith, love him. Artie Smith called him from the Maldives on vacation Jeez. and said, nice. "Don't do anything till I get back." And Mike T was like. You call me from like a beach with your wife or like the Maldives. He's like, yeah, don't do anything before I get back. Just don't do anything. All right. And that's really like, that's how it happened. That's how Do you know Arthur Smith well? Yeah, very well. I was getting to know him this year. Oh, man. Oh, I know. I love what he did. He's a beauty, bro. Man. He's so, a beauty. Hey, so, He's a know, beauty. Yeah. I met him, though. His sister was our first client at Unbreakable. She produced Sicario and the Blind Side and La La Land. Okay. So wow, I met her through that. And then funny thing. He, they had um, Mr. Smith, Fred Smith, show up to Unbreakable one time. So we're all going to go meet about something. And uh, Fred Smith, owner of FedEx, shows up to Unbreakable in the backseat of a Prius Uber X. Yes. Uh, and I go, Marine, bro. I yeah. go, Mr. Smith, what the heck? He goes, Jay, you can never have enough money. I go, yeah, you can. Totally can't. <laughs> yeah, saving money everywhere you go. I appreciate that. Hey, a lot of shit happened this year, though. A lot of stories, and we haven't got a chance to catch up with you. I think the boys are maybe going to fire away about the year that was, maybe. Oh, let's go. Let's Con go. man's got a question yeah, for you. Yeah, right now, I mean, the old thing is where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's been a lot of smoke around the whole Andy Reid retiring possibly after this year or in the near future. Is that something that it, Andy Reid has kind of had on his mind, at least these last couple of years. Why is everybody talking about? Because everyone is talking because about his, it. His age, and you know, if you keep winning. But so here, last year, we're doing the Super Bowl last year, and I go and I meet with Andy. We're hanging. I'm doing like a Chris Jones feature, and Andy and I are really close. I've been for a long, long, long time, and um, we're in his office and we're talking about, hey man, are you gonna hang it up after this? He's like, I got a decision to make after this, and. I don't know. He said, but I'm having so much fun. And the other night, I was up till 6 a.m. returning all these texts, which I never do. So, like, he has this whole thing. I said, all right, well, make sure if you're going to do it, tell me first. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have a little oh, yeah. hug and all that stuff. So I say something that effect on Sunday. And then, uh, like, Sunday, the Super Bowl, I'm, like, walking past uh, on the field. And he's like, hey, come here. So I walk out in the middle of the field. He goes, you have me retiring? I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? He goes, you said I'm retiring. I'm like, I didn't say you're retiring. I said exactly what you told me in, in, the, in your office. He goes, I don't remember what you told me in the office. What, what, do I tell, what did I tell you in the office? And I've repeated what, I told, what he told me in his office. He's like, oh, yeah, I just, I just I don't remember. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, if I said it, I said it. I just don't remember. I was like, yeah, dude, this is exactly what you said. Yeah, but it feels like that's because he's like, uh, Tony Pollard didn't even know that Dan Quinn wasn't a defense coordinator anymore for the Dallas Cowboys. He was just on the show. Had no idea. We broke, AJ broke the news to him. He was Jay Glazer to him. I feel like these people that live in the moment so much, you know, like an Andy. I think Andy just goes through stuff. And he'll, he'll, what he said to me after, he's like, you know what? I got asked the question a billion times. By the time I talked to you about it, I think I was just saying things just to like, I was just, I was just brain dead. Done with it. Yeah. But also, like, I, I don't think anybody wants Andy Reid to leave football. No. Like, no. Fans don't want him to leave football. It not seems like his team doesn't want him to leave football, anything Absolutely like that. Not. I think they're always kind of quietly prepared just in case, but only Andy can answer that, that question for you. AJ has a question for you, Jay. So is Mike Vrabel too big to get an NFL job, another gig? What happened? Like, and is that true? Is that a real like, thing? 
supposed the physical stuff. That's what I'm saying. No. The, the stuff that the we stupidest thing I ever seen. He had a report like, and that a GM supposedly said his guy his physical stature intimidates people. It actually oh, happened no. at the Senior Bowl. Who, Diana Rossini. What GM would say that, Jay? No, no GM would say that. Diana Rossini no, pushed GM. back on it though, just so she we're did. clear. She, she did, did a good job. No she did a great job. Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. Nobody's gonna sit there and go, "Oh my gosh, he's too big." I think what happened with him and Rand Carthen, um, and just things just get her up. But I also think it's the Patriot way thing. So like during the year, people were asking me, what do you think Belichick's going to go? And I said, I don't really see a big market for him. And they're like, Bill Belichick? I said, I just don't. I just think the way D'Amico does it now, Dan Campbell's, Sean McVay's, Dan Quinn, Daniels, Dan Quinn. Draw mail. That's that. Yeah. You, you want this, like, you want a different culture now in your building. And when Bill comes in, if you're winning, it's okay to be miserable. If you're losing, it's not okay. It's not just going to be Bill as the coach. It's Bill with so much other stuff, right? He's bringing in a certain culture, and the culture that everybody knew was a paranoid culture. So he has to convince people it's not going to be a paranoid culture. And people, What do you mean by that, paranoid culture? The Patriots culture was always paranoid. Like Even like this year, remember they had that little thing of uh, who's going to start uh, um, Mac Jones or, or Zappy, Zappy, right? Yeah. And even like people in the building... They, like, wouldn't tell them. They're like, what's the difference? Is Mac Jones barely happy? Like, who cares? There's no there's no difference if anybody knows what it is. And there are even coaches that didn't know. Everything is, like, paranoia. And it is that, that paranoia. At one I mean, they don't name defense coordinators, uh, right? They don't right, name. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right, it's exactly. like all the right. titles. Yeah. Right. It's, it's interesting. I think people just didn't want to bring it in. And I think Vrabel got some of them caught up of him being a Patriot, where he kind of guy. And some of them was how it ended there with uh, – with the Titans as well. We assume that they'll both get opportunities in the next coaching cycle, but who knows how the NFL goes. That's I haven't even, Pete Carroll too. I haven't even thought seventy two years old. They forced his ass out, huh? Uh, they forced his ass out. Big time. What? Yeah, the we've been reading the tea leaves, football. Jay. Jay, yeah, we've the been reading or Snyder. Snyder didn't. Because it wasn't football people, is what Pete Carroll said. Who was it? What did Pete say? Who pushed? He said it wasn't football people. He said in his radio interview, he said, like me trying to explain it wasn't Snyder. No, he's a football think, guy. We was, know that. I think it was an over. I think yeah. it was a, a bigger, a bigger picture thing. So it wasn't. A, but Pete Carroll did not know. He it's was, not. It's not. It wasn't Josh Snyder's decision. No, but Pete did not know either. When he was walking in the meeting, he had no idea that was coming. No, I don't think Pete knew. Oh wow! There wasn't My a feeling God. throughout the year at all. Any kind of like inkling, like, hey, this feels different. No, this but is I weird. Think also, I think the things have been going kind of in that organization the last few years, right? They've both been kind of up in the air. Even after they sign contracts, they're both kind of up in the air of what's going to happen over here. So I no, I think that I think that one came from the top. JJ, I know that one came from the top. JJ has a question for you, Jay. <laughs> I actually do have a question. I'm fascinated. We've never talked about this. Um, two years ago, I had my heart situation. I was told by Mark Dalton, our media guy, "Hey, just so you know, somebody has the information about your heart situation. Uh, they're going to put yeah, it out." You so. freaking cut off my tweet before I could say anything. I what know. the hell was that? I even checked with you. Hold on. What, what the hell no. was that? This seems pretty serious here. Uh, yeah. No, but I'm curious just when you get information like that about certain yeah. like situations like that, I'm just fascinated how you handle it because you have so much information yeah. coming from so many different areas. It's obviously, it affects people's lives. It affects things. How do you handle that level of responsibility? Well, first of all, for you, I, I was like, man, I'm making this dude out to be Paul Bunyan. After what just happened with him, I, dude, but what I normally... What happened? Remind me what happened. It was... Yeah, uh, you got your uh, heart Thursday, in, Thursday right? after practice, A-fib. I was in AFib. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so Thursday yeah. night, they shocked, they put me under, shocked my heart back to the rhythm. Um, and then Friday, I was back 
practice. And then he played yeah. on, Sunday. Played on Sunday. Yeah, yeah I remember so that. I looked yeah, like, what a freaking that. gangster. So yeah. what I normally don't do is call PR guys. And I texted you. I didn't get anything back. And I said, hey, before I do anything about health, I want to make sure I check with somebody. So I called your PR guy. And your PR guy went to you. And you're like, yeah, yeah. So well, I looked like, I'm good. And then you tweeted out. So I'm like, oh, somebody came out with some information. Was going to do this. I'm like, I just checked with your ass. What do you read? Like, no, it's about the people. To be. It's the people inside the building. Because literally at that time, but that's your three business, people Jay. knew about that's it. Your yeah. No, I know. That's I know. what I'm trying to do. Yeah. But also, three like, I'm making them out to be Paul Bunyan. <laughs> and, like, if yeah. you just let me go with my plan, man, you would have okay, so had a whole big thing out there in front of Hardee's. Hey, let's talk about that. Because <laughs> obviously it did put J.J. over. Hey, baby face Yeah, JJ. look at this. Now, I, I was pissed. Now, I think, though. I was, was pissed. pissed. I, I was pissed. pissed. Yeah. Okay. I was, no, I was upset. Yeah, but I went the right route. I called your PR director. Jay Glazer, hold on one second. So I think, like, J.J.'s thought is he probably hadn't told a lot of people that are close to him about potentially being dead and then coming back on but Sunday. But I also asked, I said, hey, can you check with him that it's good? So I also, because so if he had said to me. Because Mark Dalton, our PR yeah. guy, came to me on game day yeah. and he said, hey, I'm letting you know somebody has this information. So I'm sitting there eating my French toast before the game. Like, should you be oh, French what the toast? hell am I thinking French about? French toast. What about it all? Hey, should you be doing that? I want, my glucose levels. I, want, I want my glucose levels to be full. <laughs> I need my storage to be ready for the game. I like that. So then I'm sitting there at breakfast, and I'm like, well, shit. Like, how am I going to handle this? This is going to come out right before the game. So then I was like, screw it. Like, I, I, no, but I, I also asked if you were good with it. I was told I was good. Hey, Glazer, I got if a question for you. If it's a health thing, I do. Glazer, I got a question for you. I've had friends who have like cancer issues. I'm like, it shouldn't come from me. It should come from them. That makes sense. So for that, I want to make sure you were good with it. I was told you were good with it. Yeah. And I was like, great. And then you did that. And yeah. That so whenever you see people get upset about shit getting out and publicly, there's numerous times where you've been like, that's actually the person that gave me the information. Right? In this yeah. game, as we're getting into the game. A lot board. of times I'll tell guys also to be like, oh, I hate that dude who, who had that. Yeah. Because that's your off. entire business, yeah. right? Yeah, throw people off. That's your entire business right, of getting know. information. JJ gave it to me. This yeah. whole thing's a yeah. ruse. No, <laughs> okay. no, but I'll stick, yeah. no, but I'm saying that, Jay, like that is that's an interesting part of your yeah. gig that you've had for how many years now? 30, 30 something, yeah. Because we're getting more people that are in the insider game, yeah, yeah. in the aggregator game now, and like narratives are getting built quickly, and it's like yeah, real fast. And people don't care; they tweet as fast as they can, so it may not be accurate. Yeah. So it's almost like you're more important now the relationships that you've had than ever yeah. before, because the narratives can get built quickly by people that maybe have a half truth in yeah. there. Has that been like a little bit of a swing in how people view your profession? Because I assume back in the day it was like, who's ratting to yeah. Jay Glazer? Now it's like, hey Jay, we need you to get the real story. Is that like yeah, kind well, of? I a think I'm different than, than the other guys. Also, I built up. I, from day one, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the most trusted guy in sports. And this is 1990. In all of sports? That was my goal. That's what I wanted to do. Congrats. I want to be the most trusted oh, guy in sports. shit. That's the way I looked at it. Because also back then, reporters used their pen as a weapon. I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to build relationships. Like, I have more in common with these players than I do my fellow media guys. So I'm going to build relationships. And by the way, I got destroyed for years for not being objective and I'm being, oh, oh yeah. I just, we get that. I killed. He's oh, a player's guy. He's a coach's guy. And I would fight back with them going, well, I don't think you're objective because if this guy doesn't give you an interview, you kill him. So I think you're not objective. So this went on for a long time. And then people used to write about me and Strahan. Used to decimate Michael and I because they knew how close. Because Strahan had to drive me back from New York City, uh, from Giant Stadium back to New York City every day because I was too broke for, for subway and bus fare for those first 11 years. So every day he drove me back. I'd wait for him to get out of treatment, watch film, and drove me back. So I owned like 28 grand in Lincoln Tunnel Fare. <laughs> yeah, he used to kill us back because no one had relationships back then. So that was my thing was like, well, I want to be different than everybody else. I just want 
to be trust. It's an incredible trust. grind. I mean, I have massive respect for the grind because it's. A, I mean, yeah, you have to build so it up over time. And the thing I'll say about that whole situation, <laughs> you had 100% accurate information. Like it, it was not wrong information. <laughs> I was not mad about the fact that the, I was mad about how you got it. But the but you like it's almost a testament to the but fact that you, you had know, the correct information. Just you know the people who gave it to me, and it wasn't a secret in your organization. Correct. They they marveled at you, so they were they looked at it more like, hey man, you should get this out. Like people don't know like what this guy went through this week. Like man, this is like it's unbelievable. So they viewed you up here. You took it the other way. But that's why I went to Mark Dahl. I said, hey, yeah. make sure he's good with it. If you said, hey, listen, it's personal. I want him to go. I wouldn't go with it. Right. But that wasn't the information. Well, JJ was waking up for you, breakfast. You, you bamboozled me. See, you got your glucose levels up. Before I know, they're too high. The guy, his heart restarted. <laughs> I mean, just yeah, a couple things before it. Uh, a question for you. Raiders, Cliff Kingsbury. Commanders, yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. Mm -hmm. I assume. Contract. What, just three years, two years? Yeah. So the Raiders trying to. It a lot of sense, too, because he's getting paid for two years from the card. So I, I didn't really understand that one. What do you mean? Like, he has an offset with the, the Cardinals contract. So even if you give him three years, you're not paying that much for the first two because the Cardinals are paying for the first two. So what did happen? You think they had buyer's remorse or what happened? No, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know how they messed it up, but the Raiders guys messed it up. They should should have given him three years. Like, the coordinators don't get two years. Oh, was that? Did you just what make was a, that? Did you was just make you? a trombone? Was it? I don't know. What the hell that was? Did you hear that? You heard that? Yeah. I heard, no, I was it. It sounded like yeah, right a here. weird yeah. noise. Yeah, like wow. a leather seat, but we don't have leather seats. Hey, Ty has a question for you, Jay. <clears throat> yeah, Glaze. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, you know, I, I hear you saying, hey, the lisp, the lisp, you got to stop it. It's a character. All right. It's an homage to you. I, I've never said, hey, this is this is Jay Glazer. I think his offense was a stray hand. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. And uh, listen, <laughs> next time I do it, I will internalize that. I will think about it, and I will go on with how I, I do the... <laughs> The interpretation of it. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, JJ Um But I am curious. You said that you didn't think, you know, like midway through this year that there was really any landing spot for Belichick. At what point do you think next year, if like the Cowboys start 0 4 or the Jets start 0 4, some of these teams, like, is Belichick's name going to skyrocket to the back, uh, to the top of that list yeah. when a couple of these teams maybe underperform next year? I, I think you'll see it. It'll be the same thing that happened with Sean Payton last year. Every time somebody isn't doing well, Sean Payton's name was linked everywhere. And I do know Bill wants one of these. So he is going to – And I think a lot of – also is Bill saying, okay, what do I need to do? Do I need to do certain things to change? Do I have to kind of – Really? A different thing of um, – and kind of show these owners that it's not going to be what you heard and thought. We're in New England so much. But I think he'll be, yeah, he's going to be. He's going to get a head coaching job he's again? He's going to get linked to everything. Yeah. Absolutely. He's going to get a head coaching job again? He's going to get the record? Uh, I think, will he get a head coaching job? Wow. I can't answer the question yet. Wow. I, it's oh. Hashtag Jay didn't know. That's yeah. wild. Jay doesn't right. know. Jay didn't know. <laughs> but because cause I don't like to deal with things I don't know. Like, I don't know the answer to that. You deal in absolutes. I don't know what jobs are going to be open. And, and there's certain places that will go, yeah, we already know about them. Let's go get them. Do I think he'll get a job next year? Yeah, I do. Yes. Put on the ticker. Put on the ticker. Are there, thick. Are, you, are there certain teams you think that are all out on Belichick and won't go out? Like right, thinking right now, hey, well, we would never there go after. Seven him. teams all out this year. Yeah. Well, who? Okay, who was the closest? You think who wanted him the most? Atlanta. 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 Yeah, Atlanta. What happened? Atlanta. I just think of him bringing in 
I think everything you read was kind of. Didn't they say he'd be all right with Fontenot being the GM though? Yep. It wasn't. It wasn't just that. It was Rich McKay. There was other people. It was like wiping out this person and that person. And yeah, I, I think when you also have to go in, and you're saying, well, I'm going to take out a. You know, I'm going to change all these things. Arthur Blank kind of runs it like a family of like, man, I got a lot of family members going to leave. And I think that got a little bit too much. Got it. I got it. And then the commanders allegedly reached out, but they didn't for real. Right. They like Dan Quinn from the start. They reached out to who? They like Ben Johnson. They like Dan Quinn. Uh, he, from day one, those are kind of the two guys that were top of their list. And then um, obviously the Ben Johnson thing happened. And, uh, I'm, you know, look, I'm, I'm glad Ben is sticking around if he doesn't think he's ready for a head coaching job because – Here's the thing about a head coaching job. It's not about the X's and O's. The stuff that comes across your desk is ridiculous. So every year at the owner's meeting, Mike Tomlin and I throw this day drinking day. Nice. All these, these hell, yeah. Head coaches, yeah, hell yeah. Head hell coaches, yeah. Hell yeah. Hard city lives. Nobody else allowed there, but it's also like, hey, all you older coaches, tell the new coaches and GMs, the stuff that's about to come across your desk that you would never in a million years know. Because everybody in there is crazy. Everybody has things you're, you're dealing with. 53 corporations, not just dudes, right? And and there's some crazy stories that um, probably can't be told in the show that guys are like, wait, I got to deal with what? This happened? This? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's there's tough. Lot, you yeah, become a CEO. Of, Mike McDonald, 36 years old, yeah. youngest head coach in the yeah. league at Seattle. Yeah. Allegedly, his name was hot everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He became the front runner for Seattle because they were looking for somebody with energy and young, so Schneider can be the guy in charge. Yeah, yeah. And not even so Schneider can be the guy in charge. Um, I just think those two guys just hit it off. And that's the other thing, too. Like, you have to meet someone and go, man, I got it. Okay, good. That's the guy. He already knew DQ. And I think some of it was like, okay, DQ. They almost looked at him like, well, he's like Pete. Comes from the Pete tree. Even though he's not like Pete. They really like Raheem Morris a lot. And then Rod took the job over in uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, and Mike McDaniel was, uh, McDonald was a guy that teams are like, Man, we're gonna have to wait till after the Super Bowl because they thought that they were gonna end up beating the Chiefs. But he's his name was really hot. He was he was extremely impressive. Yeah, learning about him quick, and then he's a head coach now. Good luck to him over there in Seattle. Tone has a question for you, Jay. Yeah, Jay. My apologies, I was in the bathroom. If they already talked about this, Coach Tomlin. There was a report from guys potentially that he may step away for a year. Yeah, no, no, that was that was, that was yeah, we, yeah. We hit that earlier. Okay. You, this isn't simulcast in a bathroom? Well, yeah. he was you guys are rich now. How do you not have, like, we don't run this. This is the NFL. This is the NFL running this. You want us to run this? You run this. No. You run it. No. I thought there was a chance. That's why we I We want you it. on this mountain. No. We need you on this mountain. No, no. They need you on the mountain. Continue. <laughs> hey, and you. No, but, but never no, it was either Pittsburgh or, or gotcha. nothing and not even. And he and I talked yeah. a lot. It was never once that we ever talked to them. I'm thinking about taking a year off. Never once. Um, before we let you go, you've been a massive advocate for mental health, obviously. Uh, normalizing the stigma that comes alongside of it. Sure. Today, I believe you're, you're, is that what we're, you're promoting today? You're yeah, I'm promote, promoting, uh, well, there's two things. One, I've changed my mental, my Unbreakable Mental Health podcast to Mental Wealth. Because I think, like, oh, you guys yeah. are great. You guys allowed me to come on early and start talking about it. I still think it's like people think we're talking mental health, talking about depression, anxiety. And it's not. And it's like... Man, there's so many things we all have had to get through to get to where we are, right? That we could all learn from. Adversity is a gift, and nothing's ever smooth. So what, what do you do to be able to make sure you're okay between the years? And things that we've all learned, business leaders and, and top entertainment people in entertainment, artists, coaches, GMs. Our first guest this week is uh, is John Lynch. Oh, hell yeah. Right? So, and I have a two-parter with him. Oh, boy. I hope I have time to tell one quick story. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. you're, the, you're people telling us you yeah, don't have time. But, but I'll tell you real quick, though. I'm here also to, <laughs> I'm coming back for it. I'm here to promote um, a drug called Kelbry. 
where for me, I got, you know, my anxiety, depression, bipolar, tripolar, uh, ADHD, <laughs> and I, I got diagnosed with ADHD in 1989. I was one of the first adults diagnosed with adult ADD on the East Coast of America. And back then, they put me on Ritalin. That's not good. When For me, it's my experience when you have depression, because I go through these peaks and valleys, and then it was Adderall, and that had worse effects on and for me uh, on my brain so I just kind of stop things which isn't great when you're on TV and your brain works too fast a lot of times um, so I found there's this thing called Kelbre uh, Q-E-L-B-R-E-E it's a non-stimulant for ADD and I actually take it at night and it calms me and it gets the roommates in my head to talk nicely to each other <laughs> it helps me on nice. TV the next day it's Fantastic. So Calbury is what you're saying? Calbury, yeah. I wish I had it 20 years ago, man. Respect to Calbury. Really Obviously, I can't wait to try it. I have a similar brain. You ever smoke weed? Uh, I suck at weed, dude. I'm uh, terrible. Look at me. I, I train with Wiz Khalifa every day. If there's a guy who should be great at weed, it's me. Yeah. Like, guys, you know, I'm crazy. Weed would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I don't sleep. I suck at weed, man. What do you mean you suck you at weed? I'm the oh, paranoid guy. What a hilarious way guy. to say it. I will tell you this. I suck at weed. Hey, you get better. Wiz, Wiz was like, Glaze, I'm telling you, just take one puff. It'll be the best training session you ever had. And he was kind of harping on me for a while. And Snoop used to be in there like, Glaze, you got to try it one. I said, fine, one time. All right, did it one time. I go over there and I go over. Man, I start... Oh yeah, pop, 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 pop. I'm doing all that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See that? Hey, you see that? And I kind of juice having nightmares. Over, PTSD over here. I look over and I'm like. There's only four seconds off the clock. Uh -oh. This is terrible. Yeah. Uh -oh. It was the worst training session ever had in my life. Uh, okay. It went on and on and on. Makes sense. I was oh. like, okay, so for me, for ADHD, like, THC helps me a lot. It does. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. It is my... I, not I, for everybody. I, I, some, a lot of people suck at weed. I suck it. Obviously, I'm there's other stuff. And Tone Diggs over there almost it. dies. They suck, suck, it. suck it. Oh, man. Doesn't, and I feel so left out. <laughs> you got to put in the hours. Yeah. You got to you gotta put in your due diligence. You no, know? no, no. It takes I, time. Some people it's good for. Some people it's not. Obviously, you only when it's legal. Now, let's get back to the mental wealth podcast. Yeah. Oh, with John Lynch. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. talk John Lynch. Pretty so, big topic of conversation for yeah. what he's built. Yeah, actually. Yeah, and he... Actually, I, I give Lynch a lot of credit. Because when we did start talking about this early, he started calling me saying, hey, I, I kind of need your advice on what's going on between my players' ears here when they see this and say that. And he really took a, an interest knowing that everybody here is built from the inside out, right? Mm -hmm. If you can have a better understanding of that, the, the more information he has, the more he's able to help that locker room and everybody come together. So he's really been on the forefront of guys in this league. Him, Sean McVay, really trying to understand the, you know, what goes on between the ears here. Um, but also, like, he's had a ridiculous life. You know that he threw out the first pitch ever for the Florida Marlins? Makes sense, but I did not But know we did not, okay? And yeah. so he's the second pick there. They made Edgar Renteria, who's like 16 years old, live with him on his couch when they got him from Columbia. So he's not this was wild story. But the one, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to put this story out as much as I can because it drives him crazy. Um, so, <laughs> so one night we're in Denver, and he, uh, he had never gone out his first year in Denver. And I come into Denver, and his wife, Linda, is like, Glaze is in town. you got to go out. Glaze is in town. And why I'm like the safe guy, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but um, That's a good thing. So yeah, he goes thing. to his teammates. He's never been out. And he goes to, like, Al Wilson and Jake Plummer and Rod Smith, like, hey, Glaze is in town. Mm. Where can I go? Where can I take him hey. out? So they tell him this place to go out. So we go out. And on upon arrival, I was single at the time, upon arrival, it looked fantastic. Really looked great. A lot right. of women at this place. All right. Lynch goes to the bathroom. He comes back. I go, we got to go. He's like, what's up, Glazy? This place is pretty good, right? I said, we got to go. 
put my little journalistic hat on. He goes, we got to go. He goes, what's up? These fools send us to a male burlesque show. Nice. Yes. And, and the Times is, cultured. Men in uniform night. Yes. And right behind Lynch, yeah. this big dude in a cop outfit, shoot, pulls his pants off, comes in front of him, <laughs> and he is just swinging in the wind nice. right behind John like Lynch's ear. I'm like, Drake. We yeah. got to go. Yeah, Drake. <laughs> like Drake. That's awesome. Class, uh, everybody got us, that man. story or two. The, um, <laughs> they got us. The thought, though, of John Lynch right now being in the right, yeah. in. And, and, it's wonderful. Yes, what it a is. dog, dude. What an absolute yep. dog. He is, football. man. He, he finds that other guy. There's John Lynch in 47 Red. 47 Red is the guy on the field whose fingers start shaking and and uh, obviously the guy at the male burlesque show with, you know, things. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Shanahan's awesome, dude, too. That's, yeah. There's a reason yeah. they're having the success that they're having. Those two are great together, man. Kyle's, he's brilliant. He's, he's, there's not a lot of, I think there's a lot of play callers out there, but there's not a lot of, like, teachers so much anymore, right? There's a few teachers left in this league, and you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, coach. not a lot of yeah. teachers. He's all of it. He's a teacher. He's a motivator. He's, he'll get the most out of you, right? He's going to needle you until he gets the best out of you. All right. Well, we appreciate the hell out of you, brother. Thank you for stopping by twice hey. today. What an honor. Yeah. yeah. This. Go. Look great. I feel like we had a great reunion here. We did. Fantastic. Yeah, we got to recap some of the stories for the year. Yeah. We had a lot of questions. <laughs> got well, all the answers. Phone's on. You can call me. We're here. All right. Oh. Same company now. How was uh, <clears throat> Brett Michaels, Shanahan, McVeigh, uh, all you guys just sh shooting the shit At around? At my house? Yeah. Oh, him singing? Yes. Brett's my guy, man. He's he's the nicest guy in the world. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. yeah, they were yeah, all yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and uh, he came over and Schrager. It was uh, Schrager wasn't there. It uh, was jeez. Uh, it was uh, it, <laughs> was that Guy Fieri? Cliff was Guy uh, cooking. Cliff, Cliff I wasn't there. Who else? Mercedes Cliff, Lewis Sean, was there. Sean was there. Mercedes Lewis, John Gordon, who wrote the Energy Bus, he was there. Okay. Yeah. Um, TC, Tom yeah, Cruise, yeah, a bunch of people, and then yeah, Brett came over and played three songs for us and. Man, it was Boom. it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Oh no, this was uh, that was a different night. Oh, that was a different night. <laughs> that was just yeah, yeah that, that was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. That was Wednesday. Yeah, that was a different night. Um, but dude, Brett is the most authentic dude. He is awesome. He's on last year. The hair, no. great. He came I think he's bringing year. me on one of his shows, and he and I are actually talking about doing a, a show together called Rock, Jock, and Talk. Which okay. oh, oh, like that. Oh. Right? We're right? talking right? rock. Yeah. Jock, sports, <laughs> talk. I'm excited to hear Brad Michaels tear that up. He's awesome, dude. Great dude. Loves Love the Steelers, the which we appreciate. Yep, yep, Ladies yep. and gentlemen, Jake Glazer. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Still jocked. Um, what are you wearing right now, Jay? In all seriousness, that's a bad man right there. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. We know he that. talks about me kind of hitting him. He's not fun to train with. <laughs> su it sucks. Yeah. And as he's learned more and more and more, it sucks more. And what do you weigh? What do you weigh, Jay? 205. What's normal? Is this this is normal? Yeah, I think right now about two hundred five. Pretty jocked. Yeah, I'm a little bit. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Got some relationship. I'll get some more stem cells in my back. And, okay. Uh, oh, really? Oh. Origins. And, Did it work? Uh, it, it, oh, it worked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. I was getting a Never three been. level fusion. Jabberwockies are here. And I went down to this place of Origins. And Holy shit! Oh I didn't have to get the fusion. Fantastic. Oh, jeez. Uh oh. Hey, happy you're okay. Oh. Great to see you. We'll talk to you soon, ladies and gentlemen. Jake Laser. You too, man. Edward Glazer. You. Appreciate you, man. 205. Zito. 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 Foxy. Everybody in the back. We have a code red. <laughs> we have a code red. The fucking Jabberwockies are here. <laughs> are we sure it's them? Oh, I, I'm thick. I'm Make pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I think they're in the middle of doing a series. I saw their name on a billboard over there. Yeah. Thought about getting to a show. Yeah, we're doing shows right now. Where uh, Obviously, we don't talk. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Uh, there's a mic friend right over there. Don't need it, obviously. So, where are the shows at? What? Uh, where's the show? MGM? MGM. 
And we're, we're, I mean. Can you do a little something? Oh, can we do oh, the whole, yeah. oh, can we get up uh, here? Yeah. Uh, hey, there's wood here. Yeah. I don't know if you can. Hey. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Get in there. Oh, right right here, right here, right here, boys. Holy oh, here shit. we go. Hey. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh. Get in there with him, Ty. What? What? Oh. 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 Someone's got a beatbox or oh. something. Now you do that, AJ. I, I wish I could. Yeah. And they, come on, AJ. Jeez, look at their wrist. Oh, oh you they got, there's air coming off. That's yeah, a fucking human helicopter. Wow. Hey, yeah, that was awesome. Woo. That was awesome. That was sick. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, very much so. Hey, how man, are you? Man, awesome. Good Hell job, yeah. buddy. Okay, so we're at MGM. Great job. We're doing shows. How long's the you show? Take off the fucking bat. Two hours? <laughs> oh, you got week. me. Daughter. Five days a week, the Jabberwockies absolutely killing it. Hey, congrats. That is Man. awesome. Oh, what a awesome. legendary that was great year. That's right in a row. Thank you. Do it. Thank you. Okay, do it. Thank you. You're up. Come on, do it. Jabberwock you. Yes. Okay. Go on. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do it. Oh, no. There's no way. He can do it. No way. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that was pretty good. I think broke his tailbone. Yeah. The, the pack is dead. Pack is dead. Pack is dead. I think we're back. I think we're still here. I'm a Super Bowl week fan. Thank you for doing that. that was wow. I, think, I think I just broke my wrist. That's like when uh, Connor tried to gritty a couple. Uh, <laughs> gritty? Or gritty. It's the, not a gritty. It's a gritty. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I messed up. The gritty was bad last uh, year, but I appreciate the effort out of the new and improved AQ Shipley. I, I really hit it hard, but bounced up like it didn't happen, right? <laughs> we haven't really talked like um, we haven't really talked in the trenches uh, that much about this particular game. Who has the edge, uh, offensive line-wise? Mm. Oh, okay. Come on. So, I mean, this no, is here's your the answer. Here, here, here's, my, here's my whole thing. answer. Here's my whole Ty, answer. This is this guy's entire answer. thing. Here's my whole answer. answer. The Niners have the answer based on scheme. But Andy Reid has done a great job scheme-wise at helping the tackles all season long. The matchup to watch is going to be Bosa, Taylor, on the right side of the line. So who's got the advantage, Ashley? Niners. Get I just said the Niners. Answer. I said the Niners. Right. Kids struggling to survive. You just stab me in the yeah. stomach with this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, friend of the program, feel the beat icon. Yes. Gina Fleck is here. Gina! Gina! Amanda putting the ears on. We appreciate that effort out there. Great team assembled here at Radio Row for our particular operation. Oh, yeah. Way too many kind people and talented people. Speaking of, Sheena, how are you doing? I'm excellent. How are you? Hey, we got some fresh energy down in Carolina all of a sudden. Dan Morgan didn't blink one time during that press conference. How, how do the Carolina <laughs> Panthers fans feel about it? To be fair, I counted like three. Okay, okay. So we didn't see those in, in any of the clips. We didn't see those. <laughs> Panthers fans are pumped, though. We're buying in. We're in. They're kind of... 50-50, everybody was like, you know, he's a holdover. Some people wanted just a complete, fresh slate. And I guess they kind of balanced that out with Dave, the hiring of Dave Canales because that's definitely fresh blood. And we'll finally have some alignment. They kept saying that in their press conference. They're finally hired a GM, hired a head coach in the same cycle. It's been like 20-plus years since they did that. So mm. at least the disconnect that we've seen in the last couple of seasons, I don't expect to see it. But I was on here saying they were going to win the NFC South and they embarrassed me. Yeah, yeah. So we, I mean, you don't have to bring it up. We say a lot of dumb stuff, Sheena. You don't have to bring up all that. You know what I mean? You're going to get stuff wrong every once in a while, especially whenever you step into the batter's box. For the Carolina Panthers, uh, seemingly <laughs> over the past now, David Tepper at that press conference, he said, I'm in the background. I'm in the background. Whenever they asked him a question, yeah. David Tepper taking hands off football. Is that what's taking place? Is that what we're hearing? I think so. But the only question is how long will he be hands off if they don't get to as hot of a start as he wants? Nah, he's still fire him. That's what he does. Shana Hill fire. That's what he does. I think this one will get a full season. Okay, good. What? He said he wanted somebody that could come to his funeral, and this guy is young enough to do that. 
Yeah, but also he bought that guy's house, tore it down, yeah. built a bigger one. Yep. But that's my kind Next of petty. That's my yes. carrying on. Yeah, like if you're winning. Like if you're winning, that's yeah. good. I think yeah. they'll keep going. Uh, Connor has a question for you, Sheena. Yeah, Sheena, you said uh, they're 50-50 on the coach. Are they 50-50 on the quarterback as well? Whoa. Obviously, from the outside Woo. looking in. Connor. A lot of people. Whoa. I'm just saying. Connor. From the outside well, looking in. I mean, that's a fair question. That's a fair question. Panthers Twitter. They're, they're not happy. Panthers Twitter is always ready to tussle. But if C.J. Stroud didn't have such an amazing season, it wouldn't look as bad. But the entire offensive line completely wet the bed. So I think they're giving him just a little bit of grace. It was a lot of turnover. There was five different people in his ear calling plays. Now he's going to have one. So I think it was so many, you know, factors into it that they're willing to to, to kind of see it through a little bit. Do you think you're yeah. going to tell the Carolina people that C.J. Stroud said, Bryce Young's the one on yeah. the pivot. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. That. That's wild to think about, though, where C.J. Yeah. Stroud was last year because they're saying this guy, he's got a dumb yeah, brain. Big he's dumb, dumb. This guy's dumb. So he, he's not the number one overall pick. <laughs> Bryce Young's the number one overall pick, and now it's just, like, completely reversed. Yeah. And yeah. they can figure it out down there with Bryce? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work. They got a lot of work to do. I don't think Sheena. This, this team's Whoa, at least a couple. This team is a couple seasons away. Uh, Are the fans going to come back? We saw some pictures. Hundred like people there. Not a lot of people at those games. At, at the most. End. At well, the the weather was bad, but the pan. I mean, <laughs> they weren't putting together a product on the field. So who's going to sit there and freeze and rain and watch them kick three field goals to beat the Falcons? Mm. Like, Sheena, mean, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I want it. That makes a lot of sense. Were you yeah. there at that game? Unfortunately. But I was in the press box, so I was okay. okay. I was working. Yeah, I, was I was not working. a paid customer. Hey, Sheena, we it's appreciate everything you've customer. done for our program. <laughs> Hopefully, Carolina Panthers get to a place yep. where part of Field of Beat. Yeah. yeah. Four playoff Exciting again, right? And we're not hiring or firing people, right? We would need that because we appreciate every time you come on. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sheena. Thanks, Sheena. Great, Sheena. Great to see you, Sheena. That's, you know, Radio Row. We thought we were just going to hate everybody. We're doing it. Nope. We thought we, thought we were going to hate everybody. All of our old Sheena. friends are coming by. Yeah. Everybody we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, old we, friends coming by, people that we don't like coming by. It's sweet. We found out David Lombardi's 6'8". None of us could have guessed that. No. None of us could have guessed that. He's got a dome on him, too. Darius J. Butler is currently golfing with uh, Phil Mickelson. Ooh, that's right. That's right. And uh, Drake Mayup. And uh, Yes. Bubba uh, um, Watson for the second night. And Will Levis. Yeah, Bill Levis as well. Really? Yeah. yeah. I bet he can. I said, out. watch out. If, if if Will doesn't hit a shot he likes, you, that club is being thrown, so watch out. Yeah, I remember Steichen. He snapped like eight yeah. golf clubs because he duffed a couple of them. Oh, yeah, they played golf. Yeah, yeah he was mm -hmm. too intense. Thank you. Like, about Jesus. It. Did you You gave us an answer that the Niners are Not really. Uh, Niners. Okay. Okay, AQ. All what Niners. Do you, what do you, some people say they think. San Fran might line up like in big people and try to pound the ball. You think that's a possibility? I think everybody's just saying that because we saw the Trent Williams play last year. He went in motion, and we haven't seen it this year. So everybody's just like, cool play. yep, this play's coming. Which it very well but might. They, they do, might have been Let's saying they this do. Up. They stick with the run and try to. Oh, yeah. Can they, can they think, overpower the Yeah, teams? I don't think they need to do anything different. Like, that's what they do. They have two tight ends, and they run it over and over again. That's what they do. If they have a 50-play practice, you remember, right? Mm -hmm. In a 50-play practice, at least whenever I was in Arizona and Tampa, we would have 41 passes and nine runs in a practice. Yeah. They go 48 runs and two passes in a practice on a Wednesday. That's Good. all and, they practice. And Brock Purdy's still dialing. Yeah. And, then he, that? and then he's rolling. How about it? Yeah. That's not talked about. No, it's not. Because he's not even getting as many reps as everybody else on those passes. Yeah. He's got to put it over the linebacker in front of the safety, right in the keyhole for Ayuk. Or for Conley, obviously, what? dog. Yeah, of Conley's great. Conley's, are you all right? My left foot. I'm really trying to do what I can to just not think about it. it What's wrong? It hurts so fucking bad. In a bad spot. It hurts so fucking bad, and I am soaked. I've lost at least, I mean, sweat all the booze out. That's good. That's good. So it's not the end of the world, but 
this left foot. I'm I'm worried how this thing will feel the rest of the week. You're not the first person to be dehydrated in Vegas. True. But I feel like you potentially are the most dehydrated person in Vegas right stations. now currently. I don't yeah. need an IV. You get mobile IVs that come to your house. What do you need? I need a ice cold beer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I need a... Maybe a burrito from the NASCAR restaurant on the, on the strip. <laughs> and I need a, a nice cold shower. I didn't have any hot water in my You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> no. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Nice cold shower, I guess. <laughs> golden Knights victory. Yeah. Hey, this is what it takes to be a Golden Knights. This is what it's fucking all about. You know, everyone was saying, hey, this guy, you know, he doesn't look like a hockey player. Came out here and fucking... Our, you know, 180-minute shift. How many fucking boxes? <laughs> Kidding me? Yeah, boom. <laughs> exactly. Three of those. That's what it's all about. 180 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Most minutes ever in a game. Yeah, how many How many minutes did, uh, did fucking McDavid play last night? Not 180. Not yeah, not 180. Can you walk baby. around? Can you walk? Oh, actually, never mind. It's 195 minutes. Boom. <laughs> Is that good? You tell me. <laughs> hey, before we get out of here, yep. we need you, we're going to need you to make a shot. All right, I don't know if I'm going to – I can't, can hardly even fucking stand up. <laughs> That's what happens after 195. No, no, no. Here like, we go. Like, Chuck, <laughs> do you want me to get the balls for you? Yeah, give me a fucking couple balls. I'm just playing these fucking things, so. <laughs> You're a Stanley Cup champion, Ty. No, I know. Ty, you no. beat the Edmonton Oilers last night. Broke the streak. 16 straight day one Hottest team in the NHL nice. And then what Ty Then uh, what Then they fucking came to my house <laughs> Yes they did Yes they did Just kind of get a feel for it here Here you go Here you go You got one yep. right here yep. You got one right here yep. Do you know if the Knights players Have seen this today uh, Some of them probably have The whole building Okay Yeah, yeah allegedly, allegedly the boys Have it on in the team room Every day the change room? Oh. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So let's, we, we got to make sure. We're going to make one. If you put this in, I think uh, 50 people, 500. Yes. Ooh, okay. Because yeah, it's the wrong way. Yeah, because there's no way that Reverse. this is supposed to happen. Right not. I mean, you're on skates on land. Yeah. You got a right-handed stick holding it left. Are those yeah. Bill Carlson skates? Hey, these are wild Bill skates. He's got some small feet. Yeah, but he's got he's some so, sick mitts. Oh, yeah. sick, sick mitts, sick dangles, and he's so fucking fast. I saw the 71 on the skates and the four on the helmet. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I wish I would have got a stopwatch out and clocked him blue line to blue line last night. He was... Wild Bill was two-star last night of the game. Yeah. Punted a stuffed animal yeah. into the crowd. Yeah. Punted while skating. Punted it in there. Wild During Bill's the game? Yeah, no, after. after. I saw the one dude threw... The first, the one, the first star threw a little Same Vegas thing. stuffed animal. Again, yes. He punted it? Yeah. Punted it. Over right. the, it was impressive. Yeah, almost went out of the stadium. Eight. Biggest pop of the stadium really? by far yeah. in the introduction. Okay. And he also did some acting So should he punt that in the hoop? No. No, no. I don't think he can stand on one leg. These uh, skates aren't tied either, so that thing might be going right into Bruce's forehead and slicing his head in That'd half. That'd be like hilarious. Mortal combat fatality. Bruce, we don't need that. Yeah. Bruce has really been killing today. He had an ISO on the show earlier. Remember, Bruce is making me nervous was, out here. Like they're doing something wrong. There's Wild Bill Those are Bill the, the exact same skates. Lift him up a little. Shout out to Wild Bill Carlson. Shout out Wild Bill. All right. Fucking bucket does look pretty good, though. Yeah, it does. Flow coming out the back, too. 50 people. Fucking lettuce. $500. How many I get here? Because, you know. <laughs> you got this one. This one's going to be the one, obviously. This one. Just a quick 25 grand on this beautiful Radio Row Wednesday. Oh. You fart in my face. No, I, I did. I did. I do have pants. to take a fucking shit like you wouldn't believe, though. <laughs> Wait, if you beat it all? Come on. Get in no, the No, Tony, I haven't fucking moved. <laughs> 
Oh, see, I want a good one. I didn't eat yet. <laughs> <laughs> this one's the one. Come uh, here. Uh, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> looks like he's just farting in your face. Calm That's down. what I thought he was doing. If I fart, I'm going to shit <laughs> in the girdle. Stop. There's no question about it. <laughs> Do you have the depends on? No, if Rossio couldn't come through, I said, hey, Johnny. maybe let's really consider the depends for tomorrow. Johnny Violence? <laughs> yeah, Johnny Violence, but he did go back and get my fucking sweater, so <laughs> shout out Johnny Rossio. <laughs> uh, damn it. That was close. That was good. You got it. Hey, hey, a hundred people, five hundred dollars. A hundred? Fifty grand. I'm sorry, boys. I don't think it's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, hey, hey. Back, back. Bonus, ball, bonus, bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. A little more touch. Bonus ball. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Where's JJ? Get JJ back. I think I'll fucking body you into the board. A <laughs> hundred people. Five hundred dollars. Let me lock in. Here we go. Fucking game seven. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> bonus ball, bonus ball. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm coming back, so. That's on me. <laughs> All right. Hey, maybe we put a ball. Woo. With the stick. With the stick? Okay. Yeah. Happy, ah. One of the small balls. Happy Gilmore stuff. Yeah. Oh. I got you. Easy. I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't know about bending Don. I mean, yeah. Poop your pants. Yeah, you want to move the top golf thing out of the way? <laughs> by the way. By the way. Oh, yeah, you got this. That's uh. how you have you been able to fart? I think you all? turned it the other way on this one. Yeah. Just fucking let me go through my process. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> in this one, I think you can use the use Hey, the you're in your oven oh, right now. Oven. You can use the Hold on, hold on, Ty. I mean, I don't even know. What do you think? Are you making this or not? No. <laughs> I think he is. Oh, no, he is. It's a six-foot pile. I'm oh, rifling through these things so I can take these fucking skates. <laughs> you got to backhand this thing. You think backhand it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah backhand. Yes. Thank Wish you. I had a Happy Gilmore. Happy gi go low. Yeah, backhand this yeah, yeah. thing. You're just like, yeah. Hey, yeah. it's not easy being a Stanley Cup champ, Ty. Yeah, here you are. Uh, no uh, one ever said it was. No, you know? Nobody ever said it. You wanted it. Yeah, now we go. There it is. There want. it is. 70 I'm, people. Don't worry about that, though. That's okay. Worry about that. Well, we got to move. I'm down on it. Take it up high. Out of pocket. Out of pocket. Out of the pocket. 70 people, $500. That's a good shot. That's I need a, a fucking right. flat. Si I need a flat stick like Sid. Yeah, how am I supposed to? A lot of curve on that. I agree. You could use the Lombardi, maybe. Hey, hold on. Sixty people, five hundred dollars. All oh, you gotta do is wow. make this play. Okay, we might just we'll just say six hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Get going, ball. Oh, Ooh. here we go. Hold on. So is this six hundred thousand? No, 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 no. Jesus Christ! This is fifty people die with the dangles and the sticky mitts. There's yep. a reason you're on the Vegas Golden Knights. All you gotta do is put that golf ball into that hole. Fifty people win five hundred dollars. Well, my body and someone on a face off right now. <laughs> Get right. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> Got a good show today, Ty. Ah! <laughs> oh! Fucking go, boys. Here we go, boys. I got gotta go get my mitts. Obviously, I'm not gonna disrespect my fucking gear like that. <laughs> All right. Oh, here's a replay. Here, here's a replay. Good shot. No doubt. Yeah, it was meant to be. That was just a little message from the universe on the way out. Yeah, I don't fucking go sit down. <laughs> you know what you want? Yeah, it was stick to my fucking there. cane, yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Oh. You wearing this tomorrow? <laughs> I don't think so. No, you are. Yeah. Yeah, you want to? Nope. All right, that's it for the show. I mean, where else are you fucking supposed to go? No, that was. That was about it. That was incredible. That was Ty, thank you for that. I have no idea how it played through the incredible. camera, but I want. I'm sure people didn't love it, but you know, whatever. Hey, Radio Row Super Bowl week, we're here. That's right. That is right, Ty. Hey, Boys, great work. Everybody in the back, fantastic job. The people that built this set. Unbelievable. Phenomenal awesome. talent. Awesome. Mystic Studios, I believe, is the name. Phenomenal work. And everybody at ESPN that's obviously helped. We can't thank you all enough. We'll be back here again tomorrow for another absurd show. We have no idea who's going to be on. No. We have no idea what they're going to be talking about. We have no idea what's going to happen. But we do know we have a Stanley Cup champion on our team now. Mm-hmm. Every fucking goal, boys. You're all champions in my book. Hmm. Well, they're almost champions, M&Ms. Yeah, you're right. That's, uh, we got M&Ms on a mind and nothing else right now, by the way. By the way. And advanced auto parts with Baker Mayfield. That's right. Free battery for the rest of your life. Not your car's life. rest of your life. In a scent protein. God, so Yeah. Good. Yeah. Unbreakable. Oikos. 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 Greek, uh, Greek yogurt. Probiotic. Yep. Yogurt. Yeah. Probiotic? That was one of the uh, flavors. One of, the- <laughs> one of them was like triple zero. One of them was like a little probiotic help. Gut health. True. I don't know if that's right. It it's is. Nutrients, it is. It is. No, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. They got one. I eat a lot of Oikos. <laughs> a lot of it. That's why you're a Stanley Cup champion. Bingo. All right. We're out of here. We can't thank you all enough for allowing us to do this for a living. It is absurd that we are here. You're the greatest people on earth. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice that might change your life. We're in this thing together. Team on me. Team on three. One, two, three. Hey. Team. Goodbye.